Gordian Frothies back for 2023. Uh, Going to look at the. I, I've completely forgotten how to podcast, Barney. <laughs> it's been a while. Season been a while. of the show, and I. Got no fucking idea what I'm doing. Anyway, it's good because this one's a long one. We're going to go for about well, settle in because we're going to have about three hours here, and it could get better. Uh, or so worse. it's like a standard. <laughs> so it's like a standard show. No three hours. If you listen to the show, but we um we're going to go through each team by team, tip it upside down, pull it apart, and see what we think of uh, what's left of the pieces at the end of the day. Hopefully, a few uh, more informed predictions than our famous bold prediction show. Uh, but joining me to do this, as they are all the time, first of all, is our statistician supreme. The master of uh, the Doctor Scrawl, uh, Barney. What's going on? It yeah, can scribble on a bit of paper. It can dribble <laughs> for about football. Oh, yeah, it's a good. Moxlin from what I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to see we're off to a flying start <laughs> to start off the season. Oh, it's been a while since the three of us have been by, on yes. with the headphones on, sitting around a desk. So, should be good. And absolutely uh, loving it. Yep. For the first time this season, he's back again. It's little Ollie K. <laughs> Ollie K. <laughs> um, well, you know what, boys? I don't know about you guys, but I, I think I've reached the perfect level of excitement for the upcoming season. We all go through our peaks and troughs towards the end of last year. You feel a bit burnt out, but I feel like there's been enough time for me now, even with the World Cup at the end of last year, where I'm starting to miss footy again and my, my hype is increasing. So I'm looking forward to tonight's show and looking forward for the, uh, to the season. Hopefully there is a season. Hopefully it's resolved well, and we're underway pretty quick. So I, I'd suggest um, bringing in the Yaguna schooners if if any 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 players drop out Fair or enough. boycott then or we anything. Have to do another so show. <laughs> analyze the yeah, Yaguna an, an, at six and Russ at seven. But anyway, <laughs> it's um, where we may as well get stuck into it. There's not a lot. Of, I, I, we're going to save news for later on. I think so. We'll, we'll be back for those that don't know. We'll be during the season proper, two shows a week. There's preview and a review show of each week and when what's ahead and. Uh, we'll kick off our weekly shows after the first trials, I'd say. So they start in two weeks. So if 13 nice. days from when we're filming uh, or recording, it will be the Tigers and Warriors. And we'll go through the, the trial games later. But uh, we'll get the ins and outs of that and the new World Club Challenge that's coming up. Yeah, that preseason challenge will um, – well, the rules came out today. So 12 points a win – or uh, three days ago, I should say. Six points for a draw – uh, you get a point for five tries, a point for five plus line breaks, a point for ten offloads, up to 15 points, whatever all that means. Play two games, whatever. And then if it's close, it goes back to points differential, greater percentage, most tries, blah 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 um, Yeah, kicks off Warriors, Tigers, Knights, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Seagulls, Panthers, Eels, Dragons, St. Helens, Storm and Roosters. Uh, I suspect most teams, from what I've heard, will be fielding a lot of juniors first week, and then um, we'll see some more big guns roll out second week. Well, that's usually how trials go, isn't it? But the, that's sort of Generally. what most teams go with. They go with the young guys at first, and then they like to get the, the main covery in for, for a bit in that second game. Yeah. But even in the second game, it's generally only half an hour yeah. with most of your better players anyway because of the risk of injury and all the yeah, rest yeah. of it. I think it's a whole a Mickey Mouse concept, to be honest. <laughs> I'd much rather it's just seen the way it used to run where the play, they go out and do what they're going to do. Oh. Yeah. The prize money really adds nothing. I don't think it's yeah. you're going to see anyone going out of their way to be ultra competitive and try and win the thing. Um, I, I, I don't um, I don't mind it really, but to me it's inconsequential because you could have your trial games, but I, I guess it's at least they're trying to do something with trial games to sort of make them interesting in a way. It's just to me personally, I think a lot of people, it doesn't matter either way. I don't care if they do this or they keep doing it to the end of the time. It, it's for trial games, but uh, I guess after this year, if 
they yeah. don't get increased viewership or anything like that, maybe they'll can it. Well, Who I knows? think but they had quite a good response to the trials being shown last year in K, so they're just trying to squeeze some more juice out of it, make it mean something. Yeah. reason to watch, but... It's, it's not going to mean not, much to no, anyone, no. I don't think. Oh, we'll, we'll watch but, it. And we'll, you know, well, no, absolutely, we'll watch it. Where some of the players at, some of the new signings fit in. Well, the, the, the best thing they really did, I think, for the trials, as you said, is like put it on K, put it on NRL.com for free, and pretty much all the trials for free. If you, if you put free football out there, especially marketing the first-grade clubs, people are generally probably going to watch it. So, yeah. again, I think it's... It, inconsequential either way. The teams that sort of fall in, fall into the, the final may probably go out of their way to pick up a hundred grand, which gets them some drinking money on their end of season trip <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I, I can't see it adding any real value, to be honest, apart from a bit of marketing and advertising PR for the NRL. Just to, so. yeah, just to say they've done it, how good this. Good on them for the doing that, something. And I'd probably hope someone like, you know, the Bulldogs or someone win it so they yeah. can then pump up some tyres for it. I mean, it, it, well, right now to me it means nothing, but if the Titans win it, I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it means more than the than the NRL. Exactly. You know, let's get into our teams. Nothing else you want to chat about that we've missed over the off-season? No, not really. So how are we going to look at this? We're going to look at team by team, uh, key signings, uh, we won't necessarily. We've, we've all sort of got an idea of our top. What we, what we would pick as our top seventeen. Sometimes yeah, we've put together our, a lot, our expected seventeen. Mark, we're not going to go to probably the effort of reading them all out, but it at least gives an idea of where we're headed. Some key positional uh, changes potentially for some clubs. Oh, I don't see the harm of one of us going through our team yeah, and can go for it, adds a few extra talking points yep. and might have get an argument out of someone of who they think <laughs> yeah, should yeah, be yeah. in a position. And, and especially or? because I didn't do six of them. Um, I can <laughs> I've done them all. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I've done them all as well. So maybe we're, maybe Barney we'll, and I we'll can take turns. Oh, I'll do. I'll Absolutely. do. I'll read the ones I've done and just look smart. I could have smothered that perfectly. Anyway, We've had a fair decent look at the draw as well and analysed that. And um, yeah, we'll probably point out a few spot players who we think might may improve, who may who's under pressure and all that kind of stuff. So Well, I don't know about you, Daggy, but sort of different to Barney. I didn't look at the draw to base my sort of predictions and everything I've done here for two reasons. One, and I know there are some variables, but every team's gonna play each other at least once. Mm-hmm. And two, a lot of what we base the the strength and the weaknesses of a draw on at the start of the season, it's based off of the season before. And yeah. as we yeah, know, in, in the NRL, well, things change. Treated, so last year, I treated the Cowboys as a almost a buy for some teams. Yeah, and yeah. the draw. So, so I, I think as well. And uh, last year, and we brought it up uh, with the Sharks, for example. A lot of people say that their draw was easy heading into the season. Their draw was easy based off of twenty twenty one, but things obviously change and. Yeah, everyone's saying, in oh, the ways. Titans and the Knights. They got to play the Titans and the Knights twice, but they both yeah. finished in the eighth the year before, and the Sharks so didn't. So exactly, <laughs> you know. it, yeah, yeah. It all, it, it's all relative, I think. Anyway, we're going to go in reverse mascot order uh, because I generally do not remember talking about the West Tigers last time we did this sort of show. So uh, they're earlier on the. And let's, on the let's be honest, <laughs> most. Pretty much everyone recognises their team off their mascot anyway. You know, yeah, most yeah. Teams, most yeah. people don't go, oh, it's the New Zealand Warriors. It's the Warriors. It's the Sharks. It's the Titans. Well, the, yeah. the, not, the Warriors you know aren't I mean? even the so New Zealand Warriors anymore. They go off the, the their sponsor. Yeah, their yeah. sponsor. Oh, the Vodafone Warriors. Well, no, the they're one now. They've won. The one Vodafone's Warriors. gone. Yeah. And the Dolphins. <laughs> There's the, no such place as these. So, I, uh, so <laughs> the, the one Warriors. They've the one got, Warriors. Uh, well, just looking at the, hello. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the, um, they've got nine Friday night games, nine Saturday night games. They play the Bulldogs, Cowboys, Dolphins, Dragons, Knights, Raiders, Roosters and Sharks twice. Uh, big ins. Mitch Barnett, Jackson Ford from St. George, Valingi Kepu, uh, Tamari Martin from the Bulldogs, Luke Metcalf, 
Chans from the Can- Chans Nickel Cockster from the Canberra Raiders, uh, Murata Niakore from Parramatta, Dylan Walker, Braden Valami. They've lost Ewan Aitken, Desson Arcee, Leighton Finu, Jackson Frey, Elise Catalwood of Melbourne, Matthew Lodge, Dynamus Louie, Jack Murchie, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, Cody Nicarima, Aaron Penne, Pride Patterson Rabadi, Junior Rituva, Ashley oh, Ash Taylor, and Reese Walsh has gone back to Brisbane. And over the offseason, they've extended Karen Egan, Fanua Blake, Lassick, and Valia at least to 2024. Co- a new coach, Andrew Webster, who comes through the Penrith system via, well, the Tigers via Penrith to get here, I guess. But um, was pretty spoke pretty impressively the couple of games he was running Penrith. Um, yeah, and he's been an assistant for a long time. Yeah. I think he's got somewhere near a decade worth of experience being an assistant in and around the traps and, and you know, some of the better clubs and... Obviously, um, you know, be, being in, having a big hand in um, running a first grade club for ten years, so there's definitely got the the runs on the board. So it'd be Pardon? interesting to see how he kicks them off for the start of the year. So where well, where do you want to start, on? You know, run through what you. What yeah, well, my expected seventeen. I think Chance will play fullback. Yeah. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't. Uh, you know, the Ra- he was on the outer at the Raiders and they pushed him out, but I think I'm pretty sure he's the the best fit at number one here. Um, Dallin to play on the wing with uh, Cossie on the other wing. I, I can't see anybody else sort of. There's a lot of potential in Cossie, in my opinion, and I think he should probably start. Uh, I've got Pompey and Barry would probably be the two centres that I would pick, but I've got a feeling that they may play Valia in front of yep, Pompey. I had Valia in there for that. Um, but yeah. Team Marie Martin, I think, will start the year at six. Um, there's, okay. a, there's a little bit of pressure I in behind him. I think he's, with, uh, Webster's on record as saying. Yeah, Martin at six. I think he's just got, he's a bit more of an all round game. His kicking game is a little bit better than someone like your Metcalfs and Vol- uh, Volkman's more of a seven, I think. So he's probably waiting for somebody to fall over to find a spot. Um, Sean Johnson's definitely going to be a seven, and I dare say he'd probably be there. Um, oh no, Harris will be their captain. Yep. But um, Fanua Blake in the eight with Bun- I think Bunty Afoa Bunty. probably starts yep. for the the war- Warriors in the in the front row. Wade Egan will definitely be the hooker, and I dare say they'll be looking to get 80 minutes out of him most weeks, yeah. to be honest. Poor bloke. <laughs> Tavunga might jump in there at bits d- yeah. different times, but um, Torhu Harris and Barnett, which yep. is actually quite a good back row combination and should add something to this team. I'd be going with um, Curran to start the game. Yep. Now he's under. Lock. Is he under a no fault stand down at the moment? Was there an issue in the off season or? Did, did it get resolved? I, I know there was an issue, but did it get... But if it's not him, it'll be Tavanga. And yeah. um, obviously, either one of those will be on the bench and one will be starting at 13. Uh, I think Dylan Walker adds a bit of um, spark in there with as an option as a ball player in 14. Um, Karen Tavanga, as I said. Nia Corey should sew up a spot on the bench. And the last spot on the bench, I'm not 100% sure about, but... Back end of last year, I think Tom Ale played a few, yep. quite a few minutes in the last sort of three or four games of the year. So I expect Bailey him to Siren probably start. Um, yeah, there's another one there. Yeah. There. Um, what? Well, at, at least in your starting lineup, I've only got two differences. Mm-hmm. The rest are the same. One, uh, you have Neokore on the bench. Yep. I've actually got him in the centres just to show up the defence a little bit. Okay. He played most of last year there for Parramatta. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like, and just looking at the Warriors, the signings that they've made, I think there are two of them that you can say are, are genuinely good signings, but the rest of them are pretty much all players who have played very well in the past, but are currently down on their form. Your Barnett's, Nickel Clookstar as well was playing in reserve grade. 
I think I, I did have Dylan just, Walker at six. Just but that's on fine, that, um, he did come out and say that he won't be playing him as a centre. No. Yeah, so yeah, the coach he, actually he, came well, out. No, and well, said you know, well, I would, I would say I, I would yeah. as well. It's but, just so I, Webster's confirmed the spot. Yeah, will be as, as I said five minutes ago. Um, he's also said Walker's going to be treated as a fourteen, and uh, Tohu Harris will wear ten, but basically play thirteen. Well, the, the reason, well, the, the, the the reasoning oh. for why I've put what I put as well is I think with Nia Corey, the thing is with the Warriors, and it was the same last year. Their, their starting forward pack is not horrible because you're at least going to get a big individual effort out of one or two blokes each mm. week, right? So I, I don't necessarily think you need to use Neocore in your forward pack. I think you can actually... I think he could be more beneficial actually in terms of defence out in the centres. And the other one, I did have Walker as six, but like personally, I do think he probably is a bit better... Coming off the bench as a fourteen, as he proved at Manly, I just oh, don't. I, I, it, it's more. I just team. don't. I, I personally don't know if Tamari Martin's back up for playing at five eight. But that I purely made that decision based off of we've not seen Martin there for obviously since before his they played initial. Well. He played, he played a little game. bit of Brisbane last Brisbane, year. He played yeah. a couple yeah. of games he was there pretty last good. year. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought he was all right at fullback. I, I, I thought he, he he sort of he wasn't great, but he sort of um, did more than I expected of him at fullback. But I, I'm just. I, I'm, I'm, there's a, as I said, there's a lot of uncertainty in and, terms uh, of the Warriors signings. Say, oh, and sorry, and the other one he did confirm near Corey will play back row. They just yeah. treat him as a back row. Okay, well the, again, that that it's understandable. They're not shocking options, but well, they do have quite a, a few young centers coming through in the squad, and uh, there's a couple of admissions here that um, like Valia, I've left Montoya, out. Of the you got uh, yeah, Viliame, yeah, yeah um, <clears throat> Jackson Ford. Metcalf can play center if he needs to, but it'll probably end up in the. I dare say, is a backup to, to Martin. See, I That's actually... That's a big one for me. I actually me. had... The, in my, in my team, here, I, I, had, um, I had Metcalf in... Starting six. Centre. Oh, centre. Okay. Just yep. because the lack of... Well, a bit of creativity. Mm-hmm. I know he's a bit smaller, but... Um, they've got a good-sized backs. He can maybe add a little bit of spark a bit wider, but we'll see. Well, I think Pompey and Berry are that, they're bigger bodies. Yeah. Um, they're quite quick as well. Um, they haven't shown their full potential, but I think they'll probably be the ones that they start with. But um, I, I think Metcalf's an out-and-out half, and the the amount of screaming that the Warriors did to get him released early last yeah. year, and now yeah, I don't think he's going to even make the 17, yeah. Yeah. which is a bit of a disappointment for the young bloke. But um, Jackson Ford, one that you mentioned, um, pretty, he's front rower, isn't he? Jackson Ford, pretty sure he comes from... Back row centre, was he? Yeah, well, back rower. But another one that would probably be unlucky to miss out, Sirenen, as you also mentioned. Yeah. The more I think about it, he probably takes a 17 spot with Tom Ale missing out, to be honest, just because he's, um, he, he's got Solid a fair bit about him. He's yeah, and, decent um, defender. He's got, a, play dummy half he's got an offload pinch. as well. Mm. Um, Volkman, um, I mentioned, is another half that they've brought along who's a backup, obviously, in case of injury. Um, but he looks like he's got a really good kicking game and probably wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst option to, to slot in there at some point. So... And, yeah. oh, sorry, no, no, that's it. So what... Where, what does this all, like, we've run through the teams. Um, yep. So we're good at reading names off papers, but what does this actually mean for the for the Warriors? So last we saw last mm. year, they, I think they had the highest points against okay. per game. So did, yeah. uh, we saw at times that the defence would either fall apart from the inside out, the middle, you'd see the middle collapse an hour into the game, and that would be that, or yep. outside in yeah. sometimes, so they're good at both. And um, <laughs> so they were very sloppy. Getting back they to New were. Zealand help. They do, they do get back to New Should Zealand. They get some bit. key stuff there. Mm-hmm. But what does it actually mean for this year? 
Oh, they need if they want to be competitive in most games, they're going to need to dominate on the edges of the ruck. Um, you're going to need your Barnetts and your Torhu Harris and the likes of those guys, Curran and Tavanga, sniffing around and making big inroads on the edges and then feeding the ball to the the centers and <coughs> for them to score points. Um, <laughs> Team Ree Martin's going to need to control the running game because Sean Johnson doesn't have one anymore. Realistically, mm. he very rarely takes on the line anymore. And if there's going to be a running game out of the halves, it's going to have to come from the six. Uh, I think they'll be slightly defensive, uh, slightly better defensively in the middle for a little bit longer, just with the likes of Barnett coming into the side, Torhu Harris back, hopefully from the start Torhu's of the massive, year. Yeah. Um, just and stiffens up. Yeah, Nick Corey is a very good well. defender as well. It just stiffens up that middle a little bit, but there's still massive question marks on the outside edges of their defence, their wingers and their centres. It was a common thread with most of the teams that finished at the bottom of the of the comp last year. They struggled very badly once the ball got outside the back rowers and teams just waltzed over for tries and for points in the corner yeah. time and time again. And I can see it being a big issue and a reason why the Warriors won't will struggle to get out of the bottom four. I feel like the Warriors are a bottom four team as well, but if you look at the Warriors, probably eight to thirteen, they have an edge on a lot of the bottom eight teams, and that is like a solid starting forward pack. The only issue is it's it seems like, and last year, how many times were we mentioning that um, a specific Warriors forward had an amazing game, but one that had a great game the week before had sort of dropped off. It just never seemed to all click at once. But if this Warriors forward pack can sort of as a whole, perform really well against some of the bot, especially the bottom four, but the bottom eight sides, they shouldn't do. I don't think they're a top eight team or anything. And uh, we'll get to our ladder predictions later because I don't think this will happen. But if it all sort of clicks and they all come together, then there's a chance they could probably maybe just get out of the bottom four or something. I, I just personally can't see it happening. So the the potential is there for something in in that forward pack for them to do something, but. I, I just can't so, see it happening because it hasn't for a few years now. Yeah, I, I've got them bottom four. Uh, I think they – you're right about the Ford pack, but uh, let's be – I don't mean this in a nasty way, but they're probably two best players can be injury-prone. Oh, they're, they're two injuries away from winning the wooden spoon, realistically. Yeah. And um, Sean Johnson, is this realistically his last season? You would think so. So, And he's on one leg half the time as well. He doesn't have the running game he's had for a while. Uh, so big, big foot shoes for Tamari Martin to fill here because a lot's going to come on him. Chance, grand final chance, fantastic fullback, Kiwi international. Doesn't He's have any ball playing that, though. Which is, we're now well into an era where you need to be a ball playing fullback. He doesn't add that. So realistically, there's one point of attack. And Wade Egan... Uh, again, good, solid player. He'll, yeah. He's a tough he'll be first fine, grader. He'll be fine, but he's not yeah. Harry Makes Grant. breaks out of dummy half, but doesn't <laughs> yeah. put people away. Well, yeah. it, it's yeah. just a chance, right? You look at him, and we talk about that grand final form from 2019 at Canberra. You look at him coming back to the Warriors now. Does it at least look like on paper he, what he has around him, can that get that back out of him? I don't think it can. Can the players he's got around him sort of help? help him to shine and help him get out of this rut. I, I really do not think so. I think there are other problems that's just going to keep... I mean, the biggest question marks in, in this team, it's it's quite simple. The defence outside, the real really outside edges is a big worry. The halves are a massive question mark. They yeah. could, you know, they'll probably have games where they do look quite good, but it'll only be probably four or five of them. They've the rest of the season, I dare say they're going to struggle to score points, especially yeah. against the better defensive sides where they'll just shut them out and, you know, they might be lucky to score one or two tries in in a lot of games. 
And um, outside of their 17, I can't see anyone that would force their way into pretty much any other team in the competition. So the depth is a real worry for me. They feel a lot like the they feel, actually they feel a lot like where the Tigers were this time last year in that oh throughout the year where you'd watch them play and you'd be going how why aren't they winning this game and they just lose because they didn't have points in them but they'd have possession they'd have a forward pack that can match well, the yeah, Otis, that, that's a great but point they're, yeah. um but you just sit there and go well this is a good tough game and they'll lose twenty two ten you go that oh, like that made no sense like, I, I was thinking as well when doing my notes that um. The Warriors do very much look like the West Tigers side from last year, whereas I, I brought up the four-pack and how the starting forward-pack like, looks good on paper. You'd say the same about the Tigers probably last year, at least most of their starting pack. Mm. It, it didn't necessarily turn out the way they would have wanted, but that that's sort of where that that Warriors side seems at the moment. So There's two players I expect to improve, and that's Rocco Berry. I, I can see a lot coming out of that young fella, and I think another uh, if he gets a full crack, at um, centre this year for the Warriors. I think he'll be much better than what he was last year and, you know, look, be looking forward to a decent career for the next couple of years. And I think Charles will be like, uh, the bloke didn't get a go last year. No. So he, and, and, if, and if he's not better than what he was last year, there's well, a problem. And, and we're comparing to apples to apples where Reese Walsh didn't set the world on fire no, last year. absolutely did He had a big no. second year, no. syndrome year, and... Uh, to put in, uh, I, I still thought he was one of the Warriors' better players, and that maybe more. Well, when they scored occasionally, so like yeah, if yes. they scored twelve or sixteen points, he'd have a try assist. Or two, well, well that's the thing. At but least in attack, he was nearly their only their only player with any sort of spark about him at, at times, especially during the middle part yeah. of the year. And, yeah. and I think you'll see just as much out of chance, to be honest. Just um, working off the back of back rowers, and that you know that loose ball back in the the offload and the balls back inside. He's always going to be there in support, so you know I think I think he will actually score, probably be their top try scorer, <laughs> quite handsomely to be honest. But Anything else you want to finish on for these boys? Not really. I Final think we're all sort we're all sort of in agreement, aren't we? Pro- probably no, bottom four. I think it's going to be a tough through. year for the yeah. Warriors. Yeah. We get to the Gold Coast Titans, Ollie. So <sighs> they kick off. They have a pretty decent first start to the year. Actually, they play the Tigers, yeah, Tigers, <laughs> and the Dragons <laughs> twice. Uh, Tigers, Dragons twice, Dolphins and Seagulls in the first 10 weeks. So they'll, and a bye. So, so that they'll probably win one and so if you, lose some games <laughs> they're expected to win, as, yeah. as is expected. So then uh, you double down with yeah. the Storm, the Eels, the Cowboys and the Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they'll probably beat one of those teams. And, yeah, just, oh, don't they, I don't they get play, too um, excited. They play, <laughs> <laughs> they play Brisbane, the Cowboys, the Bulldogs, the Dolphins, Dragons, Eels, Storm and Warriors. Is that what you just said? Tigers. Yeah. Uh, player movements. So they've picked up Kieran Foran. Yes, I have. Who that doesn't look to like play. they're going to play. <laughs> no, they're playing him six. Six. Chris Randall from the Knights, Aaron Shoup, Joe Stimson and Sam Verrills. I thought they're they going to play AJ at six. No, no, no. I'll get them. No, no idea. Uh, anyway. Herman SASA is gone. Azarko has gone. Lasoni, Masters, Mazu. They let new to go to Newcastle. Proctor, mm-hmm. Will Smith, Corey Thompson, Jared Wallace. Uh, so... Ollie, mm. give you first crack. So they have uh, Holbrook's come out and said AJ starting at one, Foran starting at six, okay. Tanner Boyd starting at seven, Verrill oh. starting at nine. I didn't actually see this, and I'm a bit so. Uh, can, can I read out because this right. is Jaden Campbell will be yeah. the Dylan Walker of the, the of the coast. <laughs> okay, so mm. this is this is what I'd have right. I've got a list here. Yeah, yeah. Campbell at fullback. I've got Sammy and um, JoJo for feeder. On the wings, I liked what Fafita did for the Absolutely. little bit he showed last year. I, I, I would love to have Greg Margie starting at wing, but 
I'd play yeah, for, for Feeder over him, to be um, honest. In the centres, uh, Aaron Shoup, and I could, I just could not decide between Kelly and Herbert at this point, whoever they want to chuck I, in. I, I <laughs> for the they, they're going to be swapping spots every yeah. two weeks, so who cares? Um, Brimson, four on the halves. Fodawaker and Liu at prop. Verrill's hooker. Firma and Fafida in the second row. Tino at lock. And then I've got Aaron Clark coming off the bench because I did think he did a very good job at lock towards the end of last year. So he can come on as a hooker or as a lock. Yep. Um, Jamin Jolliffe, Sam McIntyre, and Joe Stimson, new signing from the Bulldogs. So the, the bench isn't. Who isn't are you very starting front row? Sorry. I've got. I had Mo and Liu as well. Yeah, Mo. Oh, Liu. Yeah, Liu. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, I. I the four depth has gone down to, a bit. The depth pretty close to. Now, my concern when I put the, when you put this seven on paper, it's a v- it's a very there's a lot of pressure on Mo and uh, Tino this year, I which there has been for two years. But I, it's a very small forward pack too. When you've got Joe Stimson's a body, I suppose, but Sam McIntyre, Aaron Clark is your. But I don't even know if Stimson gets a start. To be honest, I had well, I had depends what they do with Chris Randall. You've got Cleese Haas there as well. Randall, who's a mountain of a kid and, and does Tino's look like a decent well. player. Well, yeah. when the Titans are one and four, Randall, someone I can see them hot shotting onto the bench or something. You know, you know what I mean? Well, well this is it, like, and Aaron Clark's a hooker someone. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, well. I don't think Verrills has ever been an 80-minute hooker. So it's there probably is question marks there around Verrills playing 80 minutes at hooker. T- to me, um, yeah, th- this side just screams somewhere between 11th and 17th. To be honest, there is they could do okay and finish inconsequential, or they could be um, talked about for all the wrong reasons. I guess you could say finishing in that bottom four. I would like to be optimistic. I think a fit foreign and a fit Verrills could be very good for this Titan side, but it, it's kind of whether or not they stay fit. At the Bulldogs, um, when Foran was playing and when he wasn't injured, he did show that he can be a decent enough controlling half, but he, he just wasn't playing enough in the role because he was injured. So at the Titans, that worries me a bit. But, but I don't know. I think Verrills as well, if he stays fit, can be a very good signing, giving good service to yeah. um, a forum, but especially Brim, uh, Brimson, who I would have at 5'8", if it was him playing there, getting in that service. Tana Boyd starting in the halves. I mean, when with all due respect, it's been about three years now he's been Coming off the bench for the Titans, the, and he's just sort of not done much. Alleged combination with him. Played okay. Well, they had that they had that combination at Cape Park High School when yeah. they were in year yeah. eleven, and it was nearly ten years ago. Now he had like, a stretch of about what three games last year where he played quite well coming yeah, but, in. But that was seven, coming. That was sort of coming off the bench. Like well, I think he started a couple of them, but twenty minutes. Like, for me, I'd be having Campbell at fullback. I'd, yeah. I don't. I can't see him coming in at fourteen and making an impact. To be honest, well, he's like, not. The, he doesn't have the size to. <laughs> absolutely. Be the ruck. You can't play him at lock. Yeah. Well, can't play him good hooker. luck putting him in at hooker. Unless um, AJ, oh, AJ might. Go into dummy half for that time. You'd well, probably be better yeah. off playing AJ when, um, at fourteen, to yeah. be honest, because he can play center, he can play fullback, he can play in the halves. But I'm pretty sure AJ got the when at the old Holden Cup was around. He got Holden Cup Player of the Year playing a as hooker. a hooker, or even Tanner Boyd. So Tanner Boyd could play hooker, could play lock. Yeah, and you start with Foran at seven. I'm very surprised that Foran. Because um, well, you're first saying now he is going to play AJ was off the bench. Six, and they'll talk about how he plays fourteen. Yeah. I th- foreign can't play six anymore. He's, he can't no. run. He can barely run. Yeah. He's got to play seven and control this this team. And yeah, anyway, I've got a funny feeling they won't play Shoop to start the year either. I think they're going to go with well, Kelly the, and Herbert. To start well, well, that's the, the thing. Year. They should be playing Shoop, I think. <laughs> but uh, as we know, Shoop will end up taking the spot and taking over. Um, but they I, have got reps on both Spry, Spry, and, yeah, um, Spry. and the other fast kid from. He's got the hyphenated name. I don't know. 
it, well, uh, arm and someone. Just, yeah, just yeah, with yeah, Spry yeah, though, yeah. like obvi- obviously, the the reason why he's not been around for a bit is nothing to do with rugby league, and no, unfortunately, right. yeah, and I think maybe I, I, he is someone who could come in if he's playing well, of course. But I just think maybe start him out in reserve grade at first, get him. And I had back no, on his I feet. had Jolliffe to Can start. Pereira to be honest, it? yeah, Cam Pereira. I thought, I think. Jolliffe would probably be a better starting prop than Liu. I just think he had Liu adds a little bit more of coming in when the when they're a little bit tired. Okay. Um, Jolliffe's got younger legs and a little bit more leg, you know, a little bit more leg speed than what you get out of Liu. Um, the rest of it explains itself. the The big hope for this side is Bo Firma and David Fafita oh. to score points out in the edges again, like the Warriors. They're going to be relying a lot on their back row and Tino, obviously, but yeah. Tino's not a noted try scorer, but. If they put him in positions to score, I'm sure he'll score a few. Um, another team that just worries me so much with their depth, especially around this forward pack. You start going into the interchange for this team and it's going to drop well, away be- massively. Beyond the interchange. Like I said, the, the 17 I picked had Chris Randall and Jaden Campbell in the bench because I couldn't find anyone else. Mm. They, I, know, I know they probably won't, realistically, because they'll want probably three big bodies. And then you've got Aaron Clark and, like I said, Sam McIntyre. Well, I heard, yeah, Aaron Clark, Liu... Um, Cleese Hass, I think he probably deserves a spot mm-hmm. on the bench, and I had McIntyre, but yeah. <laughs> once you get outside that 17, I can't really find. The only notable admissions I had is Foran, because I didn't think they were going to play him at six, at six. I thought he'd be left out and sort of come in a bit later when either Boyd or AJ falls over, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. You've got Sexton, who barely fired a shot last yeah. year. Spry, you mentioned there's there's really nobody missing so, this side, except for maybe Joe Stimson, that's probably up to first grade level. And when you've got that level of, yes, you're going to start straight. Yes, like Moe's probably only playing 70 minutes a week. Uh, he's after, and Tina's going to play 80. He was playing in 25 for, last yeah, year. Yeah, so like how, this does is, he, how does he go from 25 um, to 70 so minutes? That, that then doesn't set up well for a team based off three running halves. AJ's a uh, – Foran's a running half. Yeah. His, uh, his strength. What I do like about AJ and Foran, I think – and maybe I'm talking they about – They do have a nice going, short ball like to be able to put – I like the fact that it's perfect yeah. for AJ to have that short ball 5'8 that's going to run to the line, Put him pop, on the inside. And that's AJ's yeah. go in life. And that helps with the big um, back rowers in Firma yeah, and so, Fafita as so well. I, I like that. I like that. But you've got – you've three – Tanner Boyd's a running half as well, more or less. Uh, yeah. Not a so noted kicker. Kieran, it's going to be the foreign's going to be Who's handling most kick? of the kicking here. Oh, uh, his kicking that, game hasn't been great for a long time. Well, he's got a good short kicking. He's got a good short kicking game. It, this, I mean, this is going to be a lot of flat stuff to the line, hoping to pop pop someone through a hole. Yeah, put him through half a game. very good yeah. at. Uh, and you got a Verrills who fantastic player, but not again, not Harry Grant, not a kicking, not a noted runner. I guess you could say like a solid, solid service man. He'll give yeah, de- service, decent man. enough ball yeah. out of it, dummy half, and every it is, time it is an well I enough. like how every time yeah. we um, mention Sam Verrills, we talk about how good his service is. Because <laughs> no, I think because sort of in general you have well, you those don't no, no, it just goes hand in hand. When, when he's not one of the best, but it's at least for the for the Titans, it's when you you think about the hooker position and actually. How it's it out impacts in front, the halves. It brings it is, players it onto is the a ball. Very yeah. big improvement. Um, but that's yeah. and that works for the running spine. Uh, I just have concerns. I would be putting Shoop straight into this team. He's, yeah. a, he's shown he's a fantastic defensive centre. They need him. They need him to shore up one edge there. Yeah. Because 
they're, they're abysmal. Those the two Pelicans. His run meters per game as well, <laughs> I believe, is much better than literally like Sammy Kelly. And his defense is per- and, and, and his like, attitude and defense is yeah, heaps better his than ass both off. of those. Uh, Jojo offers. Well, the, I guess they're backing him over Marzu if they didn't want. So sure, He's got a lot. There's a lot of talent in that kid. Yeah. Um, another year or two in football, I think he'll be one of the better wingers going around. To be honest, there's a lot. Mate, it, the lack of quality depth in this team, especially in the forwards, is alarming. And it's, they're going to need to play really up tempo footy. They're going to need to be at the line, as you mentioned. A lot of lot of ball movement, short ball movement, occasional long ball movement, and that's just the trouble teams. Yeah, that's just to score a couple of points. Well, yeah, and yeah. then they've got to rely on their defence to stay in a lot of games. I can see them losing a lot more games than they win this year. When the Titans made the eight two years ago, right, and they did do so on a losing record, so they weren't amazing. But the, the, the big thing was every game they'd still concede close to 20 points. It's just they had it in, in them to score more. They had an attacking plan. But last year it all went to absolute nout because the edges just completely dropped off. Like they were always bad at defence, but the attack was just woeful as well. Like much more errors coming into their game. So I think that's something they really got to get down, Pat. But I think Mo's a big one as well because when we spoke about it, whilst he was still good and he was sort of restricted in terms of his game time, he wasn't as good as he was in a 2021 where he was no, more absolutely. vital. So, I mean, it, it's no shock to, to anyone. But this year, if I see three weeks into the season, Mo's playing all right and Holbrook's named him on the bench, I think I might... Headbutt that wall over there, like, <laughs> but like there, he literally can't of, now. He's, he's, he's every chance like, he of name on the bench be. round one. And but, but yeah, but going. but that's the thing. Like <laughs> at this point, like, and we've t- talked Starting about the, with Stimson, we've, yeah. we've <laughs> talked about the horrible depth though. Like, Chris, Chris realistically, when you look at the when you look on paper. The Titans can't really afford to start Mo Fodder Waker no, on the bench because someone who shouldn't no. be starting is going to replace. You've I, got I absolutely assume, no I, I have excuse to, I have now. to assume. That both Haas and uh, the other Fasuwali will be yeah in and around this seven. I, I feel yeah. like they those guys might be see how they go in reserve grade at least at first. See how the Titans are going, and then he I'll, does. Seem, I think both will debut before the end of the season. Of course, he does but seem reluctant to change um, <laughs> the coach up there. But I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is starting in, on the bench by the start of the season and within three or four rounds, I think they're going to have to go to the other one yeah. and just throw them in and hope these kids can add. Cause, like, the only real shining light I can see for the Titans is a couple of kids coming in and stamping themselves as top quality first graders and making this team a better team. Because aside from that back row, the, the, the back row is in the lock. There's a lot of players here that are going to struggle to match up with first graders week in and week have th- out. They'll have three really good games, but the, in the last game, the Titans will lose one to twelve, so they'll be dropped. <laughs> that, that's uh, usually what happens. Like, uh, I hate to say it, uh, I almost I put them last to be honest. But I, I, I think Holbrook's got six weeks. Yeah, right. Um, because they're woeful back in the last year. And I don't see how this te- Tigers will fucking wipe them off the park round one. If mm. <laughs> I think both, I think, no, 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 no. I, I say this. I think both teams are quite bad. But, um, so I'm not sure. Like, but anyway, both if of, that happened, yeah. anyway, my point is, what my, my, my I don't want to bag him. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. Nothing. This is every time we sort of talk about. We'll have him on the show. We'll have him on the show. We'll have him on the show. Fantastic bloke. But he's now for three years failed to really bring. We've seen Toby Sexton look like a star. 
two yeah, years ago. Yeah, but then he got rid of his right hand man. He got Fogarty. rid of Fogarty. Yeah. Imagine if Fogarty yeah. was Fogarty still was at that time. We wouldn't have any of these problems Fogarty right was now. The bloke who was making everyone look good in that <laughs> team, and, and then they yeah. just went. Uh, imagine oh, yeah. the, remember the shit we were talking <laughs> yeah. about? How good fucking Fogarty was for the Titans. I, I, I tried to get him <laughs> to adopt me at one point. <laughs> We spent half a season blowing yeah. smoke up that bloke's ass, and then the coach just went, oh, no, he's still good enough. Yeah. And, then he won Canberra, and then he won Canberra finals <laughs> game last year. He played what? Half a season for Canberra and was great. And he's not a superstar, and but we, fuck, he's, he's good. He's a good half. <laughs> we spent, and then we spent the half of the other half of the season talking about the best front row in the game. He puts him on and the bench. he put him on the bench. So, <laughs> played him 20 minutes <laughs> for but a say, But so my point is, so Sexton's come and gone. He obviously doesn't know what to do with Jaden Campbell. No. Those... We see Yamal's views of the world just not seem to like. Is there a concern that he? I don't understand why what he had happen? against Marzu no, either. No, but, but, but what honest. happened? Like, so not only did they do a, a swap deal for Marzu, they did a swap deal for a hooker after they'd already signed a first hooker. grade hooker <laughs> and had a hooker on the bench. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, like I said, God bless the bloke. Bloke who played I'm, hooker I'm all year for you the year before. And you know fellow, what? Marzo will score 10 tries at least for Newcastle next year and be yeah, great. Absolutely. So I, I think he's I think he's even money to be the first coach sacked. Well, it, He's got to be close I, to I don't. Yeah, I, we'll get to Newcastle, but I, I don't think it'll be O'Brien. Anyway, even if he does I eventually get started, I don't think he'll be first. He'll get, there's more leeway. Two players I think will improve will be Shoop and Verrills. They, um, you know, they're coming off a bit of a low base considering the amount of game time they've had in the last couple of years, but I think they'll probably be two of the better signings for this Titans team. Sammy Herbert and Kelly, fuck me. If there's <laughs> anyone under pressure in the NRL, it's those three blokes. You know what will happen? Seriously. Fafita won't start the first game. It'll be either Kelly or Herbert in the centres and the other one will be on the wing. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. But those three blokes, like only one of them will end up finishing the year and it'll be the one who probably tackles better than the other two. So we'll see what happens there. But And I've got Tanner Boyd under pressure too, to be honest. Um, what more? Yeah. Like seriously, I don't understand why Foran wouldn't be playing seven. You wouldn't have AJ at six and Campbell at one. I I, I see that as a much more fluid attacking spine than what you're going to get out of what they're talking about. So. Yeah, yeah. But. I like I, I can sort of see, like I said earlier, I can see what they're trying to do with having the three running halves. Um, executions. But how's AJ not going need... to be a ru- running half as well? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, and I think I you know. get more control out of Foran th- playing it's... seven than you do out of Tanner Boyd it, playing it's seven. Maybe it's so. a little bit of. Um, Hookism, where he's like, oh, I'm going to back the older bloke to get yeah, us back yeah. on track. I don't know. don't know. Um, realistically, I, yeah, bottom four. Grave hopes bottom for four. Him. Yeah, absolutely. I've got them, see, at the moment, maybe this is a slight bit of positive bias just because I'm looking forward to the season. I've got, uh, in terms of where I've tipped them, I've tipped them just above the bottom four. But as I said, like, for me, anywhere between 11th and 17th. And it, like, there's a very fine margin of error. Very fine. Yeah. Um, Anything else to add on these? <laughs> Not really, Let's mate. move on. Tino's going to have to carry some more blokes. <laughs> <laughs> or get carried, apparently. No, well, he should uh, try harder. He's got to do more. All right, we get to the last year's wooden spooners, the West Tigers. They, uh, well, they start the comp with uh, the Titans, Knights, and Bulldogs, which is quite a cosy little thing to go any good. Not a bad way to start the year. If no offence, Holloway. If they... Play well, yeah, yeah. but if not... And they play geez. the Cowboys, Dragons, Knights, Barneys, Raiders, Eagles, Storm and Titans twice. Again, not a bad draw. Did you just say Barneys, Raiders? Not a bad Bunnies. draw. Oh, I thought Bunnies, you said Barneys, Raiders. Raiders. I was like, when do you switch teams? Uh, three Thursdays, five Fridays, nine Saturdays, six Sundays. Uh, 15, seven-day turnarounds. That's all 
the news. Tim Sheens <laughs> is capt uh, coach. Uh, is he really? holding the form for the sport for, for Benji Marshall Genius. to take oh, over in 2025. Genius. They've lost New Brown, Luke Garner, Guildhart, Hastings, Leilua, Little, Madden, McKayley, Musgrove, Peachy, Roberts, Tamo, Tualungi. They've picked up one John Bateman, uh, Fainu, Clemmer, Happy Coruscant, Matamua uh, has been upgraded. I think he's a, he was a junior there last year. Um, Papaihi, Isaiah, Fanua Pole, full-time, uh, Sakuru, Will Smith from the Titans, Charlie Staines from the Panthers, Brandon Tumuth, Brandon Wakeham signed this week to cover the halves depth. Uh, not a bad little four uh, losses and gains book there, Oliver. I know you're excited. Would you like first chat or do you want me to talk about what their team will look like? Well, surely you've got uh, their... This yeah, would be one of the teams games, you yeah, would have yeah. done. Surely. Did, no, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I've gone from back to front. Laurie... Uh, at fullback, Staines and Nofaluma on the wings. I've gone Tommy oh, okay. Tolo and Stafford Tower in the centres. So I've done the same. Uh, Dewey Brooks, front row, Clemmer and Stefano. Happy at hooker. Isaiah Papi'i, Bateman in the back row. Offen Gaway locks the scrum. Twal, Bloor, Pole and Jake Simpkin on the bench for now, depending who they want to go with as their spine cover. Um, pretty good forward pack. Barn. I think they might start with Twal. Just to I've yep. gone with that, yeah. Beginning mm, of the mm. year at least until Ukatamanu yep. um well, shows his wares. Really that consider- was the only contention considerable. apart from your wing, which everybody wouldn't go on. Yeah, the yeah, well. absolutely. Obviously you got a few options on that wing spot for stains with um you might see by the end of the year, depending on performances with um Kapoa and Mamalo um Amalo. Mamalo. Um but yeah, there's some um, there's some good competition in this squad and it's a much better looking squad than what it was this time last year. I can Bet money on that. Um, probably the best recruitment in the off-season out of any team, I think, yep. going forward into this year. Cool. Look a bit perplexed there, Holly. I just, I, I'm just thinking about best recruitment maybe for what they are, but I, I don't I, I don't see the Tigers making the eight or anything. They just filled the holes that they I, needed I possibly, to fill in their squad. I possibly might be underrating the old Tiger Pies a little bit here because I've... I've <laughs> I've gone Nofaluma and Mamalo as my wingers. I don't think Stain starts the season, but I think, and I think that might be for a reason because I've got Laurie, Nofaluma, and Mamalo as three pressure players because of Stains. Because I think Stains is right in the periphery. So if any of those three players, and we know Nofaluma was playing reserve grade until he got that loan move to Melbourne, mm. right? So there are players who I think Sheens will sort of stay right, say, and that's why he's brought Charlie Stains in to be right underneath those three blokes. And if any one of them sort of drops off, he has someone to just come straight in and probably not do any worse. So I, I feel like that sort of stains, and I feel like we will see stains playing for the Tigers within a few weeks, depending on who drops out. I've got 12 starting a prop as well over Yutoi Kamanu as well. I don't have Sean Bloor in my side. Just It's purely because of the, the injuries that he's just gone through. I think maybe if he's playing consistent football... In New South Wales Cup, he, he probably gets that call up onto the bench. But I think now it's sort of got to the point where he has been hurt a fair bit and it, it, it's time to sort of reprove yourself again and prove that you can go go a fair stint without actually getting hurt. So who are you looking to take that spot? Safe arse? Safe arse. Safe arse, I'd say. Yeah. And, and Jake Simpkins probably under a bit of pressure. He's now he's you know, playing behind a New South Wales hooker, but he, uh, you know, he wasn't blow away last year. He wasn't. You could take him and Little one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. They did, at least a bit pacier than Little, and maybe a little bit more creativity. 
But uh, look, I'm optimistic. Obviously, no team's going from wooden spoon to fourth, but I think it's a big improving year. And I think there's blokes here, we actually probably don't know four or five blokes that could up in his team by the end of the year. Mm. They're very bullish on uh, Josh Felady. Is it Felady or Felady? Um, they've had another young fella training at full, apparently covering fullback at the moment. Um, trying to think of his name. I was just reading about him. I'll find it in a sec. Uh, but I, I do think Laurie starts there. Uh, they, where are we here? Oh, Jay Rambula is a Kiba Park graduate, but um, he's been training yeah, right. in the, I guess, probables at the training sessions apparently yeah. as fullback. So I guess we'll see where that goes. Uh, but the forward pack's massive. Like the, the back end of last year, they, well, they were woeful through the middle. They were really woeful apart from our friend Galway. Um, it's a completely different team and I think they will play as such. I, I've been reading a lot about a lot more ball in motion, a lot more typical old school Tim Sheens who want to score points. And that's why I'm actually going to, look, obviously it would have been nice to keep Jackson Hastings. I don't know the ins and outs of that completely, but at least you're coming into this year without that question. Last year, they'll, no one seemed to know who was going to be playing in those halves. Yep. Uh, this year, you're coming in knowing who your six and seven are. And I, I was watching, I, I watched Luke Brooks's, they had Luke Brooks's debut game on, on NRL and Fox where he had like three try assists and a try and whatever and tore apart someone. And um, some of the other highlights, but I'm going to make a case that I think he's just been playing in the wrong team for well, obviously being the West Tigers. But um, still, he, he, he is still playing in the same he's, team. He's, just... a, he's, a, he's one of the quickest, he's, if not the quickest, he's probably top three quickest halfbacks in the comp, maybe alongside Moses and I don't know. Nico, but um, in terms of halves. But anyway, so a ball in motion team where he can sort of rotate to stay to the left of the field, stick to his running game rather than try to be a controlling structured. He's been stuck under Michael McGuire before that was whoever was Potty, Potter and Cleary for a bit where that didn't suit him. I think you're going to see a, a different style of play. I think you're going to see Dewey handling a lot of the general kicking, which is what he wanted, and Brooks just chiming in and, and looking for broken field stuff. Um around the offloads, getting offloads off Puppy and um, Bateman and the like. So, you know, I'm optimistic it can be. It could, it, it, and it's very much a last last throw of the dice for him because if he goes any good this year, he's, he's gone. So mm. I think he will improve behind this forward pack. I think Appy's massive, Direction's massive there. Um, he'll he'll lead a lot of the playmaking, probably do, do a lot of the short kicking as well, really, like he did a little bit at um, Penrith, not, not completely with Cleary there, but... He did. He does have that nice grubber behind the line, and things like that. I think uh, we see a lot more Dewey of the, you know, belly of the ball bombs like Burton. Typically, more we see more of, I guess, a Burton mould rather than a, an old school whatever Dewey was last year centre in a five eighths body. Uh, I think he only played six for a handful of games anyway because he's back from injury. But um, I'm pretty optimistic. I think the play styles going to be completely different. I think they can be in and around that sort of eight, nine, ten. I'm not saying they're going to make the eight, but I think I can see a typically disappointing ninth. <laughs> How wrong I, am I? I um, I'll well, let you look disgusted. I, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be too, too disrespectful to the old Tigers here, but no. I, I do think, I, I th at least what I'm predicting, and I do acknowledge that I could be completely wrong, and I, I love your optimism around the Tigers for once, but um, hmm. I think at the end of the day, we might look back at this Hastings Clemmer swap as maybe where the Tigers might have dropped the ball. I just think they needed a half. They're just someone I know Hastings wasn't the best in the world, but I think the thing is too. Last year he he missed a lot, a lot of game time through suspension and through injury. And I I will say this now: if he played every game in the year for the Tigers that season, based off of how he played when he was in that side, 
I don't think they finished last. I, I, I feel like they're missing that. Whoever he might have pissed off or if he wasn't on the greatest terms with John Bateman or whatever, I, I personally would have sort of valued Hastings over that just because the Tigers needed a halfback for so long. And w- w- like 2019, 2020, 2021, Luke Brooks was the big issue but with what was happening with him and trying to figure out something in the halves. And at least for me in 2022, despite finishing last, weirdly enough, it seemed like they had they had someone there. It's just he wasn't playing for the suspension and the injury. So I, I just don't know. I guess Tigers, the Tigers are more of a team that I guess have got to prove themselves to me on the field and mm-hmm. seeing what a Dewey and Brooks can do because we've seen Brooks in the past. We've seen a bit of Dewey in the past as well at 5'8". And I, I guess I've just I'm more, I've more just got to see it to believe it. I think they have improved immensely in terms of their forward pack. But if we look at the Tigers team in recent years, we talked about the comparison to the Warriors this year. I don't think their forward pack wasn't great, but I don't think it was terrible. I'd say their forward pack was probably still better than their back line yeah, in terms of their performances last year. year. Keep in mind, injury killed it so a lot. I a just lose twelve. Like they lost twelve. They lost. Yeah, I, fifty tackles a game. They yeah. lost their their middle defense after they sacked Madge. Their middle defense yeah. fell to pieces. I, I, I just disgusting. think because yeah, the, their defense going into last year, and I think we were talking about it, and their forward pack, it was. It was close to a top eight forward pack, right? And they've 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 got a top eight forward pack now, right? I just don't know if the other pieces can sort of come together. Their backline can be very susceptible to mistakes as well, and that's mm. something they sort of like. Yeah, like Mamalo. I thought Stafford Toll was very good last year, and he I've got a, I've got him in the centers. He was a surprise this year because like, when we signed him, I was, yeah. yeah, shook my head. But he was very impressive yeah. of, of of everyone. He was. Probably yeah, Nofaluma is yeah. obviously a bit of a coin flip. And I think Laurie, while he's mostly been good, he's not necessarily been great. And there have been some games where he's sort of been a bit below par. But at the end of the day, if that sort of comes together and the four pack is what you'd expect it to be, they will have a good year. But at the moment, I'm probably tipping, you know what, about what I'm tipping for the Titans, as I said, like 11th to 17th. I, I, I can't really see them contending for the top eight at all in 2023. Fun. Yeah, oh, they've definitely improved the squad a, a hell of a lot. To me, it'll come down to the way that they're going to play their football. Um, as Ollie mentioned, you don't seem there doesn't seem to be an out and out half in this side, and it does look like you're going to have Brooks on one side and Dewey on the other side, and they're ba- basically both going to be running five eights, uh, yeah. playing outside of a middle. Where I think the big difference to the way the Tigers will play their football this year will be off the back of uh, Coruscant. Through the middle of the middle of the field, it's going to be a lot of short balls off the dummy half, back inside off your running five eights, um, and you know maybe the odd rainbow ball out to a, a winger or a centre to, to maybe dive over and score some points outside there. But I think um, the Tigers are going to basically try and play that roll through the middle type of football, up speed, up tempo through the middle, off the, off the back of Coruscant with a lot of short passing inside and outside of their their pivotal playmakers. And it's going to depend on how they, they're going to be able to unlock the defences by doing that. Um, I think that a lot of that will come off. It'll be the first two tackles of every set pretty much yeah. will tell you how the Tigers are going to set up for the next, oh, the next and, four. And, well, and to Ollie's point earlier about the Clemmer, the... the Yes, Hastings is a loss, but Clemmer gives you that well, first yeah. first hit up. Yeah, absolutely. Front, which we haven't had for... Clemmer's... I, I just want to get that out. Clemmer is a good signing within that specific context for the Tigers. Yeah, for yeah. your first I, and second I just don't hitter. think the yeah, deal... Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And then a lot of it's going to come with, as I said, inside-outside balls off Brooks and Dewey for the likes of your um, Papali'i and Bateman and what they can do off the back of that. 
Um, the the middle defence should be much better than what it was last year. Again, as Ollie said, they're a little bit susceptible, especially in defence out wide, um, where they can be found out uh, on on the edges in their defence. And I think it will take a little while just to get that connection going, especially with the with the halves and their outside backs. Um, the the very the first probably month or six weeks is going to be very forward dominant dominated through the middle of the field for the Tigers and they're going to have to be playing quicker ruck speed than the other side to yeah. sort of win those first few games in the year. Um, I can see them being a lot better than what they were last year, but I still I think they're a couple of spots off the eight, to be honest, by the end of the year. Um, I've got a big watch on Bloor and, and Pole. I've got massive wraps on Pole and everyone's had wraps on Bloor, but he hasn't played footy for two years, so... It's going to be interesting. Um, Stefano is under pressure, realistically. Yeah. The bloke was on the edge of New South Wales selection last year. I know he missed a lot of time with injury, but there was a lot of time where he just wasn't picked as well yeah. or given very limited minutes last and year. And I know they've got reps on Matamua, and, mm. um, who I think played one game last year. Yep. And uh, they've got another... Like they they reckon these kids coming through are, are guns. Yeah, so, right. Um, I think this yeah. is probably Naden's last year. Um, I'm not even sure if he gets a crack at the top squad well, at different parts of this um, year. We didn't mention um, him, really, did we? Uh, well, he's, I, he's still got three years I left do, I ha- contract. But. I have him starting, but I also have him as an under-pressure player place, because of Talao. He wouldn't be out of place on a wing either if they needed to. So Yeah, if they absolutely needed to. The, and um, the kicking options for this team, I think that's mm. where you're going to find a lot of struggles for this team. Yeah, um, especially with the long kicking game. Brooks under pressure with his kicking does tend to kick it out a fair bit <laughs> or just yeah. kick one off the side of the boot and it goes to the wrong side of the field and all that kind of stuff. Dewey's shown that he's got a very good bomb, but I don't know if he's got a lot else apart from a very big bomb. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think um, Appy's going to have a lot of work to do to drag this team up to be competitive for a lot of games this year. So. I just think as well, if I can sort of encapsulate what I'm thinking of the Tigers, I feel like there will be games this year where we're sitting here and talking and thinking the Tigers were winning a game and they lost by six, four or two points to it, to a, a, a sort of a top eight side or a team on the periphery of the eight. Right. Right. Why did they lose? Well, Clemmer had a great game off and Gowie had a great game. Pablo had a great game. Chorus had a great game, but three out of the five back players dropped three balls each or yeah. something like, yeah. I, I just feel like the, their margins for, yeah. for error, for error and, has just not been. And a Tim Sheen's someone threw an intercept Tim Sheens mm. is always that ball in motion, inside ball, outside ball sort of, and that does open up. If you're not clinical, it does open up some a lot of errors ball. Yeah, with yeah. consistent ball movement. Yeah, yeah. But um, if they, I think if they keep it short and compact, I think they'll be competitive in a lot of games this year, uh, especially with the size. It's probably one of the biggest packs going around, to be honest. With Twal, Offen, Gowie, Clemmer, Papali'i, there's some really big boys there, and they're mobile too. They're not yeah, just exactly. Clemmer's probably the least mobile of a lot of them, and you know he's still got a little bit about him. Well, so yes, it is. The second or third best prop. Oh yeah, he made meters upon meters yeah. upon meters. Well, well, he's not going to sidestep you, but I know the Tigers like doing swap deals, and they got a decent enough forward pack. How about doing a few swap deals with the Titans? We can work something out. Sexton for yeah, how'd you like how'd you Brian <laughs> Kelly and Patrick <laughs> Herbert. Yeah, well, pa- Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert for oh, I don't know you Toy Kamanu I, I guess and like I you get, don't want Sexton I get no so, well yeah. I guess we'll take you Toy Kamanu like I guess look it it it, it goes out saying big year for Luke Brooks but um yeah it's a put up or shut up year we, for otherwise Luke he could absolutely well be in England next year yeah one hundred percent perhaps by choice <laughs> perhaps by choice big year for Dewey too. 
Um, well, he's obviously off, both in and out of the side, being yeah. in the centres. He's talked how much he wants to play 5-8, so he really has to stamp himself <laughs> as, a, as a half if that's where he wants his career to go. Otherwise, he may end up back out at the centres for someone, <laughs> and it may not be a first-grade team, but... He's got plenty of potential. Um, yeah, very good running game. Strong, strong fella. He's not too bad in defence, but he's going to have to prove his wares this year. There's no excuses for the halves now. The the forward pack's not going to get bashed. They're not going to no. get owned. Not very often. Uh, you're going to yeah. see. They're going to be given every chance. Yeah, absolutely. And if they're not up to it, we'll. You'll there'll find be, out. There'll be an 18 yeah. or 19 yeah. year old in there, and by round 10 probably. Rua Nagatikugara. Nagatakura um, was someone who was impressive in the trials last year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I can see him putting a lot of pressure on Jake Simpkin. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and could I, I don't be think in Simpkins will be holding him out of the side no, for too so long. No, so I think he'll be, we'll see him. And we'll, but I think I would almost go as far to say the team that West Tigers put in round one could look nothing like what it does in round 20. Yeah. For better. Probably for better. Better. Maybe for worse. But we'll see how we go. Uh, I, like I said, I think probably that... that Obviously, you're saying eight's optimistic, but I agree. Sort of nine, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, they won't finish last. I'm pretty confident in saying that. If they do, there's some serious, serious in, issues with my mental health. In terms of where <laughs> I, I have them on my ladder, I do have them bottom four currently. But I do think there's about six teams where you could sort of interchange them. So, any final words? <laughs> For me, let's get to the sharks. They've got. They kick off with the bunnies, Parramatta, Canberra. Storm first. Oh, of course I did. This I was about to say, is this no, why we've sorry. gone in emblem no, order? So we could do our, We could get our three teams out of the way we first. Could. And no, let's do the Storm, uh, who kick off with Para, the Dogs, the Titans, and the Tigers. They do have a. Uh, they play the Eels, the Titans, Tigers, Rabbitohs, Seagulls, Roosters, Broncos, Panthers twice, uh, and I believe they had one of the tougher draws in terms of quick backups as well. But yeah. Uh, okay. We will uh, see how that goes. They've lost Bromwich. Bromwich, Johns, <laughs> Kafusi, Brandon Smith and Tyson Smoothie. They've picked up Joe Chan, Alicia Katoa from the Warriors, Aaron Penne from the Warriors, Tarek Sims from St. George. Uh, one of the less inspiring player trading scales, I guess. Mm. Uh, and this is a team that uh, they potentially – were at the bottom of the barrel last year at injuries at times, and they were not very impressive at all. Uh, Pappenhausen, we don't know. Uh, well, do you want to run for your 17? Give well, a they still finished, what, fifth? Still finished sixth. fifth. Yeah, so, sixth, do you want to run through your 17, Barn? Uh, and yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Pappenhausen, dependent squad. on how he comes back from this injury, there's still talk that he's probably going to be missing the first three or four weeks of the year. So, in that case, it'll be Meany playing fullback. Mm. Um, well, on that, does Munster start at fullback? I don't think so. They just stick with what they go? Yeah, I think so. You, well, saw, you saw how good Munster was last year. He was good at fullback too. Yeah, I know he played a couple of games back there, but he makes so much more of a difference. Like he's def- Meany has nowhere near the same ball-playing game, yeah. or running game, as Munster does in the front line. And to be honest, Meany's a bit of a speed bump in defence. I know oh, Munster's yeah, yeah. not the best defender in the world, but he's he's got he's a, a couple. Of, he's, he's got a couple of yards. So he's got a couple of yards on Nick Meany. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it, it's also a case of I think as well. Meany's a better fullback than he is a yeah a half. and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Xavier Coates is a lay down was there for a wing spot, and I'm pretty sure Jennings comes back in on the other wing. Yeah. Um, he was a little bit hit and miss last year, but I think he'll get the, the starting option this year. 
Remus Smith and Olam, definite centre starters. Yep. Um, yeah, some of the best on their day, some of the best centres running around in the comp. Yeah, I so. forgot about Remus Smith when I was yeah. first <laughs> Munster at six, Hughes at seven, one of the better um, halves combinations in the in the competition. This is where it gets a bit skinny for me. Um, you've got, I, I'm guessing they're going to start with Kamakamika and um, Christian Welsh in the front row. Um, Kamakamika has been the first sort of, you know, first drop for the, the entire time the Bromwiches was there. So I'd imagine he'd be the first one that moves into the in the starting it, spot. Yeah, well, whether they start Nelson at prop and well, that, that's what Kamakamika I've gone. back row would be the only other. Well, Anyway, yeah, yeah. I just think they'll be. I think, um, to be honest, I think Naz will be forced to play eighty minutes, and yeah. it's probably be easier, a little bit easier for him to play eighty minutes at thirteen yeah. than it is to play. I think he'll be playing thirteen, to be honest. Josh King doesn't keep thirteen. No, I don't think so. I think okay. King will go back to the bench. To be honest, I yeah, think right. Katoa and lost, Sims yeah. will probably take his spot. Very but good. you could probably even, yeah, no, that's true. You, they might even keep him there. He was very good last year. Mm. So yeah, it's probably but something I given the I'd other options. brushed over a little bit, to yeah. be honest. But um, yeah, Kamakamika and Welch have got starting Grant at nine. Obviously, <laughs> you're not going to pick anyone else to play hooker. Um, Tariq Sims and Alicia Katoa, I've got in the back row. Um, that's where I, I start to find it. Yep. Obviously, really falls away considering what the options that they've had there last year. These two blokes have basically been sort of second pick in the teams that they're coming from and those teams weren't as good as the team that they're yeah. coming into so uh, Nelson at 13 I just think that he can basically play as a prop but then also play on the edges as well it gives him that little bit of freedom at 13 and I think if if they are going to play him for 80 minutes that'd be the perfect spot for him to play because he can pick and choose where he pops up on the field he can go terrorize some centers or go and bash the big blokes in the middle of the field depending on what he wants to do uh, I think Meany's your 14 if Pappy's um, playing, but if he's not, there's there's another one. That's a big question mark yeah. on who they play in that 14 position if Pappy's injured. Tepai Moroa in the 15, King Josh King at fifth uh, in 16, and then toss up between either Eisenhuth or the young fella in Jack Howarth. Howarth I've got Howarth playing in, there. in the 17. So I, I, think I think they'll start with Eisenhuth just because he was, you know, he's proven as a. He's not a top-rung top first grader, but he is a first grader at the time. And they do need so, some size there. But yeah. It seems, from, from what I'm hearing here at least, we've at least in terms of Melbourne's forwards got some difference in our combinations. Sure. So I've got Welch and Asofa Solomona starting at prop. I've also got Simpson Katoa, second row. I've got King at lock. I do have Kamikamika coming off the bench as an mm -hmm. option at lock that in the second sense. row or at prop. Um, I've got Meany starting on the wing. Under the right. proviso that Pappenhausen's there. leaving Jennings out, yeah, yeah. okay. But in I terms of that fourteen, in terms of that fourteen, I've got Wishart because we'll probably come on as a hooker maybe, but yeah, can yeah, they play they did like in it, the back, like him at the fourteen. Um, yeah. So I've obviously got Kamikamika on the bench. I've got Penny on the bench as well, and I've got Howarth on the bench because it, it. I guess it's coming to the point now if they're paying him five hundred thousand dollars a year over five years, like. We know he's going to make his. He's got to make his debut this year, just with how thin mm. Melbourne's pack is looking. But if you start him off on the bench as well, there is an option. Um, I had a look at where he's played in reserve grade. He has played a chunk of games at centre, centre. as well. Yeah. So if the centres are looking poor, which there is a good chance they will, knowing how Melbourne have looked, especially defensively, that might be an option for Howarth. At least just uh, something a bit easier to ease him into first grade before moving to the second row. Yeah, yeah. the mail is if he was at. 10 other clubs he'd be playing Started, first grade yeah, yeah so uh, I, I think he does get a bench spot probably had a wish out to start with okay Depend and it depends I think Papenhausen probably 
changes three dominoes there. If, uh, well, that's no, the thing. It, yeah. This is all under the proviso that yeah. Papenhuysen's there. If not, there are multiple changes. Um, so, what does it all? What does all this mean? So, well, their depth is seriously lacking. Like you look at the blokes that missed out. You got what Trent Liero, who's probably going to struggle to crack it in a lot yeah. of teams. Yeah, um, might make the seventeen of half the teams. Um, Nick Arima, who's been hot and cold for his entire career, and he's been colder than he has been hot for the last three or four years. Seve, yeah, probably find a spot in a few teams. And um, Dean Eremia, same sort of thing. He might get a spot somewhere. He might not. Like they're, they're serious. I've got some real question marks around some of the starters, let alone the depth for yeah. the rest of the rest of the yeah. squad yeah. for Melbourne. And it's the first time I've had it. Since their inception, well, realistically, well, like they've well, always I, had a very strong seventeen. As I said, um, when we saw through Origin last year, and when they had those injuries, we saw them exposed, and yeah. that that well is dry. There's not there's no production line right now, producing top first grade edges and top first grade back rowers. In and and not just that, you're taking what the five hundred games of first grade out of the front at least. The yeah. yeah, and it's a step back. The guys that they've got in and. Decent first graders, and they probably will improve under Bellamy, but there's still a well, step back from what they had they, there. They, there is still th- that sort of chance just because it's Bellamy that Harold will come out as a world beater. Penne yeah, will yeah, be all absolutely. the better. Katoa will be a, a renewed player at Melbourne, and we'll be halfway through the year talking about how much of a genius Craig Bellamy is. Mm. So it, it, this is, I guess this is another stage of proving ground for Bellamy with these players he's got in. There's not a lot of hype mm. over them, but if yeah, he can he's make bit, something he's of he got them. got one foot out the door as well. It's the other thing. Looking that way, but yeah, even with Meany at fullback, they've got a top quality spine, and it's one of the better spines yep. in the competition, yeah, and absolutely. that'll get them enough points to be competitive pretty much every week of the year. Um, it'll all depend on how their defence, uh, how their defence goes, and um, realistically, the fitness and the size, because this this team looks a lot smaller than they have done in yeah. the recent years as well. And, um, and you've got in. I've got no. He's an 80-minute player. There's no issue with that. But you know what, Harry Grant probably having to play 80. Yeah, absolutely. And has to play having 80. to do that yeah. in a pack that's not rolling like he's used to. He's. I don't think he's a lot of time. He not going to be able to duck in with that one hand and off he goes and yep. have the next forward hitting it because they're going to get. I'll be honest. Going to get owned in some of these games. Penner, like that Tigers part, forward yeah. pack we just talked about. Would, uh, Paul in hand, they've got some good outside blokes. backs it, and all the rest of it, as I said. I just hate the Tigers, all the way. You hate the Titans. <laughs> no, I, I'm just thinking, it's just, I still can't at this stage see a situation where the Tigers beat the Storm. I I'm sorry. That. I, well, that's what I'm thinking. So the forward pack would, would beat would them. Make them work very hard. <laughs> well, one thing I do think about this Melbourne side as well, while we're talking about how the, the pack is weakened, so defence is probably weakened a bit, I still think the attack... I still think they're going to score plenty of yeah, points. And absolutely. I feel like there will be games this season where they score 30 and a mid to low eight team. Oh, they'll be in touch. 20. Even with the better teams of the comp, yeah. though, they're going to stay in touch just because they we can we know put how points on. Halves are to this competition now. Mm. And they've got the two best halves yeah. in the game. I, I Close to two it. Elite, well, yeah. Yeah, don't, two elite. Don't write in, two elite don't write in and yeah. tell me about things. <laughs> I, know. Yeah, I, I know, and we were talking about it before. I'm, I'm not sure if Barney Plus agrees, but I now. think... With Pappenhausen in there, uh, all players at their best, they have, they have the best spine in the competition. And that yeah. spine, you could plug him into the Dolphins and it and makes, well, all the, makes them a top eight side. Like, yeah. I think that's the big so, thing for Melbourne. So I was reading today, there's no time frame on Pappenhausen becoming back. They're not trying to put a time frame on because he literally had to walk. They, they don't want to him. Yeah, they had to teach the bloke how to walk again. Yeah, he's literally yeah. just walked how to w- learn how to walk again, let alone run. Um, he's been to the US, He's um, but... They've made a point of saying, Still look, we don't want to say, sure, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he is, yeah. 
they've made a point of saying we don't want to put a time frame because we don't want to either disappoint or have him try and push through it. So you forget how terrifying he was at the start of last year. Uh, he was oh. up. He was Tommy Turbo level of scary Just at times. Seven or eight line breaks a game, tries, tries, assist, yeah. try assists, ridiculous. But he's got a long but. path back, and uh, it'd be very interesting to see how a Melbourne Storm squad and Bellamy handle pressure if they come out and drop two of the first three games. I, I think the thing is too. You talk about Pappenhausen now; he's been sent over to America, and so is Tommy Turbo, based off of what Latrell Mitchell did, but. It may be seen as a positive they're sending Papenhausen over to America to have the best videos, whatever, but that also means he's missing out on a lot of time training with his teammates, which can have an effect as well. And we know oh, yeah, Bellamy, even when he is fit, he's not going to rush him back. He started him off a bench last time. Pappy's the, the one good thing about probably, you know, that he can miss time away from being in combination because he's just always there. Like yeah. the, the big part of his game is being able to run and run quick and being in the right spot. Be there. Just following the ball and just being in and around the ball. There, like yeah, absolutely. Off a deflection or a bomb or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So realistically, what hopes do Melbourne have? I don't think they can win the comp. No, I don't think they can win I the comp. I think they're going to be closer to the bottom of the eight mm-hmm. than the top of the eight. Yep. And Agreed. I actually wouldn't be shocked if they missed it, but I don't think – I can't – I'm not by any means going to leave any team with a spine yeah, no. like that out of the eight. <laughs> That's right. But – I think six, seven, eight is what they're looking at. Well, the I, more that you've mentioned it, I think Josh King probably does play thirteen now. To be honest, he was good last and, year, um, yeah, he was very good. And that so like Nelson can start at prop, and then King can go to an edge, or King can come off for a rest, and then Nelson can go back to thirteen, and you know it gives him a little bit of flexibility in around that pack. I think he'll improve again. To be honest, I I can see a really big future for that young fella, and he looked like a. a Superstar at different stages last year. The amount of work he got through was ridiculous and like comparable to some of the best in the game. And then I think Elisa Katoa. You, you think back probably, I think it was two and a half years ago for the Warriors, his breakout year. He was tremendous. He was a steamrolling back rower that ran over the top of people. And given this spine and the fact that he's going to be put into good positions with, you know, good ball, he could go back to being close to that. And I think they're probably the two big improvers that you'll see come out of this Storm team. Big year for Kamakamika. Yeah, absolutely. But it, so was last year. And so and was the was year before, yeah, to be been honest. Flat he's, probably two years now. Has, I know he's had off-field issues in his head. Like, he's a big injury, boy. And I think I think his motor's the issue, to be honest. Yeah. I think he gets through 20 minutes and he struggles to go much further, which is weird coming out of a Melbourne system because... They normally flog you to within an inch of your life and you're the fittest you're ever going to be. But um, I know it could be a mental thing as well. He might just switch off after 20 minutes or so. Who knows? But um, if they could get him to a 40, 50 minute output every game with his size and power that he has, he could be a tremendous player. He could be one of the best props in the game. But question marks around him still. Thank you for Tarek Sims. Yeah, absolutely. It's the back end of his career though as well. So... You know what I mean? He's like he's, going down to I think he's just this could he's be more of a position, year. more of a position holder. And if he can live up to the sort of work he's been putting out the last couple of years, I think they'll be happy with him, and he'll just you know and he's play not, a he's role not the there. Player that's going to let anyone down. No, absolutely not. He's he's always been an effort player. That's what he's built his game around. So, so, and I can't believe I'm saying this about the Melbourne Storm, but unconfidently, I'm tipping top four based heavily off of the spine because if you think back to maybe 2020, 2021, and we, we talked about this on the show last year, how we were seeing 
more of an emphasis and more of an effort from the forward pack because they had to be. But if the spine is clicking, like I'm at least here tipping it to, the this weaker pack won't have to do as much, which is what we've seen from the best Melbourne Storm sides. They've still, in the past, they've had very good packs that didn't have to do as much as packs in other teams because the spine was just so long and they were year. fully in control. Their forward pack if they wasn't can get back to that for a lot of the year It wasn't, but there, there were games yeah. where there was more emphasis on the on the forward pack and they, they had yeah, to they do more and they were, thrust more yeah. in, they were thrust more into the limelight, I guess you can say. But if, if, game, yeah, if the spine is clicking... single-handedly carried yeah. the forwards for... In and around yeah, that, it, that it, shitty and it, and even <laughs> well, even in good periods too, with a good forward pack, the, there have been times where the spines carry just because they've been that good. I still think that spine is that good, just not as consistently. But if they can do that in twenty twenty three, and again, I'm not saying this confidently, but I think they can. There is a scenario where Melbourne can finish top four. You mentioned Kamakamika and Sims. I did have those as players that probably need to prove their worth and spot in the team. So a bit of pressure on those guys. And Jennings as well, uh, one that Ollie mentioned earlier. I think he definitely is a first grader, but he's one of those guys that sort of fades in and out of games as well. So I think there's a bit of pressure on him to keep his spot by the end of the season as well. And look, in a, in a, we're talking about these finish sort of sit lower half of the eight in a in a season where they're going to play the Bunnies. By being the Storm, they get a tough draw because they like the blockbuster mm. Thursday, Fridays. They're going to play Penrith twice, Bunnies twice, Roosters twice. Yep. Eels twice, if you're counting them, which perhaps we won't by the time we get there. They're no good thing to beat any of them no. at their best. Well, just a, a, a fact to add to that in 2022, so you bring up about Melbourne being a blockbuster team, they drew more ratings consistently than any other team on Fox, so on pay TV. Yeah, so right. you'd at least think Fox are looking at them every Melbourne, every exclusive game they can get for Melbourne. No, oh, yeah, they'd, absolutely. They'd be They've got their own market. Yeah, I mean, look specifically. Too. I'd imagine a lot of that would be trying to get him into the Super Sad Day, seven thirty yeah, games. Seven thirty yeah. games, and and times when they're not competing with like the early game on a Sunday would probably be quite good up against AFL and that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, look, just plain and simply, Pappenhausen's a game changer. Yep. They could finish eighth without him, and they could finish probably second with him. Yeah, if he's fully fit and playing for the majority of the year, but. Um, yeah, I've got my doubts, and especially around the the back row and the depth in the forward pack. And I think they'll probably just scrape into the bottom of the eight. If they weren't the Melbourne Storm, I would be tipping them as the eight. Yeah, well, I was probably a month ago, and then yeah, I had a good look at the had a good look at the squad and the rest of the squads in and around there. And yeah, I've I've, I've got them hanging into the bottom couple of spots of the eight. Yeah, final words, Ollie. I think guaranteed eight. They can make the four. The Cronulla Sharks are up next. They kick off the year with the Bunnies, the Eels, the Raiders, the Dragons, the Warriors, and the Bye. Uh, 17 games on a more than seven-day turnaround. Quite cosy of them. They've lost uh, Andrew Feeder retirement. Metcalf and Pele. Uh, Aiden Tolman's also retired. They've picked up Sateni Takamo and Sam Stone Street. Uh, sounds like an NXT name. And uh, Oregon Kafusi. Best 17, well, Barn have had it. Yeah. Stone, Stone Street's upgraded. He was a bloke that was playing in the, the under <coughs> underage stuff. But I can't um, wait for Andre Chase to sign with the Sharks on a development deal. Oh, <laughs> <you go. laughs> 
Yeah, Franklin Pele, been one I've had raps on for two or three years. He's gone now, so he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him come out for the dogs and absolutely fucking kill it. Mm. Anyway, um, Kennedy at one. This is a given now that Miller's gone. Uh, Katoa and Molitano, probably, I'd say oh, close. So, probably um, the best wing is, combination in the fucking sorry, competition. Sorry, I didn't mention really. that. That is all but done, dear Lockie Miller. Done. Yeah, it's yeah, done, yeah, yeah. Signed. It's been, it's been, official, uh, been made official by both clubs, so he's gone yeah. to Newcastle. Um, Katoa and Militano probably two Who'd of the best strike wingers in the comp. Who'd they send you? Some kid. Yeah. Now they've He's, sent you someone. Did they? I'll, I'll find okay. it. Okay. Talk <laughs> yeah, right. Probably Greg Mars. Now it's a, like a young prop, and I can't. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ramey and Talakai in the centres. Militano, uh, Moylan and Hines in the halves. Hamlin, Ueli and Rudolph should be starting props. Braley at nine. Nakora Graham in the back row, and then it'd be I'd be playing McGuinness at thirteen, but yep. I dare say they'll be playing Finnegan at thirteen because they like the impact that McGuinness has off the bench when they're a little bit tired. Uh, looks to me like Tracy's probably going to be the fourteen. Can play a bit of centre, a bit of halves, bit of probably even jump back into fullback yep. if he has to. Uh, McGuinness in the fifteen, Oregon Kafusi in the sixteen, and Royce Hunt in the seventeen. Not a massive pack, but a whole heap of bunch of workers and they've got good leg speed and all the rest of it. You saw how they played all last year and it's not going to change too much, I would imagine, because the side hasn't changed too no. much. So, uh, Max Bradbury, New South Wales under 19 prop is who you got yeah, in okay. return. Nice, so, good. Well, yeah. we do need a bit of size, so hopefully he's a big young fella that yeah. we can put into the middle there. But So, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree with you. I would, I would be having Finucane play in the middle and have McGuinness uh, lock, the, yep. lock the scrum and trying to get 80 minutes out of him. Uh, we're not trying to getting eighty minutes out of him. Uh, well, yeah, what you see is what you get. Um, this is a weird one to analyse because what really changes? Yeah, a couple they, of guys have probably left out of that seventeen. You got Ikavalu who could probably start somewhere in most teams. Um, Will uh, Teague, Wilton, Jack Williams are both handy back row replacements, and you've got Trindle there as a backup half. But it's not a lot else to yeah, speak of. No, outside of that. Look, so big year for Matt Moylan. Absolutely. He started well enough last year, at least looked good. It's probably his best year for up, um, quite a while. Whenever. He's on, he's on um, borrowed hamstrings, I suppose. So <laughs> knees and ankles. Knees whatever else. But yeah. he had his best year for a And, you know, goes to show the value of getting some decent forwards in, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do I think he's a 5'8 that can win a comp? No. Uh, Nico is now going to be – well, Nico always was the one point of attack – Probably going to be more so hunted now, but oh yeah, there'll be a lot of pressure on him. Year. They'll be coming at him, but another year in, you got to remember the bloke's only played twelve months as a half. Like I'm sure he's played a bit in the reserve grades mm. coming through, but as a first grade half, and he killed it. So and he's let's hope he less than fifty first grade games. That. So yeah, absolutely. He's up. Um, optimistic, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they'll be top four minimum, um, and be in and around. Like I think they'll pretty sure they'll taper. At the end of the year, like they didn't do this year, and they were running flat by the time they lost to the Cowboys, mm. and the, there was nothing left in them. And Souths ran over the top of them as well in the back end of the finals there. But um, there'll be, I think there'll be a little bit of changes coming into the finals time. But um, the lack of size in the middle is the one is one big concern for me. I think they do need someone to replace you for feeders and Tolmans. I know they weren't setting the world on fire, but it's that big body that does carry two people and, you know, you get that either get a quick play of the ball or you bounce a couple of people off and, you know, get that few extra metres in attack. Um, 
they're going to play exactly the same way as they played last year. They're going to rely on their leg speed, both in defence and attack. They're rolling through the middle, getting in behind the defensive line, getting quick play of the ball so that it gets them a start, gets them on the front foot. Nico plays really well on the front foot, being able to hit his wingers and whatever with a retreating defence. Um, and the same thing with their line speed in defence. They get up, jam, try to get them before they get a roll on and, and slow the the the, defense, the opposition's attack that way. Cowboys are going to do the same stuff, but we'll get to them when we get there. <laughs> they play pretty much the same game plan, realistically. Uh, really strong defence um, systems that you saw how much it changed from the one year that Fitzgibbon was yeah. there, and now he's got another full year with him. So I, I expect them to be one of the better defensive teams in the competitions. Um, yeah, Hines' second-year syndrome. Does he continue on? Does he? Does the pressure get to him at different times? Teams are going to be targeting him. You'll have blokes coming at him inside and out. So how he deals with that and the game planning around it, as you mentioned, the, the points of attack are slightly limited. That's why I would be playing someone like McGuinness at, 13 that gives you an extra ball player out there. Um, Graham's ball playing days don't seem as much as they used to be. He used to rely on a bit of leg speed and then being able to draw people well, in. A 25 and that kind year old of stuff. Graham probably plays 5'8. Yeah, he'd be playing. Yeah, he probably would be. Yeah. But <laughs> um, uh, Kennedy's under pressure. He's going to be pivotal in the, in the back line movements. As you saw, when he comes off, he's fantastic. A lot of times he gets pressured. They get up on him fast and he, he gets the fumbles. He makes a few mistakes. Uh, we'll see how he improves, if he improves or he regresses after this year. But, um, yeah, there's, I really would like to see another point of attack in either the back rowers. I know Nakora is a really good line runner, but I'd love to see him develop a short pass or an offload that, you know, brings in Uramians and that type and, you know, your inside supports with Kennedy just to add that little bit extra in attack. But I think that's what limits them from being a Rubber real stamp. competition threat. Yeah. I think they're going to be top four. They're going to be better than most teams or competitive with anyone on their day. But I think they just need, they're lacking that little bit of X factor. I will get jelly, but I just want to raise a quick question. If there is that extra pressure on Nico and they don't get out off to a flyer and we see Kennedy a little bit exposed, mm -hmm. do we see Kay Dykes, Kay Iro, mm, something like that yeah. as another point of difference? I think Dykes would be the first one. Because um, I know they've got wraps on him. Really, I think they've got big wraps on him. Really too, smooth but mover. Yeah. Um, has played a bit of halves as well. Yeah. So that goes to the ball playing. What is their halves the cover? Back. Connor Tracy. Oh, Trindle. Connor Tracy, Trindle. Trindle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so Trindle's more of a, um, a game controlling half with the kicking game and he's a little bit of a slower player whereas yeah. um, Tracy's relies more on footwork and speed um, so we've sort of got a six and a seven cover it's not to the same level of what's in mm. your first grade team obviously but they do have cover there I really would have liked to see him hang on to Lockie Miller as, as you heard me say that the back end of the last year I think he's probably a better option at six than Moylan is but I'm going to sound like a broken record <laughs> here but I do think Miller would have been the best option to put with Hines this year a lot of it as well due to that possible second year syndrome I think if you put Miller with Hines Hines doesn't need to change too much to keep defenses guessing because when you become the Dalian player of the year teams are going to start planning for you and how Absolutely. to stop you we saw that with Tom Trebojevic at the start of last year before got he got a injured bloke who's lightning and got footwork on the other side here yeah someone who's unpredictable <laughs> who you can use as an option at times to Mm -hmm. create that unpredictability and then strike with what Hines has been doing all this time, then it, it, it literally would have been perfect because Hines would not have had to change a thing. But 
But Moylan's going to start out the year. Moylan's obviously under a lot of pressure because I can see a situation if he's not up to scratch three weeks in and Trindle comes in. I can see Moylan and Trindle coming in and out of the side all year if things don't go how Cronulla's planned and how I'm expecting them to go because I think top four is also a minimum. I've spoken before about my expectations for Cronulla, mainly before Miller was let go, but I'm I'm sticking to it for now. And I just, I, I think as well, I think um, Kafusi is a big signing, just... Mm the defensive record that Cronulla had last year and his individual defensive output when coming off the bench for Parramatta, I feel like he is um, a, a big too. positive signing for Good Cronulla. If only too. there was two of him. If only well, you could clone him as, or just get someone else As I said on the Super Kate well. show, he's just a, he feels like a Cronulla player. I feel like, like, well, like Taylor And I think the thing Cronulla is player. as well, if there was, you had one more, as I said, cloning, but like you had one more forward like him, so I'm, that's probably all they need, just one more... Ford sort of like him, and they've got you've got your Nakoras and your Rudolphs in there as well. It does get a little light when you get to the bench, um, I think, because Graham's not getting any younger. Um, I do have McInnes starting at lock as well. I'll just double check. I've got um, I've got Finucane on the bench because I do have I have Kafusi starting because I, I, I've just given a lot. I don't think it will be at the start of the season, but I feel like we could see that eventually if he does play to the level that I'm expecting him to play at and sort of gel with that Cronulla forward pack as I am expecting him to. I feel like a prop. As a prop. As a prop. With Rudolph as, as the other prop I as well. I saw you early coming off so, the bench. Yep. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I've got my second my second row is as Nakora and Talakai because I've got I've got Montalo well, playing in the centres. And I've got Ikevalu oh, right. starting. Ikevalu on the wing. wing. Yeah, Ikevalu yeah. and Katoa. Uh, you talked about having an extra point of difference in attack. And I've got a quite an obvious one, which for some reason is I don't use for the last three months or last year. But um, getting good, clean early ball to Talakai might be a nice, a nice change of plans. Instead of just using him as a, a, a four, they basically used him as a front row. Yeah, yeah a, I was going to say six forward, but a, yeah, basically a third front row a lot of the time. Yeah. And um, apparently about to get pissed on from a great height. But they, yeah. So look, he he had that one game which got him an Origin jersey. Mm-hmm. Against Manly, uh, but and then he had a couple of off games, and then they just stopped going to him for the yeah, rest so, of the year. So it would be something interesting to bring back. Strange. I would suggest uh, I'm maybe sure trying they'll it. go there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know they've got strength across the field. They are at the end of the day. A lot of teams like strike centers. They got two of them, two centers with big bodies, footwork, two strike strength. wingers as well. So they've got every base covered. They're going to be in and around the top four. I agree. Uh, and some astute signings in a team that didn't need to really. Change a lot, so uh, and obviously, and they've upgraded quite a few youngsters. So they must elite your Dykes, Iros, Colquhoun, Hazelton, Hazelton. So they, will, I guess, we'll see more. Well, he's of them not as really a youngster, but yeah. <laughs> any final words, boys? Top four at a minimum, I think. Yeah, yep. I've got Graham Moyland and Rudolph probably under pressure. I think oh, there's yeah. yep. a few players there that Ori Kafusi could end up taking Rudolph's spot if he, um, because he was up for a lot of the year, but there was a good. Sp- period there for about six weeks where he was quite under par and yep. I think we mentioned it a few times Moylan as well but I'm not sure if, you know Tracy probably could take that position but I'm not sure there's anyone there that knocking down the door to get him out and um, Graham's definitely under pressure in that mm. back row with the likes of Wilton and Jack uh, Williams on the 
on the outer of the 17 that is could, one could come in two? and take his spot. It's, it's one year left. Yeah, I think he's, he's signed, signed a, a one-year one year extension. extension. Well, this, this will be it anyway. I, I he's think, already doing I, triple. I think he's already he, doing media. He's already I think he came out publicly as well and said he wanted to do a year in I think he wants a year in France. Yeah, with the Catalans because they – I think they offered him a deal last, last year, year, and he said he yeah. wants one more year at Canola. Then he'll. So I think okay. he's agreed in principle to go there. Something you'd mention uh, is about the tapering, and we saw last year, and I spoke about it in review shows. The under pressure coaches and the new coaches tend to have their teams a lot more forward. Yeah, uh, happened with Brisbane. They came out strong. Looked like as you know, I tipped them to win the comp after ten rounds, <laughs> uh, and the fuel gauge ran out very quickly. Uh, Fitzgibbon, I think, would be better for the run. He'll taper that better. Uh, and like you said, they ran out of fuel. I don't even think he was too far off. I I no, remember mentioning about three games in, I'd be given Nico a rest. I'd be given Nicora a rest. Yeah. I'd be given such and such a rest. And he didn't do it. And then I think it came back to bite him. And I think you'll find they may drop a game or two at the back end of this year, yeah. which will stop them finishing top sort of two or three. And they might finish fourth or fifth, but they'll be better for it come finals time. So. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a key thing. And I think we'll see the same with other clubs. I think O'Brien and Holbrook will have their team very forward because they have to win the first. If they don't win the first five games, Careers they have a job. on the line, yeah. So uh, I can see that coming up. Um, and I think, yeah, if it's given. And like I said, he's only two games off. He, he'll, he'll time that better. Well, if they win, the, if they win that game against the Cowboys, they yeah, go real to close the to winning the comp. Yeah. And yeah. they got beaten by get a field the goal. Game, get you the know yeah, I mean? week off. It's going to be massive. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. The Seagulls. They kick off with the Bulldogs on the 4th of March. They have the bye, Parramatta, Bunnies, Knights, Penrith, Storm to start off. So they play Bulldogs, Eels, Knights, Panthers, Roosters, Sharks, Storm and Tigers twice. Again, not the most sympathetic draw for a team under a new coach, Anthony Seabold, that has lost Andrew Davey. Struggled last year. They were pretty ordinary. Uh, Foreign. Fainu, Tafua, Tapau, Dylan Walker. They've picked up Ben Condon, uh, Zach Fulton, Cooper Johns, Roach, and Tuolagi from the Tigers, who sort of disappeared off a cliff last Morgan year. Morgan Boyle? Oh, no, he was already there. Yeah, he's re-signed. Yeah. He's already there. Yeah. Uh, and they've extended LOA DCE. Actually, I didn't realise that for a year. So here they are. They've got their three big guns. One of them's in the US trying to remember how to keep his hamstrings. I reckon he'd be fit by round one, but... We'll see. I am not, but overly <laughs> optimistic, even with Tommy there, that yeah. they're going to um, be setting the world on fire. Um, I don't know what... Look, end of the day, people within footy seem all tell me, tell us that Anthony Seabold's a great coach. They <laughs> seem to t- yeah, they do. say that he's a, a great coach, uh, good at what he does and gets out of plays. The, the, this is the most... Um, but I even guessed. when he went, uh, even at his best, right, when he went okay with South, he was asked not long after he got him into a good spot. You know what I mean? So there's obviously issues yeah. there no, no, around well, he, his he, man um, management. No, Brisbane, Brisbane took him. Like it, it was also him, that's and then that, everything went wrong. I don't like. I don't know what happened in. Yeah, in but Brisbane, but it went. But that, looking why at why would South now, let him go? That South well, side, that South, <laughs> that South side was built by Michael Maguire as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he did not put that side together. So, but I South think. wouldn't have let him go if there wasn't, you know, if they didn't see that there was some sort of issue. If they thought he was the best coach in the, the comp, well, they wouldn't they, have let they, him go. They, they were also going to get. They, they, they were also going to get Wayne Bennett. They did Wayne yeah. Bennett. Yeah. Now, where, where's Manly at, Barn? 
can take us through it. Oh, well, Ollie, you can do your 17 if you like. Yeah, All right. So at fullback, I've got Tom Trevojevic pending yep. USA Hamstrings. recovery. Obviously, yep. Garrick's there. If uh, Garrick and oh. Saab on the wings, but I feel like Saab mm-hmm. is on borrowed time. Um, Tua yep. Palutu is right on Absolutely. the cusp there. My centres, I've got Harper and Cooler. I don't have old Hank Scorpio Hank, starting. No but start for Hank. You, you could start no. Hank over Harper, but I feel like Cooler has start him over spot Cooler now. now. Cooler starts. Cooler starts. Um, Schuster at 5'8", who's going to eat. You talk about someone under pressure. Uh, there's all the, the talks behind the scenes. Apparently, he's wanted to play 5'8", and talked about how he wanted that chance and didn't go to the World Cup because he wanted to prepare for the role. So he's under a lot of pressure. Um, Daly Cherry Evans, obviously, at halfback. I've got Josh Aloye and I've got Sipley as my props. I've got Croker at hooker, Ola Kawatu and Tuolagi in the second row. And I don't think Tuolagi's too bad a signing. He did no, have he, a few he, good games there at the Tigers. Yeah, he's fine. In a side with still a poor forward after around 15 at West. Like, yeah. You forgive all the plays, not forgive them, because I'd never forgive them. But <laughs> you, the problem you, you is just forget what, it. You forget it yeah. and you treat them to what well, you think you see. When like, they lost um, the other back rower, um, the, he's got a brother. Yeah, Leilua. Yeah. They knew that there was no other strike option in the second row. So yeah. they just doubled down onto a lung, yeah, yeah. which just completely cut his output. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Jake Travojevic at lock. Um, Lawton yeah. as the 14 to come on possibly for, for Croker um, at hooker. I've got Paseca, then Kepi and Bullimore on the bench. And Kepi and Bullimore haven't necessarily proven too much to me, at least last year, but that they are the best options, I think, on the bench. And I think that goes to show the, the weakness within Manly, that forward pack and the depth. Which I've got Kepi starting over uh, Sipley. Okay. Um, with who? LOA? With LOA. Yeah. Yep. Paseca's in Paseca there. Paseca on the bench. Yep. Um, Morgan Boyle or Condon as yep. the 17. I've got big raps on Condon. I thought he was fantastic up at the Cowboys in mm. his limited time that he played. Massive guy, got some of the biggest shoulders I can remember seeing on a yeah. back rower in the in the world, and he's actually pretty quick. So I, I think he'll be going there. And you've got Paseca, Sipley, and I'd have Fulton in my fourteen. Yeah, I know he's only a kid that's coming through. He only played what three games I think last year for yep. for Manly, but of all the young kids I've seen come out and play with absolute mongrel determination, grit, and the way he held himself on the football field in a first grade game in rugby league. I think there's something special about that kid, and I think he'll be something very good go down the track. I don't know if he ends up as a lock or a 5'8", or some sort of combination hybrid thing of both, but I can see him being a very good player. Cool. They Yeah, especially when you've got these players. Like, we've been trying to say Paseca's going to be a superstar for four years now. <laughs> Same just, with Kamika. So, it's yeah. like, so why not get him, get him in there, get him blooded? Uh, you have... Um, and similar with um, a grief Condon, and I will back to earlier. Cooler easily has to oh, start. Cooler, I think. Yeah. Cooler um, looks like a superstar in the main. Yeah. So, look, they've got what they do have on teams is they've got strike, they've got pace. They uh, are they've got quick pace. Side. If Tommy's fit, we know what Tom Tom Travoyage brings. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, what iPhone. <laughs> um, and we know DCE is the second best halfback in Australia. Goes good. If not the first, if you're a Queenslander. So, no, it's not the first. no so <laughs> he goes good. There's some bloke in Western Sydney. I forget his name. Uh, <laughs> as you scratch your chin. Uh, so, um, they've got that going for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have two strike edge forwards, Olakuatu and Tolangi now. 
and as you said, you, that's uh, a point of difference on both sides. Put up or shut up for Josh Schuster. So Absolutely. he's been told he's six. He's the fittest he's been. He's out road running. We've seen the stories doing Training this, that, with the Roger Fabree, the Is noted right? sprint coach, okay. apparently. Uh, yeah. He's off the Big Macs and everything else. So good luck to him. We have seen him play make a bit in test matches where he was not okay. up to test match standard. Yeah, okay. yeah, but he's yeah, well in that game. He was trying to be a the, the only the, 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 yeah. the only issue was his position was second row when he was doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that. He did that all last so, year as well. Yeah. So Milford was <laughs> there going, "What the hell?" But um, so of all the teams in the comp, yeah, their top three are going to their, their big three are the ones that are going to carry him somewhere. I think they've got a little work to do, but really on paper, in, f- in fairness, their, f- their four-pack shouldn't be outmuscled a lot. Uh, Alloa has had a rough couple of years of injury and stuff. He's a good workhorse, a good solid tradesman. They... They need more out of Bullymore. I was... Absolutely. I'd be surprised if he makes stuff. a side this and year. And now, yeah, he's... And, and, you know, Sean Kepi's a... Borderline first grade. Yeah, yeah. Good, absolutely. good, solid. And again, so good, solid is Morgan tracing, Boyle. Boyle probably even slightly ahead of, um, slightly ahead of Kepi, to be honest. Um, just got a little bit more mongrel about him. I know Kepi gets a bit... Kepi tries his ass off, though, which is... He does, um, and so does Morgan Boyle. Yeah. I think, you know, they're probably both a pretty decent fit. You could maybe, even if Paseca's not pulling his weight, play those two over him. But, um, yeah, there's... <laughs> What does this DC Schuster combination actually look like on in practice? Strange. I, I or, strange. or does DCE do 90% of it and Schuster will just I pop think in DCE probably should do 90% of the, it. But the not no, I don't really have a good analogy. Try and be the sort of one that bobs in and produces a miracle. I think Schuster's going to be a very flat, hard-running six. He's basically going to play the second row as option as a six. out of six. So he's going to be running at people trying to promote the ball after contact yeah. or just catch and pass. Yeah. So it's either going to be into the line, offload, or short pass at the line, or it's going to be just catch and pass and get it out to the outside back. Yeah. I can't see him beating too many people with footwork. I can see him bullying people, getting over top, pushing over people and drawing, drawing pass and that kind of stuff. But I can't see a whole heap of beautiful short passing or yeah. you know cut out pass to hit the center and put him away it's going to be the sort of the big rainbow ball standing over the top or, or standing tackles pass, and yeah. offload yeah i think i think it's going to take a lot of dce telling him where he needs to be and what he needs to do i, I yeah. think it's very important that schuster knows his place and from cherry evans because if that that test game for Samoa is anything to go by. He likes to jump in with little unplanned plays yeah, to come throwing into the passes hub. when he's not looking. And I don't and think Cherry Evans is going to appreciate having something in his mind and Schuster comes... I think it's very important that Schuster understands that Cherry Evans is the play caller. He's the one that's going to tell him what to do and he's the one who is going to direct Schuster to come in and make his sort of X-Factor-ish plays and, no and go for a run. I think it's very important, I guess, that Schuster communicates and listens to the former starting Australia Australia halfback and the Queensland captain in this instance. Yeah, the coach needs to come out and go, no, over, to him. no over calls for yeah. at least six weeks until yeah. you prove yourself, mate. Just do as you're told. Speaking of over calls, though, what we do get is if he's fit, the biggest X factor in the game, arguably, in Tom Travojevic. Yeah, absolutely. Who loves that wraparound, two out off daily, just give me the ball sort of play. Uh, 
and, back and, on the inside shoe stuff. You know, yeah. it's been a year, so we forget how good he can be and how destructive he can be. Uh, how in unstoppable at his best. How much does Manly ultimately rely on him again? I think a fair bit, but what a lot of people do forget because he's been out for so long, at the start of 2022 when he was playing, he wasn't that great because he didn't alter his style from the year before and teams, especially the better teams, were working him out at the start of that season. Mm. I take it teams probably haven't strayed too much from their game plans for Tom Travojevic that he's been out for so long and nothing's really changed. I still think there is that element when he comes back where he probably does need to change things a bit and maybe the injuries help. Maybe he's... It's more quality over quantity when he gets involved for Manly, possibly. But I, I just think, I think even if he is starting and playing well, I don't even necessarily think that guarantees Manly a spot in the top eight this year. I think at best, maybe it's sixth. I, I don't think Where they're they a top four side at 12th. Yeah. I don't think, I think actually 11th, 11th. Doggy's got 12th, but... I don't think it's a guarantee for anything if he's playing well. Probably a guarantee they won't finish in the bottom four, but these days with the injuries he's had, with the game plans that teams at the start of last year were able to develop to contain him, I think it, it might just be a bit too much. And at best, it's a it's a bottom half of the top eight if Travojevic is at his best. Uh, anything else you want to talk about playing styles? Anyone under pressure here, apart from all of them? Oh, well, the kicking game for Manly is going to be under pressure because I, I don't think I've seen one out of Schuster. I've even seen some shitty grubbers. Even in the internationals that he did play. Um, so, obviously, DCE's kicking game is always under pressure, but he does have one of the A highest quality kicking, kicking games game in the in the competition. But, you know, you know where the kickings have come from. So, if you can get close enough to him to harass him, you, you might get a couple of, um, you know, <laughs> results come your way. Um you mentioned Paseca. I think he's under a world of pressure, to be honest. And, um, like, they're going to need to be really good because your Paseca's boils and condons of the world are backup forwards. Yeah. But they're not going to come on in, in the interchange and break open a game. No. You know what I mean? They're just going to do a job. And I think this manly team John is... Walker is... Even with... So, who's, who's they got? Carl Lawton's here. Your yeah. game breaker. Well, yeah. well, Fulton. I think it's oh, Fulton, Fulton now, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it might take him a little while to work that out, but I think it mm. will be Fulton by the end of the season, and I think you'll see some really good things out of him. But I think this Manly team is a rung below the top. Yeah. I think they're going to probably just miss out on the eight, even with Tom there. Tom is the difference between finishing sixth or twelfth. Like, it's serious. Mm. If he plays a full more than half a season, they could probably finish sixth. Mm. But... I think they've probably finished closer to 12th than they do 6th. I think I think that's about right. It, it it is sort of hard to see them finishing in the bottom four, but to be honest, I think that is also a possibility. Yeah. If 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 Tom Travojevic gets injured, I think so saying four. Bottom four. If Tom Travojevic does get injured, I'd say Personally, I think bottom four is well, that's quite a big, likely. That's the biggest caveat for any team in the competition. Well, you say that, yeah. Two or three major injuries Cleary, for I, any team. If Nathan Cleary does an Achilles, Penrith don't finish yeah. minor premier. Well, they, but they're, there's different, like... I know, I know. It's not saying Manly yeah. will yeah, finish by yeah, 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 I think yeah. there's a lot more stock for Manly put into Trom Travojevic than yeah, arguably absolutely. any other team has is in much, any one player. Is there player. as much stock in DCE? DCE goes down, are they rooted? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's probably more, to be honest. Who's giving... 
Tommy the, the, the quick ball. I think Tommy like, does, you know, provide a lot of points, but without DCE, the, I think they have they're been blessed pushing quite a absolute fit. shit up he, he plays so, in a dinner suit. They have been um, nothing quite without that DCE. Really, he stayed fit for. They'd so have to throw Fulton in there, I would mm. say, well, or it, Lawton, and then you've got one of those. You know, in uh, Tom Travojevic's grandiose year in 2021, where he was the best player ever, blah blah blah. Cherry Evans was top 10 players in the game that year as yeah, well. Absolutely. But, and I know, especially Barney, I think we were. I think, Barney I think he was noted second it, or third in I think, and I think, he was second I think he was, I think he was top five in Dalliums as yeah, well, but I, I just was. think he, his contributions went largely unnoted from a lot of people when yeah. they sort of didn't. And again, I'll say Barney's the main one who did. Barney was always going on about Cherry Evans during that time and rightfully especially so. Especially through the middle and of the I year, he was tremendous. Yeah. So, but, um, Question marks on Harper. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, he, he had that poor run, but he did come back strong at the end of the year. There's some discussion still got a bit we see Garrick in the centres. Mm. Yeah, there was to upgrade talk. him and he might end up there. He's a big body. He wanted a bit of extra up. money. So, yeah. the, you know, so probably maybe we say maybe see Cooler on the wing or... Saab as well talk that Oli mentioned. Yeah, Schuster think, we've already yeah. mentioned. Um, I think Olakowatu goes ahead again. I, I think he was just that good last year. There's a few question marks around his behavior, like the way he was acting and different at the back end of last year. But I think if they can get his mindset right, he'll go to another level. Um, I've got, I've already said I've got big raps on Fulton. The other two that I've got raps on uh, are Raymond Vega, who you saw was a blockbusting center winger that they played for one or two games mm -hmm. and didn't bring him back. But I think he could end up forcing his way into this side in Harbs the Saab's position or Harper's position and Tui Pilotu, who's the other one that could take either of those two guys' positions as well. I, I know it's sort of uh, uh, the past now and stuff, but it, it's just because at the time we were sort of talking about the future of these blokes, but it seems like with Seabold coming in and like the renewal of Manly side, it, it seems that the Manly, the infamous seven, have sort of found their way back into the good Good graces, at least from what we've heard of well, the side, and they'll be they'll be there, and they'll everyone be everyone on board, aren't they? Because yeah, I know I, think I, that I know they're coming out again. Well, this year. Uh, <laughs> it's not to do with it, but in terms of those players last year, I know when it first happened, we were talking could all seven of these blokes end up at a different club next year, yeah, or yeah. some of them, no, or whatever. True. But they've yeah. all at least they've been able to to maintain some quality talent because um, I mean if it. it, it you, you look at some of those names, if they lost some of them, at least in terms of their footballing ability, they'd be the bottom four side, you could say. So they've managed to work that out and keep hold of those blokes, it seems. The Sydney Roosters are up next. The, well, last year's, all of our tips, um, ended in that wacky game of football at the, um, against <laughs> South. South. <laughs> the uh, the punches season. The head uh, Iathon. So they have. It's a head draw here. Iathon. They kick off with the Dolphins first up uh, on 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And it, the Warriors, Bunnies, the Bye, Para, Storm. They play the Bunnies twice, the Storm twice, Dolphins twice, Warriors, Dragons, Penrith, Eels, Seagulls. Uh, four Thursday games, six Friday games, and get big turnarounds and as a result, most of them. So they've signed. Let me just pull this up. Uh, the cheese, obviously, a big in. Just now, my page just Brandon Smith to... for anyone. Who oh, sorry, Brandon Smith. Know who the cheese is it is? now at this point? If you don't know who the cheese is, you probably don't watch enough rugby know, league. Put this way: if you've made it an hour and forty-six minutes into this show, and you don't, you know. probably know who the cheese is. 
Uh, Corey Allen from the Dogs, uh, Tuku Hau Tapua, Jackson Paulo from the Bunnies, uh, Robert Toya and Jake Turpin as uh, cover for, well, cover for Connor Watson, I suppose, who's injured already. Yep. Uh, Renoff Tony's gone, Adam Kieran's gone to France, Lockie Lamb, Freddie Lussix, Kevin Naguama, Saluka Fida, Siswa's gone, my man. Going to Catalan, Sam Verrills and Volkman. See us, Siswar. The Trucks, eh? Yeah, here they are. What do those 17 look like? It should be pretty Who do you reckon forward. should be number one? Probably go for Teddy. Suwali. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy. Oh, like, <laughs> Manu? this is the thing. You can be cute and, like, you're getting to the time where I wouldn't, if they didn't have Kiri, it wouldn't surprise you if Teddy started playing six, but. Yeah. Um, no. Teddy at one. Tupu yep. and uh, I've got Paulo starting on I the wing. I think they will too. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably their best option on the wing, to be honest. So Ali and Manu in the centres, close to the best strike pair of centres that you're going to get. Kiri and Walker, up and down a bit last year, but it's the combination that they need, and they need to work on that a little bit. I've got Collins starting. I don't know why, (laughs) because he was very up and down last year. I do too. I just think it's more due to the... They have to size, pace. Oh, Lodge will start. Yeah, but Lodge is still not confirmed yet, so I've left Isn't him out he? of the talk. He wasn't. Moment, he wasn't. He's he not still in, hasn't. He's not in their the team. Oh, because yeah. the, the, the CPA or something. Yeah, else. yeah. The, the collective bargaining agreement hasn't right been completely right signed right off, so he's still he's on a train and trial with them at the moment. Ah, he will get a right. he will get a contract, but they don't yeah, have to pay him at the yet. moment. So he will probably come in and Collins will go back to the bench. But yeah, him and Jared Weir Hargraves starting in the front row. Brandon Smith at hooker. Crichton and I've got Nat Butcher starting in the back row. So I thought that would be a bold one, but so do I. Uh, Radley will play 13. Um, the 14 worries me a little bit, to be honest. It would have been Watson, but he's now injured. Yeah. And I, don't, I can't see what Turpin brings as a 14, but I think they really they're going like, to have to play um, him at 14, to be is, honest. They really like the the backup 5'8". He could end up in the, Hutchison. Yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah. Hutchison might him. play 14. Yeah. He's a good defender and yeah. got a good kicking game, so... Yeah, possibly. Um, Egan Butcher, yep. Tupanua, and then um, Nathaniel Bay, Bay, uh, Nathaniel White or um, Baker. Is Did the you other. say the other Butcher? Yeah, Egan yeah, Butcher. Yeah, sorry, sorry. yeah, yeah, Egan Butcher at 15, sorry, 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 Tupanua at 16, and then either Baker or Nathaniel White at 17, it's I would imagine. I, I agree. Um, I think... The Butcher Boys did enough to probably be ahead of Tupanua. Yeah. Well, start with yeah. Tupanua's got an, uh, an error in him. He's got... Defensive error and a and handling error. And handling error. Yeah. And he, I think he might be better served playing 25 minutes and just come on and trying to yeah, half beat up some people. At least until he gets his out. form back. I don't know, yeah. you know. How, I don't know if it's a... You know, con- yeah, he's probably trading the house down and A couple of the yeah. noticeable admissions. Um, Corey Allen, Matt Lodge, which we mentioned, who will probably yeah. come into the starting side. Hutchinson... Terrell May, who is someone mm. I think will probably force his good. possibly force his way into the side by the end of the year. Momorovsky, who is obviously backup center, he's not getting a start in front of those other two. And um, yeah, Watson and Smith, but there's, there's there's a bit of depth there. They do have cover in most positions. So look, we know what we get from the Roosters. We know, I think Cheese is fantastic signing for him. Absolutely, yeah, uh, brilliant signing. He will straighten him up. Obviously, Verrill's. Good service, we know. We've mentioned it eight times. Much better defender. But, uh, he's going to work his ass off in defender. defense. Yeah. Uh, he's going to offer an actual real point of attack. Uh, and he's really good, good at those sniping at, runs and the yeah, little short he'll balls score, close he'll score, to the line. He could score 12, 15 tries this year. And set up and, probably um, five or ten in and around and those posts. And he's come through a system where they love crash plays. He's got the best crash play forward back yeah. in the comp. He's going to be putting the ball in Angus Crichton's chest every 
you know, once a set. So uh, you're going to end, not, not to mention Tupanua, the Butcher Boys. So he's fantastic for him in a fantastic team. And a team that what he will do is get them out of a thing where they like getting caught in the corners a lot at the mm. end of a set where they don't quite know where they're going. They'll get, uh, you, how often was Kiri or Tedesco tackled? Run around like a, a chook in the corner. Yeah. No, no pun intended. He'll just take it himself and go through the guts. Yeah, so yeah. he'll just he'll get them straightened up a lot, uh, which uh, should make work and life quite nice for Sam Walker too. Well, it I, probably will make his life a lot easier, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I also think on the other hand, Brandon Smith could be the best thing that's happened to Luke Carey in a few years well, as well, taking a lot of that pressure pressure off of him to perform and maybe just and straighten sadly them up not too because to a lot anymore. of the like. The, Question marks are going to be around the halves and their combination because it just did not seem to work for yep. a large majority of the year. Even though they were still one of the better teams in the competition, yep. there was a clear breakdown between the six and the seven. And if they can have a hooker who's dictating the middle of the field and basically separate them so that they don't have to combine that much and then they play with their outside men, you know, the the second rowers dropping inside, outside, and then they've got their centres and wingers outside them. Just, as you said, straightens everything up. It gives a much more direct point of attack, and I think it will benefit both the halves. Well, but so. And they reckon he's the fittest he's ever been. He's said he's come out and he's dropped the – he's another one. They're all, they're all on um, the Anthony Minchella diet. So they've got the Minchella yeah, right. diet and Newcastle all drinking, and <laughs> Newcastle all drinking man shakes. But anyway, they're um, – Boiled chicken yeah, and rice. A, yeah, yeah nutritionist. Now they've set up a food truck in the car park and they – Another Robo innovation. It's just when you think about it too with Brandon Smith, this is the first time that they realistically have had a, a class hooker since 2018 because while Jake Friend was still at the club for a bit, he was out injured for most of the 2019 yeah, and came on off, was it off the bench in the in the 2019 grand final and that was it. it, it and I'll, I'll be honest, Jake Friend before that... It, he got injured in 2019 compared to after is a bit of a different player. And I think player, Cheese so. will revel in the opportunity to – it will be his team. He hasn't had that at the mm. Storm since his first year, which was arguably his best career, yeah. best year of his career yeah. when he was in charge of that Storm team and he was the 80-minute hooker. Yeah. And then Harry comes along and then they're sharing it and then he's going back to back row and he's, he's been a different think, player. Yeah. So I think he'll relish the responsibility of being in control of the middle – the middle forwards of the Roosters. You can sort of tell And us it helps to have that kind of pack yeah. running off you too. Oh, you, can, you can also sort of tell that while Smith and Grant, and we said it before, seem to have a great chemistry that at least Brandon Smith always knew that he'd be sort of the second choice and the one who'd be pushed back. And he, He's you can tell he at least felt. He, dummy half. That at was the only difference. You can tell he at least feels that he should be a starting hooker in yeah. any NRL yeah. team. And this is the, He's been saying the it perfect for two opportunity. and a half yeah, years this or whatever is, it is. Yeah. This is the perfect opportunity to prove it. And to be honest, I, I believe him. I think as well it was... Well, it's fantastic it was fantastic in the World yeah, Cup. Well, every well, time it, it, goes it, was, it, was, it was almost ludicrous that the Australian and Australian and the New Zealand hooker were, were sharing game time I was going to say, every time at, he goes Melbourne, and plays for New like, Zealand, you see how good he is. Yeah. Like, well, and the thing is, we spoke a lot about the Storm Ford pack in terms of the actual Ford they lost, but Brandon Smith's a big loss. Yeah. Even playing lock, he was doing a lot, a lot of work. He was absolutely in back was. row, and that can the can you know the old cannonball runs and the things he used to. Just, well, if there was games there, he dragged them where they were doing it sweet fuck all for a good fifteen minutes, and he would drag them out of game because say fuck it, I'm going to run as hard as he three hit ups and, in yeah. a set and a half. If yeah. he, if he was at Melbourne this year, he'd probably be starting lock or in the front mm, row, looking at how weak their forward pack yeah. is. Like, hundred uh, percent. We haven't even spoken about the best player in the world, James Tedesco. 
Actually, no, Joey Manu's the best player in the world, technically. The Golden Boot winner. <laughs> yes, so, correct. There it is. As Roll only, the clip oh, from oh, oh, three years ago. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. So he, um, yeah, strike all across the field. And Manu's going to take a lot of dummy half work off cheese as well. Footwork, pace, explosive power in the forward pack. I just, this team will be the top two or three teams in the competition uh, th- week in, week out. Just on Manu season. too, we've sort of mentioned fullback for him, but I think the way the Roosters are set up, especially with Suwali there as an option, then Tedesco's great still. And I think if anything could happen with Manu, if Kiri is absolutely flopping for half the year, I think Manu six. is more likely to shift into six than yeah, he would yeah. be fullback at this yeah. time. I think it is a, a possibility maybe in around 15 or something if the Roosters aren't doing too well. It doesn't well. hurt it when depends. you've got someone like Manu and Teddy who could both go and play six or seven if you needed them to yeah. <laughs> because your halves are injured or they're not playing well. So. Matt Lodge is massive for this team too. Yeah, yeah, a, a big, He was, you know, whatever we've said about him over the years, yeah, but he came into this team, he fitted in perfectly. He was what they needed last year, the back end of last year. Uh, he'll get their forwards going. Uh, Takeo is a loss because we... we or considered him a top, oh, the, top the, five prop, That's probably the only thing that – the front row rotation is probably the only mm. thing that I do have question marks around this team. Oh, they've got beautiful, strong ball runners all over the field, but that front row rotation I think could bog them down at times. I th- Well, Terrell May might be the, the answer, but they might be confident just going in and just playing four-back rowers. Yeah, yeah. With absolutely. Butcher, Baker, Tupanua, uh, the other bloke who I've just had a mental blank – um, well, you've got. Yeah, oh, you still got three. You still got Jared Lodge, Collins, and yeah, Jared. they'll do. And and Collins was well under par yeah, last yeah. year when he came back. So, um, I you know I did last year, but I'm going to tip minor premiers. I think it's a year. I think they're going to be hot. And Penrith dropping two links, which we'll get to momentarily, uh, suits them. I think both the both the butcher boys improve. I think Crichton and. Um, Crichton does also. I've got question marks around Radley and Jared just because of what we saw at the back end of mm-hmm. last year and the way that they do lose their cool. And Tupano is probably the biggest question mark I've got. I've got, um, and I really, I do really like Tyrell May. I think there's something about him. Yeah. Um, he's got a he got a bit of an aggressive head on him as well, but I think that he could be someone to watch yeah. later in the season. Well, I, I, I sort of don't like wrapping teams that I tipped to win the premiership the year before and that they didn't <laughs> a la the Raiders for a couple of years. I've seemed to have had a bit of a grudge against them from when I tipped them to win the comp in 2021. I tipped the Roosters in 2022. However, As I, did I. I think it's hard to go past minimum top four unless they sort of, they flop. I think it's so minimum top three, uh, to unless, be unless, uh, unless a repeat of the first half of 2022 happens and there is a surprise team who is overperforming and, Goes which above them, is, which, which is what the Cowboys, four, well, which, they, the like Cowboys did last, last year. The Cowboys and the Sharks, yeah. and that obviously hindered the Roosters. But I think this year uh, it's got to be minimum top four. Or it's a complete and utter failure. Well, but Daggy, I think minor premiers, but I don't think they win the comp. Fair enough. Let's get to the Canberra Raiders, hey? Down the sides. Yeah. Uh, Coach Ricky Stewart, Captain Elliot Whitehead and Jared Croker apparently listed as co-captains. Uh, they've lost Adam Elliott. They've lost Josh Hodgson, who hasn't played for two and a half years. Uh, they've lost Chance. They've lost Harry Rudston, Ryan Sutton, and Sam Williams. They're bringing in. Hmm? 
I was just going to say, whatever happened to poor old Harry Rushton? Did he he's, even get he's a gone, game? He's no, gone back to... Uh, I think he played one game. Yeah. I think he's gone back... Uh, I need to find out where. Possibly... Okay, Huddersfield. So. Uh, they've picked up Danny Levy, Atta Mariota and Pasami Solo. Uh, Levy, I guess... Solo is probably the best pick-up out of those two. Yeah. I don't think it'll don't make think much of a difference. Any, um, uh, well, I, I'll put it this way. I think at least... Similar to what they did last year, I think the Raiders will play a a two hooker game. So um, yeah, but Wolford, Wolford and Starling, yeah, but but yeah. but but if one of those gets injured because yeah. they play in the two yeah, hookers, he cover. will he will come onto the bench. I yeah, think Solo up. probably might even get a start, which would probably be well. This is um something. In I'll I'll do this one because this is one of the easiest teams. I didn't know that's changed. Yet. <laughs> Savage Kotrick. Uh, how would you pronounce it these days? It's Kotrick here. Kotrick. No, no, he changed it back. Kotrick again. Is it? Apparently. Did do, we, do we change back as well? Maybe he's we, Wahi we, for three weeks. We, and with all, with all due respect, I did not know Kotrick changed his last Neither name. I. So there but we know, go. Kotrick. Uh, Kotrick. Vossi tweeted yes. out that um, Dewey's no longer Dwahi. He's just Dewey again. So that one wore off. Anyway, Tomoko. <laughs> Bit Chris, of dribble for you peoples. Rapana, Whiten, Fogarty, Papaihi, Wolford, Tapane, Young, okay. Whitehead, Huirinara, Starling, and the, only because that's what they've done. Only because that's what they okay, do. Okay, okay. Horsburgh, Gula, and uh, yeah, Solo probably gets a gets his way into the seventeen. To be honest, yeah. Uh, have I missed an obvious? Except no, for maybe no. Trey Mooney, maybe. and I think Harley Smith Shields at finally might. Get yeah, the game but he's a centre. I don't nah. think he'll get a start in front of the other two young fellas. They'll, he they'll, might. They'll probably even give Croker the third string role before. Smith Shields, not saying they should, but yeah, I'm just looking through the rest of the squad. What you see is what you get. Uh, yeah, they well, yeah, they, they are who they are. What, what do we say? They finished eighth last year. They're probably going to be in and around. Same they sort do of get spot. Fogarty back yeah. for the whole year, which is massive because he was yeah. pretty pretty good last he year. He was instrumental. Takes a lot back off of Whiten. Uh, and as I've said on the Supercoach show, I'm pretty keen to keep him as my second halfback to start the year because I think he'll do all right. But look, we know. Someone else talk about this because, like I said, it's just I'm just sort of repeating stuff well. I've said in the past here. In terms of like you know, let's maybe put White in the centres. He might be the best centre in the world, but we don't. I think they'll be competitive oh. half the time, and then against the top teams, they might struggle a little bit. To be honest, just because um, they do struggle for a bit of creativity for their ball playing. Um, their their centres don't really add any. They're more ball runners than being able to set up their outside men to the detriment of Rapana and Kotrick. Mm. Um, they're more sort of looking for the, the ball that's been thrown from the halves rather than the centres because the centres just sort of grab the thing, tuck it under the wing and run run as hard as they can. Um, there's, there's some very... There's some very well, Chris has a bit of full work, but he's... Yeah, yeah but he doesn't really have the pass he, on the end well, of Remember it. early on we thought he might be... He's they a got a, a little bit of pace. They're probably a, a fraction slow as a team all, yeah. all together, which sort of... Uh, hurts them a little bit in defence. Um, their, their line speed's not as good as it possibly should be. I would be playing um, Hawira and Ira in front of Whitehead. Yeah. I think the the back end of last year showed the, the definitely showed that he probably shouldn't be starting. And yeah. I think, he had a pretty good World Cup though. I think Whitehead is under a lot of pressure though. I've got him on my bench, and I do think yeah, he's captain. He, no, they're not going to. Yeah, they, they, they've got a couple of well, deficiencies so in defence, um, especially out wide, and the creative ball playing is a bit of an issue. The kicking game is going to rely pretty much solely on Fogarty because um, 
I'm not sure what it is with Whiten, but every time he gets close to the line, he seems to kick the thing dead by 15 or 20 <laughs> <Yeah>. metres. <laughs> 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 Just kicks the absolute shit out of it and ends up in row five. And then has that baffled look on his head. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> and when he does kick long, sometimes it's brilliant and it spirals and it lands just inside and goes into touch and then other times it goes out on the full. So, um, yeah, I think Fogarty absolutely has to control the um, – the game, pl- like the the game controlling plays with the kicking and um, positional play for this team, as you said, I th- I really think White should be playing thirteen or should be playing in the centres. Um, they've got a couple of young centres there, but I pay Tapani on an edge and play White at thirteen. Really would be the way I'd probably be looking at this He'd side. Be a fantastic centre, mm. um, fantastic. Obviously, do uh, a fantastic lock. Yeah, absolutely. Gets to pick and choose where he yeah. where he slides into the back line. Is big enough, strong enough to defend, and can run into the line if he has to, you know, and do that job. If the forwards aren't doing the job, I've got a couple of question marks about how the the hookers interplay with each other. I know Wolford has proven himself to be a pretty solid hooker there, but he doesn't create the he doesn't have the creative skills that Starling does. So. The timing of when who when they come on, come off, what happens when that happens is um yeah a, a, a bit of a question mark for me. They've got some decent depth in most positions, but they're not going to bring on any strike sort of weapons that are going to blow a game apart. I don't think that's going to come off the bench and you know add significantly to the team. Um, Chris and Tomoko, I think they should improve again. Um, they're not going to be well beaters, but I think they will improve on what they did last year. Hawira Naira, if he's given the time, which baffled me why he wasn't given as, you know, I thought he should have been given a lot more time than what he was well, given he last was year. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a thing, you know, Ricky does seem to have a thing where people, they rub up against each other the wrong way and people get pushed out and whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Young and Tarpane are the best two players, and they will be their best two players for the entire year, I would imagine. Um, they are fantastic footballers. Papa Lee is a stalwart, and he'll go down as one of the best front rowers I think I've ever seen, to be honest. Like, the bloke is just blood and guts and thunder down through the middle, and he'll, he will add significantly to this team. But again, uh, the interchange of the forwards, Horsburgh, does add something when he comes on, but I'm not sure Solu is going to, you know, increase the output no. on what Horsburgh's is going to bring or what Papa Lee is going to bring. So I think there may be a little bit of a drop when they do get into that forward interchange. They're going to be in and around the 13, uh, in and around the eight, whether they just fall in or just fall out. It's the question of what happens there. And, I would really love to see Croker play a few games and get to his three. I think he's just outside yeah, his three hundredth game, I isn't think he's he? About, but he's not far off three thousand points. Or whatever it is. I don't know yeah. if he gets a game again this year. He's the one. He's obviously the one we didn't mention there. Trey uh, Mooney and Gula, big watches for me. And Savage, um, he could be anything or he could be nothing. Well, which is second year Savage now. We've got to see. I guess we <laughs> third year now. I think third, Well, yeah, but he was half half to start with. Uh, come down from Penrith, but. Um, Big year for him. I think he's the one that, yeah, he needs to stamp himself as a first-grade fullback. Uh, and I think it's a big year for the halves. I think, yeah, as we've said, Fogarty. And, well, Fogarty will, will now be able to own this team and, and will be big for Whiten, and it could be the best thing that happens to Whiten. But uh, big year for him to really stamp himself as a six when when he's, you know, one of the world's best centres and, and running around probably slightly out of position at times here. Uh 
Yeah, they're the gatekeeper to the eight. So for me, mm. they're the team, you know, your top eight teams are going to beat and your bottom eight teams aren't going to beat. And whether it means they finish eighth, ninth, tenth or seventh, well, time will tell, Ollie. For some reason that I just can't quite wrap my head around, Raiders fans seem to not like me very much. I don't know why. What would that be? I have no idea. The Warriors fans are starting to make a case <laughs> recently, but... um. Yeah, uh, apparently I'm a bit mean to the Who old does Raiders. Like uh, well, Penrith fans. T- well, not even Titans fans because <laughs> I ripped them to shreds. I mean, <laughs> not Tigers fans, anything. Like but but um, Roosters fans and Panthers fans. No, yeah. well, no, well, no. M- most teams fans probably just don't care. But Raiders fans, <laughs> well, I've received some messages. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty fair. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I love Canberra, by the way. It's a great place. But oh yeah, it's mad. Uh, with yeah, that being said, I'm tipping Canberra to just miss the eight. So. Um, Full of There's that. Um, that took you a long time to get. To, 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 <laughs> well, I wanted to, to build point. it up, but I kept getting interrupted no, by sorry. accusations. Yeah. But um, I just, I, I think for Whiten, it's sort of in a sense, it's make or break at five eight because now he's got Fogarty for a full season. He didn't have Fogarty for half a season last year, so yeah. let's just say Whiten accidentally, poo- uh, absolutely. Poops the bed, I guess you could say, at, at five eight halfway through the year. I think you pretty much got to. No, I'm being good and I'm being good and censored, yeah, but whatever. Um, Dickhead. I think <laughs> I think that um, it's sort of make or break from there. And if it doesn't work, any for Chris or a um, a Tomoko isn't up to standard at centers. I think maybe you move him there. I've got Tarpany at lock personally as well, so I don't think Whiten then moves into lock because Tarpany will be there. I just, I just can't see him changing a Deli M prop to... Yeah. I, yeah, they're, I... They're not going to think that way. I, the teams don't. I also think as well, and I know he's just re-signed and I've talked about him before, but honestly, I think if Canberra misses the top eight this year, move Ricky Stewart to coaching director or whatever. But I don't think... I think... With the amount of time well, he's been yeah, the, there, I feel like saying you've got a job for life. I, they, so. I, I think there comes a time with every coach where they've been there long enough. If they're not consistently making the top four or they haven't won a premiership or something, there needs to be a, an okay, let's try and shake things up a bit and change things. And I'm not even saying get rid of Ricky Stewart from the club, but I'm saying if they don't make the eight this year at a minimum, uh, make him coaching director or recruitment manager, whatever. But I, d- I don't think Ricky Stewart should be the head coach of the Raiders after this season if they don't at least make the top eight. Well, Madge is there now. <laughs> that, that could actually be a good replacement with a similar squad like that. Just I don't on, know, the, so. on the back you said with um, Tarpane moving to 13, you don't think that they should think that way. I think a lot of teams, oh, they won't think that way. Yeah. I think the majority of teams have to start thinking that way. I think your 13 now is either a hybrid front rower, back rower that can play middle and then hit an edge yep. or a a forward slash six who adds some ball playing yeah. as well as being it, it able need, to be impactful it, it through the middle of the be, field. It, it's an extension of your spine if it's not. You need to either be a ball runner you need, you need to and be, a uh, middleman or yeah, you need yeah. to be a ball player. And a middleman. Like yeah. there, there need to be some sort of hybrid of both of those. Because it, it, and but to my point, unless White, you want to play as an extra role. front rower, yeah, absolutely he does. Yeah. And that's why I don't understand. And you got you've got Snyder there. Yeah, like we only saw six or seven games out of yeah, him last yeah. year, but he was fucking fantastic as a kid. Had a massive boot on him. 
good running game, strong, decent defence. Mm-hmm. Like, he would be a perfect fit at six outside of Fogarty and then have Whiten at 13. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it adds stri- <laughs> You've got stri- a coach who played in the 90s, and, and that's stri- the way yeah. they played in the 90s. So. But you're, you're 100% right. You best you now look at, look at um, yeah, run through it. Murray, yeah. Murray, Carrigan, Bit of ball Yo, playing, middle player. Uh, Radley, yes. your top, if they're your top five, I'm missing someone obvious. Um, as you as you mentioned, uh, someone like uh, Wade Graham, if he was twenty five, yeah, would be would, perfectly would be suited for yeah. that role. Could do the hard stuff through the middle, brilliant ball playing, a little bit of kicking, just adds so much more to your to your halves and gives you that extra option. And yeah, like the defenses are so good in the majority of teams this year. You need something extra to unlock. You need that bloke who's massive and just powers over people or you need someone with that bit of touch with a yeah. short kicking game and the short passing game that adds that little bit more to unlock defences and yeah. teams that get stuck with that same mentality end up getting stuck and they get further and further down the ladder. So. Yeah. Anything else to add? Well, I think we're all in agreement. So I they're, think they're, 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 top eight is a realistic chance. I'm just tipping them... On the outside, yeah, the side of, it. of it. I really like your analogy. They are the gatekeeper of the yeah. eight. If you're good enough to beat them, you'll sneak in front of them for that that eighth position. And if they get you, then you're probably gonna just miss out. Well, so. yeah. for many years now, at least in terms of the top eight, eighth and ninth have been split by two or four points, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can beat that team that's just above you a couple of times, probably gonna make it. Beautiful. Who's up next? The Rabbitohs, of course. It is. Last year's uh, preliminary finals. Preliminary finalists. That's what it was. <laughs> Think about it for a second there. Uh, as I let's start with um, their draw. Uh, let's start with their buys. Well, everything. You can tell where my notes fell off, can't you? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mark Nichols is gone. He's gone to the Dolphins, as has Cody Karima. Yes. And Jackson Paulo's ducked over to Sydney Roosters. They've picked up Terrell Kalo Kalo. Kalo Kalo. I'm probably offended someone there. <laughs> Josiah Carapani, Ben Lovett, and Leon Tahau. Okay. Barn, give Jump Throw out of 17 for us. Uh, well, similar to the Raiders, it's going to look exactly like it did last year. Yeah, Minus absolutely. <laughs> you got Latrell at, at fullback, Alex Johnson and uh, Milne in yep. the, on the wings. Josiah Tass, who is another young centre coming through that mm-hmm. I th- think there will be big things for. Graham, who. Really stamped himself as a first grader last year and I think should improve again. Walker and Ilias in the halves. Burgess and Totola I've mm-hmm. got starting in the yep. front row. Cook, Arrow, Kulamatungi yep. and Murray is one of the better, better back row options for the entire competition. I think Havili plays 14, gives you a little bit of option there. He was really good last year actually playing that role of coming off the bench. Sele, Knight and I've got... E- Davy Moali or toss up between Saluka Fafida and Cartwright oh, for in, the okay. seventeen. Mm. I think Jed Cartwright at the back end of last year showed some really good signs, and I think that it's probably his time to be coming into a, a first grade team and making a name for himself. So, the one to thirteen is the exact same. Yep, I've got also Havili as the fourteen, perfect fourteen. Him and Aaron Clark, I think, are actually very similar players. Um, I've got Knight. I've got Saluka Fafida. But I've got Mowali on Over there Sele. because I think as well, part of this is I think due to the rap South Sydney are giving him, the hype that he's getting, he's very young, but there's all this talk about how he's already ready for first grade and he's such a talent that I think even in round one, they will give him a shot 
off the bench and this is where they, they slowly, I guess you could say, uh, develop him into mm-hmm. possibly the starting side where maybe by the end of the year, because Burgess for the past couple of years has been most effective coming off the bench as that impact player, I think, for okay. South Sydney. So I think by the end pos- of the year, possibly, he might be taking well, Burgess' spot. Possibly yeah, yeah. by the end of the no. year, we could see Mawali and Burgess swat spots under the proviso that Mawali sort of lives up to that expectation a bit because I think Burgess is very effective off, off the, bench. the bench. He was fantastic last year, Burgess. Though, he was. Yeah. Uh, and just quickly looking at their draw, their kickoff with the Sharks, the Panthers, the Roosters. So, hey, welcome to 2023, boys. <laughs> hey, they'll do uh, great ratings. So they got one of the ratings. toughest starts. Yeah, then they have Manly in the Storm and then and then Penrith again in round eight. So, lucky them. They play the Roosters, the Sharks, the Panthers, the Dragons, the Tigers, Storm, Broncos, Bulldogs. Draw-wise, they, if they're going to be up top four, they're going to earn it. Absolutely, they're going to have to earn it. And I think they may just miss the four, but they're going to be definitely inside the top eight. Were they fifth last year or fourth last year? They were seventh. Oh, they did. They kind of yeah. came good real late. They did. Um, Trell's a big one, obviously, keeping fit for the majority of the year. They'll finish higher than what they would if they don't. Um, they've got a very good spine and a pretty good defensive side, actually. That, uh, But they did get soft in the middle at times last year. And I can see that sort of happening again this year, just during the interta- interchange rotation, because they do seem to fall away a fair bit because I think their starting forwards are... A f- quite a bit better than their interchange forwards that they bring in and that that especially in defense and it sort of hurts them a little bit uh through the middle of the field he really had that real strong patch at the start of the year and he wasn't necessarily as good at the end of the year but he was he was still serviceable yeah yeah absolutely and um yeah knight to me is he's really good ball runner but he's um defensive liability at times uh you can throw uh for in there as well with in that there's a little bit of depth worries as well around, like, if you got blokes like Jacob Host, Cheekham, and Taff yeah. as the blokes that are just sitting outside your 17, there's, you know, sort of tells me that you fall away a little bit outside of your 17, which most sides do, yeah. but... You're done with Taff, are you? <laughs> there is... Well, that's the yeah. thing. There is something about all of, well, where all is of them at well, times who, in the who's past. Their, who's, their, who's, where, their bench, at? who's their bench? Havili. Havili is their bench utility. Yeah, no, they don't have one. Ooh, yeah, there's no no Ilias, no Taff, really. They don't have one. Yeah. Not Ilias. It's um, Taff. Yeah. The, the Hawkins? No, Mamma Zellis. He's there. Mamma Zellis is in the yeah. squad, but he's more of a hooker yeah. than he is a half. I, I think so. he is an out-and-out hooker as well, which is yeah. probably to his he's, detriment yeah, he's, where yeah. Havili can also play. There's the probably a pack. young kid there that nobody's ever heard of, and he may come in and set the world on fire, but Taff did that for five games as well, and then... Hasn't done a lot since. Um, Taff has speed to burn, but I'm not sure he's a ball. He's not the ball player that he was made out to be when he first turned up. Doesn't really have a kicking game, so I'm not sure where he fits into the 17. Um, we probably do see Taff pop up again when Graham gets picked for New South Wales or in the squad or something like yeah, that. So yeah, I think I don't think it's the last we've seen a Taff. Yeah, um, they're going to rely on their back row and their wingers and Latrell to score a lot of their points. It's going to be um, yeah, shift, shift, and then score in the centres or in the wing, whether it's a back rower, whether it's Campbell Graham, whether it's Latrell on the wraparound, diving over in the corners. It's been the blueprint for the last yeah, left, left three edge, years. Is it the final of the time just put Campbell Graham over there? Mate, I said it last year. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't do it last year, and I would have done it last year, but 
Mm. It, you know, you take obviously they love his defense on the right edge, which he's a fant- and, and, and most teams do like year, to attack attack down the left edge. And yeah, he's yeah. probably their best defensive back. He's probably the best like, defensive back in the, as good a defensive back as anyone in the game. In the game, that's yeah. right. And so, do you strengthen a weakness to yeah. weaken a strength? That yeah, yeah, that's. That's why they keep him there because he's so good in defence on that right edge, which is the left edge of most attacking team or well, every attacking team. But most of them are better down the left edge than they are down the right. So, mm. so, <sighs> so seventh last year was that perhaps low or is that yeah? About I think right? it was a little bit. I, I expect them to improve a couple of spots this year. Yeah, it's it, it's weird with South Sydney because it's been the case on. But multiple. it was Walker started so poorly last year. Like the first yeah. half of the year, he was. I'd say he was poor for most most of the year. At least uh, half in, of the in, year. In, in it was the, about around twenty. Was the, it was and the, everyone it was, the first was blaming two final games. Everyone's game. blaming poor Ilias, yeah. and like you got a kid in there, and you're expecting him to run <laughs> the show when Walker's been so poor but, uh, at the start I, of the year. I said it last year. I think Ilias would be doing better if Walker wasn't there. I really think so he because he got Walker and. Mitchell both taking up so much of the ball. If if you had even just one of them, I think Ilias is a lot better and Latrell's been playing great, so he's not the the one you probably point the finger to. But I think it is Walker. I personally don't think South Sydney should have re-signed Walker yet. I think you wait and see at least a little bit into the season to see how he plays because he could play like he did last year, but you're tied to him now. I think in a – I agree with you, but I think in a a competition where halves are a premium – Keeping I don't, I don't, I don't think a he's a, a premium half anymore. And the thing is with South Sydney that I, I saw because they've re-signed these guys and they've not really made the effort to sign anyone. I think they're still com- top five though. Well, but like, well, they are comfortable. Really. The they are comfortable they're, 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 with what they've got. They're, they're almost they, the top four gatekeepers in a way. Canberra's the top well, eight gatekeepers. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but what I'd say. I, I, the more I think about this, the more I've maybe got them six or seven. Well, with South, I've, I've got them about that as well, and I think with South. And if Latrell turns into two thousand nine Jared Hain, well, they'll be well, third. third. Second. Well, yeah. we, we, it's just with South Sydney, they've gotten to the point where they've. They've made the preliminary final so many times in the grand final that one year where I think Dimitro's just sort of thought, let's just keep what we've got until it falls apart. Just keep – it's like sort of keep yeah. – try do all you can to keep this side, not really add to it yeah. and take any risk but to just keep them where they are. But one year, eventually, because we've seen it so many times, one year – I don't year, think it'll be this year. It won't, no, 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 no I'm not saying it's this year. year I'm not, I'm, I, I 100% agree. It won't be this year. But there will come a time if they don't actually take some risks and try to change the team up a bit and just keep it the exact same where they will eventually fall off. I don't think it'll be this year. I do have them in the bottom half of the top eight this year, but if I had to make a prediction for the finals, I'd say they probably go deep into the finals again because they are that type of side that... They've been there, done it. And you, they've been there and they've times, done it. Yeah. You, as long as they make the finals, they are probably going to make a push. And you get them on their best and, day, they're very hard. And whichever yeah. top four team is sort of off on one day or not going into the finals... Well, in even the best if Souths are on. When, like, the, when they verse South, Souths are going to be the team that takes yeah. them out because they've done they, it time and again. Was it last year before they, they touched up Power and Nelly touched up? They should have beaten Power. Yeah, before last yeah. year, last last year they touched up Cronulla in yeah. the second week of the finals. Yeah, and I know yeah. Cronulla, I know Cronulla were poor. Parramatta and they should have beaten Penrith. Yeah. They, yeah. they beat yeah. they beat but Penrith the year they versed in the grand final in the first week of yeah, the finals. Yeah, yeah, so right. so six, the six nine and one comes down to how South are going to go. You get Cook, Walker, and Latrell on a heater. Good luck beating them. Like yeah. the best team in the comp probably. Well, we said, and this is what we said about to beat them. We made. We're saying Melbourne 
are fine because they've got their spine. Mm. You've got to say they're fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've I've got, got them in front of Melbourne. Ford pack. I've got them in front of Melbourne. And they're yeah. settled. Yeah, and you, to your point, you're 100% right in that there's going to come a day where Damien Cook's going to lose a step of pace and then it was what last he offering? Year, but we spoke about Walker as well. He wasn't good for the first. Well, he wasn't bad, but he was a step off his game for 12 rounds and he came real good. I agree because... It's, it's closer than it is further away. Cook, It'll probably be next year. It could year, be next year. Cook's one of my... I don't think yeah, it'll be this I, As I said, I'm not saying it will be like... I will 100% say it's not this year, but it just seems that the way that Demetrio and at South, how they're going, and it just became apparent this year... That it might not had, even be next year. It might are, be the year uh, yeah. after, just because Trell could probably cover I, I, the, a yeah, little bit I, for I, him. I just but think... But you do, this is the year you really need something yeah. familiar. You, see, you need to see yeah, a future yeah. here. I, I, yeah, I just... You need to see yeah. Mamazelos either off the bench, or Havili if he's the answer. Havili was good yeah. last year. I, I just see South Sydney in And in that forward pass getting old. Yeah. J.R. is old for, for well, Burgess old. as well. Burgess is now in the twilight. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you got Totola, Kulamatangi, and Mo- Murray Mo- there, yeah. mate. Jesus. And what's Murray, 23 Christ. or something? Yeah, 25, yeah. 26. Yeah, it, it's just, I think it's now, and this is beyond 2023, it's now the time for South Sydney to start looking at the future and making some changes because based off of their business they've done for 2023, it seems like they are hell-bent on let's just keep what we've got because it's worked up until now. But as I said, we we know over the years when teams try to when they're at a certain place and they try to keep what they've got, it works for a while until it drops off. And ne- yeah. it never usually improves too much. It usually just sort of stays where it is. And the that, that's is what it seems like with The good thing is they do have there. And I think it'll probably be next year for Cook, where Marmazellas can come in and take that position. Playing 45 and then and it'll then... probably be the year after for Walker, because Walker didn't start till he was a little bit later. So he's probably got that year or two, you know, longer than... Hmm. But... I think this side's going to be super competitive. They're going to be pushing for the top four. I think they may just miss. They'll leave the fourth or fifth somewhere around there. But I, I expect Tass. I think Tass is one of the emerging superstars in that in that centre position, and I think he will improve and they massively. Do have two, two genuine strike centres, which a lot of teams don't. Yeah, they've yeah. also got um, Kulamatangi. Is absolute beast on an edge. He's right up there. Him and Olakawatu were probably close. Oh, and you chuck Nanoi in that conversation. Yeah. They were three of the best back rowers in the competition last year, and I expect him to be right up there again. May even be better than what he was last year. And Totola, I think he may take may struggle a little bit at the start of the year, but I think by the end of the year he'll be in another one of those guys that you're saying he's improved on what he what he put well, out last year. Back he was fantastic, but I, I expect him to improve even then again. Question marks around Ilias. Saluka Fafida and Cheekam. I don't think Cheekam probably deserves a spot yeah. in this squad, but he's there. Um, and I've got a big watch on. Cut, I, I mentioned Cartwright and Jacob Host. Mm. I think they could improve out of sight given game time and um, you know a, a, a chance to have a crack in this team. I'm going to say I am going to be bullish on the troll because he didn't get a start last year. Uh, missed games. I think. He, well, you know. Take it off Grant Salt because every team's training the house. Oh, he's down the fittest he's ever been. Exactly and, right. Yeah, so yeah. this, that, the other. Uh, but starting. But he is twenty-five. Uh, he's now. It's now time it's to time, step you know, up and, and win that Dally M. And yeah. and if he's going, we've tipped him. I think the last two years we've been tipping oh, him to yeah. win a M. So it is time for him to actually do that and consistently, not have his little. The um, next three years are his best opportunity to be to, the best to, that he can. He be. can be but if they're going to go deep. He, he's a, a red hot chance at Dally M. Because he'll be the one in the in the spotlight, and he'll be part of all the 
the Absolutely. points and he'll be scoring tries and this, that and the other. So I'm pretty bullish he's going to have a big year and it's his year. Uh, I think fifth or sixth, maybe seventh is about right. I think as well we sort of talk about teams and how they are sort of in the regular season compared to the finals. I don't think Souths are the strongest regular season team because sometimes they do drop games to teams they, they should be to, beating. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's why I'm not tipping them top four. I am saying probably sixth or seventh. Yeah. But I think once it comes finals, they will push to at least the second week. Demetrio's a Bennett product of that he also had them ready to go. And there's a plan. The back end there's a long term. The yeah, yeah, you're playing 27 rounds now, whatever it is, instead of 26. So you, uh, instead of, you know, trying to win yeah. those first 12 games. So. 30 rounds. Oh, 30. Yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever the mouse is. Thereabouts. So, so you're now, you're now, you know, got to get from March through September rather than trying to, he doesn't yeah. have to win the first 10 games to... To keep yeah, you, can, job. you can drop three games out of four at some point during yeah. the year, as long as you're doing it for a reason. Yeah, and then uh, they're back and ready to go again. Right, the defending premiers, the Penrith Panthers, two in a row, going for the three peat. They kick off the season with the Broncos, the Bunnies, the Bye, uh, and then Parramatta and Canberra. They play the Broncos, the Eels, the Bunnies, Seagulls, Knights, Roosters, Cowboys, Storm. Uh, they get uh, six. Third, play them twice. Twice, sorry. <laughs> Nine Saturday games, six Friday games, six uh, Thursday games. So they get a pretty pretty generous draw in terms of turnarounds. Uh, and the team looks pretty settled. They have lost uh, – well, actually, I shouldn't look, say it looks pretty settled because any other club – if you're going to set the scales, to use what I, the, the term I used earlier, you'd say the scales on the losses side is quite heavy. They've Oof. lost Appy. They've lost Viliana Kickout, arguably the best hooker in back rowers in the game. Uh, Hopgood, Jennings, Charlie Steens, Sean O'Sullivan. They've gained Jack Cogger back, Luke Garner from the Tigers, Zach Hosking, and Tyrone Peachy. So you've yeah dropped two prominent players and picked up two blokes from the Wooden Spooners. Lots of people would say it's a bit mad, but here we are. We know that we'll know pretty much what the seventeen looks like, don't we, though, Barn? Yeah, I think so. Edwards, Toto, and May in the in the on the wings. Crichton, Tago in the centres. Louis Cleary pick themselves. Leota, Fisher, Harris pick themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, toss up between Kenny and Sonny Luke to play nine. I think they start with Kenny for 20 mm-hmm. minutes. He moves into the back row, and then Sonny Luke comes on and plays 50 minutes to finish the game. Uh, Liam Martin and Garner's been bought for a reason. Yep. That's to replace um, that's to replace Kikau on that edge. Yo at 13. Um, either Kenny starts and Luke's on the bench, or Luke starts and Kenny's on the bench. Eisenhuth yep. as 15. Uh, Lenu at 16. Sorensen at 17. Um I wouldn't be surprised if Hoskins ends up taking Eisenhuth's spot by the end of the year, but um, we'll see what happens there. The limited exposure up there at the Broncos, but what he did put out was Pretty fantastic good. and looks like, um, yeah, he. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes Eisenhuth's spot. A little bit smaller, but gets through a ton of work. So, I think for the first time tonight, to no surprise, exact same 1-17. to 17. It's pretty hard to... Shock me. To <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... They have lost one of their leaders, two of their leaders. Yep. And Critter's uh, got a foot out the door, but obviously he'll get through this <laughs> he'll one. He'll be fine. <laughs> He's not going to go missing, I don't think. I, think. I think they, let's say they had six lengths on the field, as I've yep. said before. I think they've now maybe got a length and a half, maybe two. 
But am I being harsh, Oliver? Well, I will say this about Penrith. I do have the minor premiers because I feel like they filled in Melbourne's old role of the best regular season team because even with the losses, I think they still probably comfortably beat 10 teams in the competition and a a few of them twice. And then the the others, you probably still favour them for most of those games, but it's a bit more of a challenge. So I do think they will be minor premiers. Um, Finals are finals. Stuff happens, so we'll see there. But I don't think too much is actually going to change at Penrith, believe it or not. I think Garner is a very good signing and it will be interesting to see him. But they even have the depth in the second row position. Last year, I spoke a bit about Scott Sorensen. If by some chance, and I don't think it will happen, Garner's not playing up to scratch, you can just swap the two players around and yeah, they'll probably be fine and not Agree much will change. He'll, he'll start. So, Sorensen will start at least five or six games this year because Martin will be... Playing Origin, well, but yeah, but could, I think, there's no issue with him but, starting. But for me, that that sort of the that sort of the the one area where it might be a bit odd. And again, Kenny and Luke, I think that Penrith will try and replicate what they did with Kenny and Coruscant towards the end of last year. So I think Kenny will start, but then Luke will be heavily yeah. in that game. And I remember uh, at the grand final watching the New South Wales Cup grand final, Sonny Luke was by far the best player on the field for whatever that means, but. From what I've seen from Sonny Luke, he's, he's just been absolutely amazing. As I said, I think during the regular season, at least Penrith will be a well-oiled machine. Maybe Origin will impact them a bit more than it did in the past just because they don't have as much star power. But um, I'm not sure who they're versing in during the Origin period, but I think it comes down to their draw during that time. If they're versing maybe a couple of teams up the ladder a bit, they could be in a bit of trouble. But, hey, if they're versing... Round 13 by, they got the Dragons, the Roosters, Cowboys, and Knights, Storm. So. Lotto's been the same boat. If they're they going to cop the, the Roosters yeah, uh, it, when they're missing Tedesco and Co. as well. Yeah, so. it, but if, yeah, if they get if they get a Dragons, they're probably still going to be okay. So Knights, may, they probably should be fine. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm not completely ruling out maybe a bit of an origin lull. But during the regular season, they should mostly just be a well-oiled machine unless something goes disastrous. But when the finals come, they're probably going to be coming up against a more experienced Sharks, more experienced Cowboys in the finals as well. I think the Roosters, lull, maybe Melbourne, etc. So I, I think, think their lull might come at the start of the year, to be honest. I think they're going to be searching at the start of the year to try and find that direction out of dummy half that they used to have. Uh, a lot of it will be picked up by Yo and Cleary in and around the middle of the field, but I don't think they're going to be... like. Death by a thousand cuts. A lot of that came off the back of Coruscant and that yep. forward pack rolling through the middle and being in position to just roll it in the end goal and then get the ball back and do it again and do it again. I think they're going to find themselves in and around the halfway when they used to be on the 20 metre line. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and and, and it, even it may just only having, be a month. And it even, may just, only and be even three just having four their forwards half on a. On a that half a step when you're trying to take a hit up is where, where Appy had that clean in front. Yeah. At doing art, yeah, that half a step starts to count over 80 minutes. And it may only be three to four weeks, but I think that'll be the difference between them being minor premiers and finishing third. I remember as well. So G- there may be, there'd be Penner fans screaming at me now, oh, and they yeah, might be screaming for the first three or four weeks of the year because I, I do honestly think that they may struggle for the first three or four weeks of the year, but that'll be like they're not going to get blown off the park. They they might lose a close game here or there, and that'll be the difference between them being minor premiers and second or third. 
they'll come good. They'll dominate large parts of the year where they just blow sides off the field. Even if they don't blow them off the field, they'll just be in control for 80 minutes of the majority of games and they'll do what they've done for the last two. Like, they've been the best team for the last two years, like easily, yeah. probably three years. Yeah. And they they didn't win the one before. Like they didn't win the final of the year before, but they're probably the best year, team for the majority of the year. Um, yeah, I just I I just have a big question mark around the impact of the the hooking position and um, Garner on that left edge. I know he's a decent ball runner and he's really good in defence, but he's smaller than Kikau as well. He's smaller. He's not going to have the impact that Kikau did have on that left edge, especially ball in hand. So. Yeah. There's maybe one try a game less than what they had when Kikau was there. So just a fraction below where and, they were. And, and also in Kikau, last year was his best season defensively, Absolutely. I reckon, by a long way. Yeah. And he, Luke Garner's And you know where teams are, teams are going to send a lot of their attack at Luai. Yeah. Luai is probably one of their worst defenders. Yeah. Has been forever. That's part of his game. He's really good in attack, but he is one of the the... Lesser defenders, Sonny Luke. I'm not. I haven't seen a lot of him. He's super impressive in attack, but I don't remember him shortening people up and cutting people in half, which Appy used to do regularly. Yeah. In the middle of the field, so you know Martin will do that, but you got to you know you got to say that his ball, his um, his service from dummy half is going to be nowhere near what Coruscant yeah. was given. Whereas Sonny in, in Luke, straight, in straight numbers, you're you're also looking for eight between him and Kickout. It's looking for eighty-five tackles a game that now mm. someone else has to make, and that Garner doesn't always translate. Them, yeah, but, but but that doesn't Martin translate. Martin might make twenty or thirty yeah. of them too, but depending yeah. on minutes on the field, they've got close to, if not the best, front row starters in the competition. A mm -hmm. um, little bit of the same, same in their bench in Hoskins, um, <coughs> Sorensen, Eisenhuth. They're all sort of the same sort of player. You know, then use obviously a bit of an X factor there, and I, I hope I've been saying for two years that he, he needs more game time. Like yeah. he is a game, he is a bloke that can blow a some of a his game, some of his team apart. first and second runs when he comes off that bench. Uh, right, if you can get games, him up to a yeah. fifty-minute player as a front rower yeah. in rotation with um, Leota and Fisher Harris, good luck. Yeah. I reckon you're not stopping them, but they they haven't done it yet, and yeah. It, I, I can't wait to see it happen, but it hasn't happened yet. So, Tago and May, I think, will should improve. Um, big watching Garner and Kenny. I think there's some question marks there. Um, Cleary's fitness will be very important. Down, you know, if he's missing for five or six games, they're going to struggle. Well, they do. <laughs> then they've lost, obviously, lost O'Sullivan, but um, they will. You know, they're going to rest. They, they will be happy to give up games. I can see them. Trying to start strong just so they can give up games. I think not, yeah, yeah. you can't say give up. I don't mean that in a match fixing way. No, but they'll <laughs> accept that. Hey, we're not. We're going to just rest our origin players and During come what may. That's it. Yeah. They got the best nursery in the world. It's proven time and again. They got you know they got Tarava up their sleeve. They got yeah. Lewis up their sleeve. Big year. He needs to stamp his name this year. I think. Like, I think uh, big World Cup. I think he. I think he's ready to go. He was fantastic the year before in be, attack. But yeah. Was, but yeah. This f last year he wasn't. But you might have you probably count on one on one hand how many good games he had, and those were right towards the right towards yeah. the end of the year. He had he needs that good to patch. put in a three quarters of a season of being dominant, yeah, ball player out on that left edge, and if, if particularly he can without it, um, that's fantastic. Billy kick out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, 
by no means am I saying Penrith's going to fall out of the eight and they're going to struggle all year. I, I just don't think they'll finish first. I think they'll finish third. Okay. And they'll still be competitive all the way through and they'll probably get, if they don't get to the grand final, they'll get to the game before. But yeah, I, I don't think they win this. I'll say this, to use your analogy, if you're saying that um, Canberra are sort of the gatekeepers for the eight, South Sydney the gatekeepers for the four, Penrith are probably the gatekeepers to winning the The grand comp, final. <laughs> or winning the comp, to be yeah, honest. Well, yeah. if, if, if you get down to that finals time and you beat Penrith, there's a good chance yeah, you're well, they're, probably going to go Yeah, well, they're just what Melbourne have been for yeah. 10 years, and you go, you look at your drink, oh, fuck, we're playing, Mel- we're playing Penrith. Yeah. All right, shit. Look, yeah, look, uh, <laughs> I can come up with two issues in this Penrith side. And realistically, they could be covered they over can, by yeah. really good performance out of the and, rest and of the team. In round 12, we might be sitting, and they could be, saying, <laughs> saying, they Luke's could the be greatest going, oh, they're going to win, like, win the comp again, hands yeah, down, but, easy. Uh, you know, they've always got faith in the system. And if we get to the middle of May and going, how good Sonny Luke, wow, this comp might be over. But as you mentioned, like, noticeable no um, Taruva. Like, he pretty much makes any team, I yeah. would imagine. And he will make like, this team next year. And he was brilliant for Fiji How good at that World Cup. He yeah. was so good. Absolutely. But I assume he comes in at some point. Hoskins probably good. makes every team in their starting lineup, and he might not make this 17. Yeah, exactly. So, That's first world problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I think good side. Makes it, yeah. and uh, I'd start Sorensen over for Fida right now. Like, Yeah, I've, I've got them in... I've got them. In, in the importance of halfbacks, we've discussed now for probably 18 months and they've got the best player in the game. Um, gets you a long way. I think they run the Quinella. Uh, potentially not first, though. So that's where I'm leaving it. I don't think, yeah, I'm not going to. I don't think they're as dominant as they have been last year. I think they dropped games through the year, which cost them those extra handful that they made. they have in the last couple of years. I think they're better for, what, what do you got, 24 weeks of the year? I think they're better than everyone for 20 weeks of the year. I'd say they win 20 games, you know. Maybe 18. Yeah. At, at their worst. Any final words? <laughs> I guess you can pretty much confirm at least a preliminary final appearance for Penrith, but then we'll see. All right, let's get up the uh, Hunter. Up the F1. The up, F1. The, up the who? M1 who who now, are we getting it? up? Who are we getting? To see the Knights. <laughs> uh, where... They've had a few changes, actually, as this doesn't want to work for me. Here we go. <laughs> I had it clicked up. There it is there. All right. The Knights, they've lost Mitch Barnett, Jake Clifford. Oh, no. Tex <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, anyway, move on. Clamour. The M player of the year, wasn't it? Really? No, no, that, yeah. that's oh, you. Watch out. No, 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 no. I said he played a good game against the Roosters in round one last is this year, which why you're he so angry did. Now, Oliver, because you, I'm angry. I'm angry because you mince my words. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you mix, you're conniving, <laughs> conniving, whatever conniving. you want to say. You're, a, right. you're. A, uh. <laughs> I'm He's glad I'm, for Hull now. Glad I brought that up. Edric Lee, Anthony Milford, Miru. Momosia, Chris Randall, Pasami Solo, Suaso Sul, all gone, and not many of them are in Australia anymore. Um, says something. It does. Adam Elliott's here, though, which is good. We've gone to play for the premier competition in the yeah, world. Yeah, supposedly. The Super League, yeah. Greg Mars is there, which is good. Tyson Gamble. No, there, that's the second. French League. Oh, the French Jack Heathering in there, which is good. Big shoots to the bill. And um, Jackson Hastings there. And gives them a halfback, which is nice. It's what they've been. Uh, so if for. only the Tigers had one. So all, oh, so all in all, they've done pretty well this off season. I think. Yeah, they'll be probably uh, second on the 
filling positions. I thought the, you were about to say on the ladder. <laughs> no, 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 no. In filling positions that they they're bringing in recruits to fill positions that they needed. They've done all right. The draw looks like uh, this one here, which gives us a kickoff with the Warriors, Tigers, Dolphins, Canberra. Quite a nice start if you're a if they're going to be any hope this year. Uh, they play the Bulldogs twice, Dolphins, Panthers, Raiders, Seagulls, Sharks, Warriors, Tigers. Again, quite not, cosy. If you're not horrible, but at what's going a, on. a lot of that is more 50-50 than well, the outright yes, tip that's the Knights. Right. You sure know, you, so if we're looking at the other side of the yeah, draw. Yeah, Raiders, yeah. Dogs, so Sharks, they Panthers, Seagulls. They do have a pretty tough middle part of the year there. So they'd want to get up and going early, uh, probably for the coach's career, to be honest. Yeah. All right, so the mail is that Bailey Hodgson's been training at fullback. They've now got Lockie Miller as well. Lockie Miller will start, will start at fullback, I assume. The Jackson Hastings has gone up there and will be halfback. Uh, so he's well, eventually happy. He wasn't very happy about leaving. Uh, nor were some Tigers fans, but suits this team as they finally have a bloke that's going to touch the ball 100 times a game and take the pressure off Ponga, who apparently is going to play six for better or worse. Dom Young, Mazu in the... Dominic Marzu's pretty good. Gives Dom Young, Marzu, yeah, absolutely on the wings. So, um, going to run through. Marzu's pretty much a like for like for Edric, realistically. Yeah. Uh, probably doesn't jump as high, but runs just as hard. <laughs> probably actually a better ball runner than Edric, um, mm. and possibly a better defender. Um, gay guy and best in the centres, I would imagine. Can't see that going any other way. Ponga and Hastings in the halves, which I'm not a huge fan of. Mm. I think Ponga's. Ultimate position is fullback, but Am I also, anyway, we'll get to that in a minute yeah. or two. <laughs> I've got Hetherington and Siafidi starting in starting props. Um, that's Daniel Siafidi, I think, mm -hmm. will be playing as starting prop. Jaden Braley at hooker, Frizzell and Elliot in the back row, and Jacob Siafidi at 13. That would be my starting Sounds 13 for this right, team. I think, yeah. I think Gamble will probably play the 14 role, if not man. Okay. It'll either I, I be, think man it'll be man or Gamble. I I think Gamble just covers a few more positions, to be honest. Man, I think man Gamble can, can Gamble can go line. into lock and into the back row if you need to. I don't think Man realistically think, can go into the well, back row. Well, Man is more of a versatile but, player if you're looking for someone to cover the back line. I think they'll end up playing if, both of them, to be honest. Okay. I think I think you'll have Gamble at 14, Man at 15, Fitzgibbon at 16, and uh, Matt Crocker from... Uh, Crocker. Yeah, Matt Croker playing at 17. So. They've done well. They've done well. I, I was prepared to get out the big black texter and wooden spoon him at one point last year, for this year. Uh, but Hastings is a big in. We know he's going to okay. try. We know he's as good a defensive halfback. Uh, he's up there clear. He's probably the best defensive halfback in the comp. Yep. And that's going to shore up an edge. I don't uh, shore up a side. I don't. I agree. I don't think Ponga should be defending. He might not. Should be front. playing six. Yeah. I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if you can have people. But I don't think in Miller should either, to be honest. So maybe and maybe softly, softly Tyson Gamble does end up there at some point. But uh, getting Jaden Bradley I back. I really good. liked what I saw out of Mapalungi at the yeah. end of last year. Yeah. To be honest, he only played three or four games, but he was quite decent in defence. Yeah. He wasn't a. Sm he's not a small guy. He's quick, good footwork, good passing game, but. We'll see where that ends up at the end of the year. And I like what Adam Elite can bring. Brings a workhorse. Oh, massive. Mm -hmm. uh, massive for him. And Braley being fit will be massive as well. Uh, I, realistically, I'd like to see Elliot at 13 and Siafidi on the bench, but I don't think they have anyone that can cover that no, back, row, uh, back really. rower spot for Elliot. So. Unless Kurt Mann 
think he's a lock. Maybe if they didn't sell Barnett. Hetherington might play back row. <laughs> uh, I think. Hetherington probably plays back row a bit. He could play back row. Brody Jones. But they don't really like have any front rowers either. Like, if you nah, look at the. You've got two Saifidis and that. <coughs> Um, yeah. Suasagi is probably the only forward that could play there. Oh, you've got Johns, Jack Johns, that could probably play in the back row. Leo yeah, Thompson was good. Hey, Leo Thompson was good. He's yeah, yeah, someone true. you you is as an option mm. to give maybe a bit mm. more of a chance to to maybe have a breakout year, perhaps. Yep. No, true. But yeah, the depth does fall away a little bit out of the seventeen from this side. And to be honest, there's a couple of guys in and around that bench and. Yeah. The bench average. looks a bit soft to me, and yeah. Frizzell's going to give you everything. So is Elliot. There's question marks around Hetherington. He could take someone's head off and be out for 74 weeks because he's got that well, many prior the, no, load. No, yeah. um, no more oh, that's pro, no more loading. Them, he's clean now. He's, oh, he's weak. good. He's, he's good. He's got four heads he can take off yeah. before he's four, four heads. Four heads. <laughs> he can play whack a mole yeah. for a bit. <laughs> he's all good now. He's um yeah, and actually quite a quite a. With a clear run, oh, quite he's a an good explosive, pick-up. explosive yeah. front rower, back rower, wherever you want to play him. He is, you know, he hits blokes. They know they've been hit. He runs at blokes, and they know that he's just yeah. stomped all over him as he's run past them. But yeah, he's probably that little, probably that fraction over the red line. <laughs> it becomes a little bit of a liability. But all right, Ollie, what does sorry? Well, I, I was just going to mention Ponga and the pressure that's, that's on him. At six, because this is where he wants to play. There's been all the comparisons to Darren yeah. Lockyer moving to six and everything. But in 2019, Newcastle, probably a bit prematurely, tried moving him to six, and it was a complete and utter failure. Now, yep. I, I think if this is a complete and utter failure, he will never play six again. And yeah, he you will, don't, he will, you don't, yeah. It, this is his, I think this is his last chance to cement himself as a six in the NRL, and if he doesn't, he will be a fullback for the rest of his life, which I, I think he but should be okay with. What but I understand is, like, I think... What's it, wrong with being a, fullbacks a great make fullback? There's no, well, there's no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just don't yeah. understand the fascination. There's, there's nothing wrong well, with it, but if he wants to... I mean, the pay's probably about the same, like... Well, exactly. Well, especially if he'd be on more than Munster, like, wouldn't he? Easy. But if you, <laughs> but I uh, put Fullbacks it this way, if, if you're, it, but if you're Kalen Ponga playing for Newcastle, especially someone who's just re-signed for a million dollars a year or whatever it is, I don't think money comes into it. But if he does genuinely want to play five eight for the rest of his career and he feels like he's best in that role, it is literally make or break because if he doesn't do it, he yeah. will be back at fullback and at least while he's at Newcastle, will be there for the rest of his career because and they earning tried him more money and doing uh, yeah, less work yeah, <laughs> because they've tried him like there before. Sh- it failed. If it fails this time, I'm not saying it will or won't, but if it does, he will never play five. I've got again. massive concerns about it. I th- we saw what he did in nineteen. Or I think it it's about twenty. He played about six weeks and yeah, and yeah. they sacked him very very quickly. You can't defend in the front line. There's no, no way in the world he can defend in the front line. Like he's everyone, everyone goes back and says, "Oh, what about, about his first game of Origin when they played him at 13?" Yeah, look Absolute at the team he had around. Anom- anomaly. Like but, the bloke was obviously that hyped up on adrenaline that he was just smashing everything. Yeah, and a world class side around him. There was yeah, obviously people that can do some of his tackling for him. But he was amazing in that game. Don't get me wrong. And he fucking he's played some brilliant games for Queensland. But when do you see him do it for Newcastle? Mm, or, yeah, yeah. You know, like week in, week out, the blokes are turnstile. Like yeah. People just run past him for fun. I, I agree. And then <laughs> he now basically going to camp him line. over on the left side. He's obviously taking his sweet play out. Yeah. Unless he's going to float and somehow they're going to have these 
this magical which maybe is all well. they do but if you can do that like yeah. stay at one uh i i'm confused i think it takes away his attacking prospect i struggle to even think of him having a kicking game no i haven't seen no. so you, you've it's now got be all Hastings, Hastings doing 99 percent of the kicking and Braley doesn't have a kicking game either really and, and, no, he's got and, a grubber that's about it, it it's yeah. not that hastings is a horrible kicker or anything no, but no, he does great. benefit from someone who can probably but a point of difference of that like you've said please everybody does yeah. um and maybe Lockie miller i don't know what he provides i don't know what he provides in terms of that so you you you're one you're trick pony in, in terms touch, of your final no, you're not. <laughs> no, so it's rugby sevens. So your final, your final, seven. your final play options are, are basically ninety nine percent through one bloke, uh, which I'm sure he's happy with, and he, he's good at doing. But it's taking edge off. You, you're setting up uh, a smallish fullback who's not going to bust tackles through physicality, and a five eight that can't necessarily. Um, I mean, you dance around him. You can dance he's around, quick but as he's fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um. Interesting. I like their buys. I like the. I, I think their fallback's going to hold its own most weeks, which is fine. Assuming they all stay fit. I. It's a big. Yeah, they're year starting f- forward pack. That's, yeah, their the, the the rotation is, is going to suck. Very average, and I think there's pressure on both their centers too, who were defensively atrocious last year. Gago had a hot what six weeks. Him and Frizzell were going to you know cure cancer. And now, and then, and then they no, no, so, no, sorry, I then think that was Clifford who was going to do that. Oh, sorry, yes. Well, that's what went wrong. It went down the window. <laughs> and Bradman uh, Best could barely stay on the field. Brad, yeah, Brad, yeah, I mean, Bradman Best over the past couple of years has sort of just Enough. dropped well, off it, a cliff completely. Back to, and this is the thing about... Realistically, Bradman Best had about six good weeks. Like, in his entire yeah. career, there and was it, a run it, of about six weeks yeah. when Trev was singing his song for him. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loved him. And he was busting tackles and... He looked like a well-beater, and then he popped the, popped the leg, and yeah. then he's popped the leg again and again and again, and I don't know. So he's defensively not up to it. He's a very, very good ball runner, if given time and space and all the rest of it that you want when, you get, when you're running at people. But yeah. And I mean, and when your first name's a last name, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they, look, you know what? You've got to say something. They did make the finals a couple of years, the last few years, where we didn't think they did. And so maybe they they tend, they tend to so find a way to win some games, but I don't quite know what to say about this team mm-hmm. apart from they probably they, – they might beat Manly, you know, your Manly-level teams, so, but that puts them around 12th through mm-hmm. bottom yeah. four for me. But they're going to have a lot more direction. They'll, they'll have a lot more direction this year just in Hastings touching the ball, as you said, 150 times a game. Yeah. But as I said, the depth in the forward pack is um, – it's down there with a couple of the bottom teams, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get away from their top 13, there's uh, a massive drop-off. <coughs> They're going to need Frizzell and Elliot to play 80 minutes, realistically, and then yep. um, someone to take up the slack when the Siafidi boys come off at different stages. Miller could be anything, but I don't – I wouldn't be surprised if after five or six weeks, Pong they give him back, back to the sharks. Oh, then, no, no, he's sitting on the sidelines, <laughs> <laughs> not doing a great deal. Would that um, annoy you a lot if they just completely drop Lachlan Miller? And, oh, we could have had him no, in the sharks. He, he might end up back in the centres or on a wing or something. Find if Marzu doesn't, you know, you generally players like that that you chase that hard. I don't think you're going to give up on after 
Well, to me, he looks like a, either a perfect 14 or a 6, depending yeah. on where He's you want to play. Where, around, where yeah. you want to play him. Yeah. You can chime into the halves. You could probably play anywhere in the back line because he's quick enough, got footwork. Yeah. Obviously, probably needs to work on his tackling. But, you know, most outside backs do. Most outside backs aren't the best defenders in the world. So, he could probably slot into most positions out there. But, yes, it would annoy me quite a great deal. It's already annoyed me that they Gosh, sold him in the first place. darn it, you scallywags. <laughs> I, I told you, I thought he was the best fit to fucking get Moylan out of the side, which I've been campaigning for for two years. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> What else do we say? I, well, I will say this about Newcastle. I think I will put them as the third team in the same mould as the Titans and Tigers, where I think probably about 11th to 17th, but I do think Newcastle will end up a bit better than both the Titans and Tigers. I really? think the Saifita yeah, brothers I, I, are I both them on top of under both pressure massively. Yeah. Um, considering that they've both played for representative honours for New South Wales in the last year and a half, I'm not quite sure. I know how Daniel got there because he had a... Ripping year, yeah. and I'm not sh- quite sure it, how. Well, you know, it uh, was weird with Brandy. Brad- actually, didn't just how, type the wrong number in. Yeah, I remember when, <laughs> when, when Jacob. Jacob his, yeah, he did have. A he good played well when he played Origin there, yeah. and he did play decent yeah. in Origin. But there was a lot of other people that probably should have had that yeah. spot in front of him. Because be I remember honest. it being an anomaly um, when he first got picked. Yeah, his first game, he was one of the best players. Maybe the other starting prop at the time. And I think. Dom Young will improve again and probably be their best player for the entire year and then end up somewhere else next year. Yeah, big year for him. I would take him at the Titans as the real swap for I, Greg Marju. I think, I think you'll I'd f- be happy with that. He'll end up at the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Playing uh, play on the third wing or something. You know? <laughs> on the third wing, they'll come up with an extra wing We for never talked about that, actually. What about they've got Swaye? No, Swaye and, 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 and then they'll put Dom Young out. No, yeah. but they've got Tupo and Swaye on, on a side this year. Like, I wonder, If you've got no options, just, just put it in the air. Don't bomb Not them. Blokes <laughs> one of them's going to catch it. If one of them drops it, the other will catch it. It's all good. There won't be any bombs but over to that corner. Yeah. I can tell you that. I think Dom Young's uh, in for a – yeah, I agree. Big year for him. And we we sort of found him off the trials two years ago, so good on us. Yeah, and we spoke him up, and then he had a pretty he was average year start, for yeah. 12 months. But then his last year yeah. was tremendous for him. The World Cup was brilliant. He, had, he was probably close to the best player in the World Cup. And, yeah, Newcastle – Probably, yeah, as you mentioned, somewhere between 12th and 15th. The newbies are up next. The Dolphins. The Dolphins are here. Here they are. They're kicking off with their first game against the Chooks. And the Raiders. And then Newcastle, Brisbane, and We we missed someone. That's not entirely horrible. Who have I missed? Hang on. Yeah, I was going to say the D. We went from K to D. I was thinking that too. I was like, Jesus Christ. All right, Parramatta. Reverse mascot. Uh, Param- uh, Parramatta have gone from grand okay, finalists to being we're back to... <laughs> we're doing the Dolphins. Doing the Dolphins. Come on, Dolphins. Fuck yes. right, let's go let's Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Right. They play the Broncos, Cowboys, Dragons, Knights, Roosters, Raiders, <laughs> Titans, Warriors. Uh, they've got 12 Saturday games. Oh, that goes... See, they were... So when there was announced there was going to be a second Brisbane team, apparently it was Channel 9 heavily behind that because they thought it was going to be a, a yeah, ratings grab. But the if they've got all these, yeah. all these Saturday games, I have a Channel 9 they being play, ordered. They do or have – no, but they, oh, well they got do the Broncos play – They play every Queensland the team Dolphins twice. Saturday, okay. so they'll, they'll and play the Titans there. Sunday. Yeah. Every day. The Titans have got a free-to-wear game. 
No, you're the two o'clock game on the Sunday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Might get moved to the NRLW yet. Don't get too excited. Uh, all right. Well, Monday, Monday night. I hope the Titans win the NRLW at least. Well, yeah, the they, Tigers will win that. They've got lots of. Uh, they haven't signed anyone yet because no one knows how much to pay anyone. What about the, the Sharks? The, the, shark, the, the Sharks are in it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking. They've got like half the Australian team. Yeah, the Tigers a, don't win it. There's something going wrong. I love it if all, <laughs> I love it if all the, like the Tigers went to those players and said, so you sticking with us? Uh, nah. And they all just... <laughs> uh, how do I do it? Uh, here's their squad. <laughs> yeah. Aitken, Bromwich, Bromwich, Collins. Uh, no, no, Herb, don't worry about all that. We'll just give we'll us do, your top 17. You got a 17 then? No, you do. I've got uh, one. Yeah, go you for do it. it. All right. Fullback, I've got Tessie New. Um, on the wings, I've got Asako and Lee in the centres. Just I've before got... you continue, the coach came out today and said Hammer's going to be the I'm fullback. sick <laughs> and tired of these coaches who think they know more than me coming out and saying stuff that I don't see. I would go Tessie New over Tabi Fido because m- more experience in the position in the NRL and more recent experience in the position too, in the NRL. That's why. Um, <laughs> Tabi Fido and Aiken in the centres. Milford and O'Sullivan, the halves. Bromwich and Wallace at prop. Wallace, about, I was a bit unsure about. Asako and Lee. Asako yeah. and Lee, yeah. Um, Marshall King as the hooker. Yep. I've got Kafusi and Gilbert as the second rollers. I am tipping that by the end of this year, Gilbert will be the, the player's player at the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think Gilbert will um, be lock. Stone, I've got as lock, but he's in injury prone, so that's a bit yeah, eh. Gilbert at lock and Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich back row. Okay, well... I've It'll got be Bromwich on the bench. Yeah. I've got Nick Nicarima. Which Bromwich uh, on the bench? Um, Kenny. What? Go on. You're wrong, but keep going. I've got Kafusi and Gilbert as the, the second rowers. Now, nah, Kenny Stone. starts. I've got uh, Nicarima, Kenny, um, Essiesi, and Farmasuli. Jared Wallace is in there somewhere, isn't he? Wallace is front row. He's front row. Jesse Bromwich. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't think you mentioned your front row. Yeah, Professor yeah, and... You just you just weren't listening. I was bromwiched out. No, Nichols will be on the bench. Nichols will be on the bench. Wallace Wallace will start uh, you know what? I completely, I, I completely forgot to put Nichols in there. <laughs> bit rude. I love him so much as well. I don't know what happened. Right, we'll just, just, Wayne, Wayne Bennett's a coach. I've got Hammer at one. Jesse Bromwich is I've got captain. Edric Lee and Nasako in the, in the wings. Tessie New and Aitken possibly... Lemu, Lemu, but apparently he, nah, he, he wants to play back row. So. Lemu, Lemu does? Yeah. Okay. Well, the back uh, the Cowboys at the end of last anyway. year. So, yeah, but he wants to play back row too. So, Anyway, a lot of back rowers in this team. Milford and O'Sullivan in the halves. Wallace and Jesse Bromwich in the front row. Jeremy Marshall King at hooker. Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich in the back row. Gilbert at 13. Cody Nicarima at 13. <coughs> 14, sorry. Uh... Lemilumu at 15, Nichols at 16, and Herman S.A.S.A. at 17. Can I just interject quickly? Sure. There are about seven other teams where I had the perfect 17 for I could have read out, but you pick the one where I forgot people. <laughs> it's more of an indictment on me, but I'm just projecting my I'll let you do Parramatta next, huh? Farmasuili <sighs> okay. um, is a notable admission. So, same with Gildart. I'm not even sure if he forces his way into the team by the end of the year, to be honest. Um, yes, he will. I have, <laughs> I have belief he'll do a Gilroy Lockhart he'll, he'll and be the, find um, his way in there, like the, in the Chamber the, of Secrets. He'll be the Dom Young of this year. Uh, I think Young Katoa will uh, eventually either f- uh, force Milford out of the sixth position and take that. 
And Raystone is another one that should probably be in the 17. Raystone may just miss might start, he, might, he could start lock. He could miss his team. I don't know. Raystone. Nice player. He, he's good, but the injury last year yeah. has put I'm a sure lot of doubt. They've got a decent that. 17. They've got nothing outside their 17. Very yep. strong forward pack. Um, some talented outside backs, but they're very hit and miss on their day. Like, you look through that one to five, and <laughs> one might have a good day, and four of them are going to have a bad day. At least the biggest day. Arco fan, ask him. <laughs> I will never <laughs> forgive the Titans for coming in last minute when he had all but signed with Parramatta. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> I think Tessie New and um, probably Edric Lee are the most consistent out of that. Oh, sorry, Aiken. Tessie New and Aiken are the most consistent out of that back five. But, yeah, it could be rocks or diamonds for the rest of them. Um, they're going to struggle to score points, realistically. There's, I can't see a lot of creative play apart from barge overs from back rowers and um, short crash plays where they're going to score points when they get up on the opposition line. There's not a lot of ball playing in this team. O'Sullivan will kick him into decent field position, but when was the last time you saw Milford put someone away for a yeah. try? Oh, no, yeah, once. There was a couple last year. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he, he played a couple of games. Came back from Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, sorry, yeah, that's right. And played a couple of decent games. But I think their four-pack should match it with most of them most weeks. But County the, play there's, not enough points in, there's not enough points in this side for them to worry too many above the bottom four. At least they have, in theory, some X Factor in Hammer and New. Yeah. New a couple of times last year and year before. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like he a super stuff out his yeah, ass. Absolutely. It was tremendous. Edric Lee can jump up and catch an eyeball. Mm. So they'll have some points of attack at least. I I struggle to know how to really line them up, apart from, yes, they'll have a solid forward base at least, and you work forward from there. Uh, I'm sure all those Melbourne boys are really happy if the new Gold Coast digs, <laughs> so good on them. Or bit further up, isn't it, Redcliffe? Um, they're not going to get tailed. I don't think they're going to run last. I don't think they're going to mm. um, be embarrassed, but I don't see them making the eight. That, that halves come, like, Sean O'Vell Sullivan's another, you know, good old tradesman, young tradesman. A, a lot of people have been giving him raps, but for those games he played at Penrith, but I said it then, I'll say it now. Isaiah, Isaiah covered him a fair bit in terms of the game control. Yeah, and he's behind the best forward pack in the game, so, and, and Appy was there. Yeah, so I, whole game I feel like, I feel like it's a whole game. different yeah. kettle of fish for Sean O'Sullivan. It's all based around his kicking game, and realistically he needs a foil outside of him, and I think that will be Katoa by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the moment, yes, not great. Um it's going to take time for combinations. Like, seriously, yeah. they've come together, the whole team. Like, yeah, they've got a, a nucleus in the forwards with the, the Melbourne boys that are going to, you know, but they all defend on different parts of the field. Yeah. They're not defending next to each other. They might be able to help their outside men, but when you get to the outside edges and different parts in the middle of the field, there's going to be holes. There's going to be defensive structural issues for probably half the season, realistically. Yeah. And there's going to be attacking structural issues for probably the first half of the season until you hit the back end. They might come good and put a run on for a few games at the back end of the year. I'm with you. I don't think they'll finish last. I think they might just sneak out of the bottom four, mm. but it's going to be one or two, you know, it's, they're either going to just fall into the bottom four or they're going to be just out of the bottom four. They're going to be right in the mix of being bottom four. There's going to be, there's going to be, just there's gonna be a team that's going to so. completely shit the bed this yeah. year and run last. We don't know what it is yet, but I don't think it's them. I see this Dolphin side as not too dissimilar to... When was the, the last new 
team in a comp. It's, it's exciting. The to Titans, have something new 2007. Yes. Um, I say this Dolphin side is not too dissimilar to a 2020 or 2021 Bulldogs where they emphasise just completing sets and defence. Work, work, mm. work, work, work. I think work. gritty. Yeah. I think a pass mark for the Dolphins is lower down as it sounds is losing half your games by 12 points or less and staying in competitions because against the lower sides, if you can sort of hold that defensive effort, which I think they can, you probably can just get over the top of some sides. It'll be gritty. It'll be tough. But if they are going to win games, it's going to be through not making by making minimal errors, giving the opposition the least amount of opportunities that they can in attack so that your defense doesn't have to overwork so that they can put in a solid effort every week and just keep teams to a low score line and just be in games. Maybe not do anything crazy, but as I said, the emphasis should be in attack, complete your sets and in defense, just a, a solid defensive effort yeah. and if I was be this, scrappy if and If I was gritty. in this side and we didn't finish in the bottom four, I would That's party a big, like yeah, I'd won yeah. the fucking competition. Yeah. <laughs> and you know Seriously. what? The, the thing is, as well, a lot of people are, are bagging Wayne Bennett, um, and I think it's Peter O'Sullivan, the recruitment manager, and that for the, the failure of recruitment in 2023. Look at the players, even November 1st last year, that were on the market. There were no halves, no it, decent it, it, halves, no one really in the spine. They did. Look at this squad they now. just about did front, as well as they could. They got. They got. That the, is they, a fucking the, decent well, They, they pack. looked at the market, and, and, and the strongest area in the market was the Ford pack. So they went and signed the best Fords in in the market, and yeah. they signed all their Fords first, and then they looked at the backs because there were no real star backs to begin with. You got Hammer and New, who could be absolutely fucking anything. And those yeah. are the On two players day, that got released early from their con- contracts, and they got them. You and as Warriors' best player yeah. for a large but, part of last yeah. year as well. Um, they they did the yeah, best they, they could. They, but And also Bennett is on record as saying they, he's finding blokes to start a culture at a club. And Jesse Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, Mark Nichols are blokes. Kenny Bromwich. You, that, yes, look, let's say in three to five years' time, they're blokes that are going to probably move up there be involved in the culture. You and Aiken, probably Jeremy Marshall. Defense, defense, defense coach, defense coaches, yeah. run drink, you know, run water, and their blokes will be will be dolphins. Yeah, to have these other your your uh, who is it? Um, the young the young you look at grower, Gilbert uh, and Jeremy Marshall Gil- King. Yeah. They'll probably be leaders in this team for the next yeah, five or six five years. Yeah, his name. Um, Ryan, what's his name? I'm good with names tonight. Hoffman, Hackman, something like that. They've got, they've got a couple of, like, gun... Yeah, they've got the there. hooker, Harry anyway. Graham, and... Um, Ryan Jackson, sorry. K- Katoa um, from Penrith as, and, as yeah, well in the house. Blokes like that, they're the blokes they are going to... If the Dolphins yeah. are going to have success, it's going to be the young blokes. It's not going to be these yeah, guys. It's going to be three or four years you're going to put now. these guys into yeah. a system that they need yeah. to build for 20 years, not for... Yeah. I, I just think, sort of, uh, in a way, that the, the masses, if you will, sort of just need to understand this is a project. It's not mm. all going to come. It's not what the media at, the, a, at first yeah. led people to believe that this new team's going to come in, sign all no. the players, and win the comp but in it's a couple of years. It's just not going to happen. Through, look, look, and it's the old Fox Wayne Bennett. Look at the first thing Tim Sheens did. He came out and cleaned out a Ford pack. Yeah. Look at you, you build from the front and work backwards. They'll, they can, they've probably got an 18 year old Look at right. that, you know. They would have only it's, got maybe one marquee player, right? Yeah. You throw Munster into this team. Yeah. Did they finish much higher than no. 15th? No. Or, oh, sorry, 13th? 
in 18 months in Munster's winning because he's, he's market Ponger value is halved. Yeah, and, yeah. You throw Ponger into this team. Do they finish much no, higher than 14? Wouldn't make it. You know what I mean? And no. they were the two big guys that they were going yeah. for. So realistically, yeah. this team, like you've got half the team's young blokes that will progress after this year. Yeah. The rest of them probably got a year, maybe two in it, to instill a culture and, as you said, and yeah. build a team and get. Yeah, this, they could be anything in four or five years. From yeah, now. yeah. It's just really the the only thing is it's the recruitment has not actually been bad. Unfortunately, no, it's been the, fucking good, un- man. unfortunately, the Dolphins have just joined the competition at a time where the market was mm. shit. It's been good to be in honest. Yeah, and they did all they could. They, they did everything well. they set could. Up. Realistically, all they need is you could even even just leave. O'Sullivan there. A fucking marquee six and a marquee back rower or a marquee centre. If you and, like but what more do you want for apart from yeah? you've got the Australian second row. What did he played for he played for Kafusi. Kafusi played for Tonga. Yeah. And the, in the but he's two played Kiwi for Queensland for forever. For, for ten years. So is Bromwich and yeah. Bromwich and And the thing is too, yeah. if if in a year or two's time you, you chuck a decent half in there. Marshall King and Tabuai Fido or New, whoever it ends up being, are going to yeah, be yeah. better for it. So you don't really the need Marshall to worry King about that. He last was great last fantastic. year. And I think, and I and think Ray Stone was probably about to ascend and he, he, yeah, he, he got injured. And, yeah. you know, as I said, for a team that's probably. Tom Gilbert's yeah. on the out, but he's someone they'll build a pack around yeah. down the road. For a team that, that's going to have to heavily be defensive minded, Jeremy Marshall King, yeah, he's great. Well, this team is team. going to be changing and changing changing for three or four years. Yeah. Like they're going to have to recycle players and continually change and it's probably going to be three years of shit realistically. Yeah. Like three years of them being down the bottom of the, the table. But if, as you said, if they instill that culture and get the right people in there to make this team go where they want to, there's a couple of leaders that can build on it. And yeah. You go from Mark there. Nichols will be involved with the club till he's 60 probably. <laughs> he's the sort of bloke that and that's what Bennett said. He wants blood. Well, he's, so. he's loyal to Bennett as well, isn't he? So. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. That, yeah, they're, they're bottom four, but they will be fine. But they think. also do seem like a team. And get, like, and, and there's a difference between being bottom four and losing every week by 60. And being and yes. yeah. Whereas they can be they'll, – they'll, there'll be a lot of games where it'll they be 18, 14. Yeah. And go, oh, they'll, they'll, you know. they'll, be, they'll be a team where they'll come up against some of the better ty- teams in the comp and most people will tip them to get flogged, but then it'll end up a, a 12-4 or whatever and that better team will have struggled – well, yeah. but, but class is what overcame it in yeah. the end. I can only but. see three or four teams like just kicking down their front door and running all over the top. Yeah, and they'll do that to every other everybody team else. Anyway, so yeah. no. so. Anything else, Dad? No. It's, cool. yeah. All right, back to, uh, around the roundabout, back to yeah, Parramatta We've, we've taken a detour. With we've my, turned around. We're English, heading back. Back down, back up the M4. Uh, back to, to Parramatta. To Parramatta, who kick off the season with the Storm, the Sharks... The Seagulls, the Panthers, the Roosters. So, hey. Yes, welcome to 2023. And, and the Tigers and Dogs. Yeah. Play the Panthers twice, Roosters twice, Cowboys twice, Broncos, Storm, Seagulls, Titans, Bulldogs. Not too bad, I suppose. They've got nine Friday night games, two Monday games, and now the rest are all spread out. They've lost Oregon Confuci to the Sharks. They've lost Reed Marnie. Big loss to the Bulldogs. The doggies. Niakore, Opacek, Pup who exited quite quietly, didn't he? Papali, Hayes Perm, and Ray Stone. They've picked up Dejan Arcee as cover for the halves. Matt Dory. Josh Hodgson starts at hooker now. Jermaine Hopgood. Samuel Loizu. 
Jiramo Masia, Jack Murchie, Kai Rodwell. Jiraya. Jiraya Morris, it is too. Yes. It's my first one on the list there, GT, <laughs> if you're listening, thank you. All right. He'll be listening. He'll be listening. All righty. Uh, have at it, Oliver. Okay, so for the Eels, I've got Gutherson at fullback. Wonga Blake at fullback. What? <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I considered it. Sevo, <laughs> uh, and I've gone Simonson on the wings. I've got Penasini and Blake centers. Brown Moses, Paulo RCG at prop. Hodson Hooker, Lane and Madison second row because I've got Nathan Ooh. Brown. He's out for the first four weeks. Lock, but yeah, but Madison is. Yeah, well, oh, they didn't have a Oh, that's right, because he, he didn't want to weeks. sign they or told him to piss off. whatever it was. Um, so they hang on to Brown for three weeks and then Well, I, well I was going to say, they, at the moment, Brown is still a part well, of their Well, Tiger's just filled so. the 30, so um, um, he's not going there, I guess. He'll go somewhere. Arthur. You've been told he's not wanted. The, the so. 14, Danon's favourite player. Um, Okafigi Ogden, which I think I just screwed up there. He did. No, no, you got close. Jermaine Hopgood and Matt Dory, but there are options there Ooh. that they can sort of swap and change in, but none that are too much better than the rest or too much so more had, experienced than the rest. I had Russell on the wing. Oh, only, we only saw okay. him for two weeks before he got busted. Does Blake play for the rest in the centres or does... No, Simonson goes off. Yep. I think. Yeah, Blake in the centres. Penasini and Blake in the centres. Hang on, you forgot. Hang on, what? Penasini, Blake. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, on. Simonson, who did finish the year in uh, on you've the got wing. Dunster back as well. I thought about putting him that's on the wing over one, Simonson. That, that's sort of five-way battle. Well, that puts the pressure Could on Blake, anyway. realistically. But if Blake's not on the wing, he probably should have been a team. Eh, maybe. Mm. Sean Russell obviously showed potential from that one game. Really. And, um, yeah, and I had... Murchie in front of Dory on the bench. Uh, well, he, him, front, on the there bench. was him and uh, there was Kai Rodwell as that was well there who the were all other. sort of... Oh, actually, I had Cartwright starting in the back row. Okay, yeah. With Madison at 13, but if he's out for three weeks, that would probably be Nathan Brown at 13 for the first couple of weeks, I would imagine. They, they, it's they, a little bit weird they if they're going to get rid Sean of Hop Brown. They and seem, it seems that Hopgood's... The male is Hopgood's going to start lock. Or 13. Lock. Yeah, right. Uh, and whether it's Murchie, Dory... Maybe Cartwright gets that spot um, for the for the other edge, but and who did you have as your utility? Utility, I had Jake Arthur. Jake, yeah, Jake, Jake Arthur, Arthur. Who who? He'll be there, in the seventies. There He's was not the 70, there yeah. was someone who I considered for a Rain's moment. Rain's the only other option. I well, it wasn't but Rain, so I, I, I think it's probably yeah. is going to be Arthur to the chagrin. Of not a lot of um, notable admissions, to be honest, apart from as you said. Uh, Dunster, Makatoa, and Simmonson or Russell, depending on which way they go at the at, at the back there. So they get a little bit skinny once you get outside their seventeen. But yeah. their seventeen is a um, you know a very very competitive seventeen that will give most teams um, a few issues depending on you know, so what they're going to put up. How much does the loss of Reed change their playing style? Not much or. Papa, obviously, Papa is a big loss, and no Madison in the first month. And Hodgson will play much the same. Hodgson's a very much pass off the ground sort of player. Doesn't runs about the same as Reed. Like Reed was never someone that sort of dug into the line and took on. You know, it never really ran the ball a great deal. Hodgson may actually run the ball a little bit more than what Reed did. Um, he was. My, I know he's two years out and two new kneecaps along the way, and he's thirty. What is he? Thirty four. But if he's 
know, about two years off, he's fresh and fit. Catching the ball and passing the ball. Jack in the photos they put Yeah, he's got some fucking arms on him, doesn't he? Jesus. Well, two years ago, we were talking about as, a, as good a hooker as anyone yeah, in the game. Absolutely. So, you know, it's... Maybe. Get him fit, get him firing. There, there will be some sort of downturn, like regression from Reed. Play like, he's not yeah. he's not as good as Reed. But like, Reed used to get him on the front foot consistently. He'd yep. always take two or three steps out of dummy half and get the defence interested before he would pass the ball. Whereas Hodgson's more of a pick it up and just let it go. Yeah, and only take the line on when he feels like there's an opportunity mm. to go. So it may slow that roll forward a little bit, a, f- a fraction. But Parramatta rely on their size more than the the speed of the play of the ball. Like you've got you got RCG and Paulo running at you, and then you've got Cartwright and Sean Lane, like big bodies just mm. in motion. Like they don't need that extra step. They're that big that they can push you off yeah. and keep sort of motoring through through the um, the middle of the field. And it's their size and strength that's going to dominate the middle of the field. And they've done it for years now. And there's not going to be a lot of difference. Like when Madison does come back, he's as big and as strong as most of them anyway. So yeah. they're going to play that physically dominant role through the middle of the field. They may get caught out by the teams like your Cowboys and your Sharks that, get in behind you and play that niggly stuff. Oh, we're faster than you. Oh, I'm on your outside. You know what I mean? And they, they sort of hit those gaps and the lateral movement for the, the Parramatta's defense isn't quite as good as it possibly should be. But they're big and they're strong. And if they get hold of you, they're going to get into the ground and grind you and hurt you. And But Parramatta's not going to be the same team without as, us. as they... Yeah, nice without Papa Lee yeah. and... Reed Mahoney, they're not going to be the same team as they have been. So for has the last that little premiership weeks. window that cracked for a bit snapped down again? Yeah, I, I yep. don't think they can win the competition there. I can think, I think they can be competitive for three quarters of the year, but I don't think they have that X factor to get them over the line. Like they, the Moses coming off the back of a probably his best like yeah, career year. Yep, outstanding. Dylan Brown the same. Can they improve on what they? Put out last oh, I, year. I think I think they maintain, but a lot of that's I don't off think the they work. Can improve. Definitely can't improve. You know what Paris issue is going to be um, that that tough start to the year. So they're missing Madison for that. No Papaii, and they're getting beat up by Penrith and Roosters. And all of a sudden, they could be three none from three. And then we all know Power fans. <laughs> they'll be tear. They'll be trying to lynch. As, to my, to my prediction, to my prediction, they will be trying to float BA up the Power River. As uh, Bevan French is coming back the other Bevan way from French. our bowl prediction <laughs> show. He'll just be on a punter. <laughs> they'll just, they'll just, just wave to each other as they're going past <laughs> down Parramatta so River. will it be panic stations suddenly after a month and everyone calling for his head? Uh, they've got a lot of talent. Like there, there is a lot of talented players in this football team and I think it'll be enough for them to maintain being competitive and probably win more games than they lose. And So that means they end up in the eight. I don't think many Panamera fans are expecting them to get to the grand final again. No. I think they will be happy if they finish higher than seventh and make it to the semifinals. Like, realistically, I don't think you could expect much more than that out of this squad. How long does the Mitch Moses thing hang around? Until he's re-signed? Until he signs somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> does, he, does he sign somewhere else? I what think, well, I, I feel like there's currently... Pressure on Mitch Moses to perform while he hasn't signed anywhere, and that could be 
Parramatta's down for. I, I do think they are a team who I'm currently tipping to make the top eight, but I can see a scenario where they completely fall Missed off a cliff. Yeah, and right. ju- I, I don't think top four. I think 10th at worst. But I, I do think there is a scenario out there where if a couple of the teams... Someone's getting set on fire if below, they finish 10th. Well, I, I, do, I do see there's <laughs> possibly a scenario if a couple of the teams below them overperform or perform a bit better and Parramatta, as I say, completely drop off. I, I do think it is within the realm of possibility that they do miss the top eight. As I said, I'm not tipping yeah, I, it, but... No, I, I think so too. I, I sort of agree with you. I don't think they're hope. I don't think they're hopeless, but they're closer to seventh and eighth than they were last year. And it's just Parramatta. You can see this stink hanging around that Moses won't make a decision till. April and all of a sudden people want his head because... I think it's his benefit to make a decision now, to be honest. I think of it, course it, it is. would be to his benefit to make a decision before the season starts. I think he has to. And if you're Parramatta, you almost come back and mate, we've got a million bucks here for you. Can we, can we work it out? Wasn't so, this an issue two years ago when we thought it wouldn't be? Like when he was off contract and... No, I'm well, pretty sure it's the issue was, every time no, his contract no, well, come yeah, up. Yeah, the issue was that he well, was at the Tigers ago. and then the Tigers wouldn't... Something the he, he didn't him, accept. Then it, he didn't yeah. want to. Then he refused to play for the Tigers again. So they just said, well, "Fuck off." What, wasn't it a situation where um, the Tigers offered him a deal? He said, "I'll think about it and see what I can get." Didn't, and then they didn't get what he didn't get what he wanted yeah. from other clubs. So he went back and said, "I'll take that deal now." And they said, Tigers "Well, it's not. It's yeah. not and on the he, table." And then he had so a big sook and, and then he refused to play. Left. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, his, historically, um, contract negotiations and those situations as a whole with Moses have not gone well. The longer this goes on, the longer either something. If he was just staying, why not just sign and say, hey, exactly. So, exactly. So that's what I don't understand. And then the longer it goes on, the longer I think something's up. And that's the thing. The thing is as well, they've Brown's done what Moses should have done. He's got it out of the way before the season started. They, yeah, they're paying Brown a lot of money. They're pa- days, paying Gutherson a lot of money. But does that Are they able to, to pay Moses the money that he wants? Does like, that talk I find to it a hard. rift between Dylan Brown and Moses? I, I I don't know what their rela- really, I, I don't know what their relationship like. Like, like your, I don't, I don't know if they play. are. Know. Mitch Moses was at the big bash with Luke Brooks the other night. But if you're best mates with your five eight, you know, teams. and you got to the grand final last year, and oh, you've signed, fucking yeah, yeah. I'm on board. I'm Fuck, I'll take hundred grand Gutho, less, and yeah. fucking off we go. Yeah, but it yeah. just it, it is it is interesting. The fact that he hasn't signed by now leads me to think that he's going. Oh, look, he won't be there. The way right now, given there's only one option dogs. now, isn't it? Given dogs. they've just said no, no well, the Tigers offered him one point three. All the dogs. Well, I the mean, dogs just signed Crichton on allegedly. The Tigers have just signed a bunch of players. Both, yeah, got, both yeah, teams, but we can sack for both. Hard, the, both the Tigers, <laughs> both the Tigers and the Bulldogs. It seems kind of hard to see them really signing the any market players. Dogs did that look like they're two million over fucking over yeah. the salary cap. And they just signed, they just signed um. The Brisbane gun. Yeah, Oluwapu. Uh, yeah. You with the $500... 500k transfers, allegedly, mm-hmm. so we've been told. Um, no, well, yeah, they've got heaps of money because if Luke Brooks goes up to shit for three weeks, they go, oh, sorry, we're not reading your contract. There's 1.1. So that's why they've kept Luke Brooks all this time. So they can sign a bunch of other is. players in other positions and then when... Well, of course, because they're not going to pay 600 for him to play for Newcastle. Sharks have got about a million bucks. Come play half back in... Then they'll win the comp. Then they'll win the comp. I know a team who could use a really good half. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's move on. It'll make, it'll make this. <laughs> yes, but anyway. It'll, Redcliffe, yes. Anyway, um, so really. Now I'm they, sad. But um, no, they're, they're saying apparently Jermaine Hook was quite an impressive person and, and mm. is doing real good things and, and could almost tie up that 13. 
I don't think it's the worst thing to move Madison back onto an edge uh, with Papi not there and maybe have him on that one side trying to fill that hole. I don't know if they will. I assume Brown will probably I think you're better off playing Cart right there. I, yeah. I think Madison can be quite effective in second row. Or like, I, I don't think there's too big a, a, a margin of difference yeah, but I think, there for Madison. I just think that Madison's probably a better fit at 13 being impactful on both sides of the ruck, whereas Cartwright's realistically only a a guy who goes to the left, gets tackled and has the right arm offload. offload. But but that's Lane's position, so... <laughs> well, and sure, anyway, Lane, breakout year. Big but, year for him because breakout year, Bortle, we talked about in World Cup teams. He's fantastic. Lane was fantastic last year and he can only... Realistically, I don't see him get going worse than what he did. Mm. Um, he's He's got all the skills, attributes the physical attributes to continue doing what he has done. And if he can work on his defence, which is probably the worst part of his game, he could be a top-line back rower and going forward. I, I, I don't think there is actually, like, usually when a player has a breakout year, there's a bit of pressure on him the next year. But I think... Oh, he's, due, such, he's such a... Th- uh, he's, a te- he's, got a, he's had enough tenure that he's not under pressure. And, and, I, and I think as well... It's, it's more sort for of, the next step. He in might, in terms know. of individually, it sort of plays a bit into his favour that Parramatta have dropped down a rung in terms of their forward packet as a whole because people aren't necessarily expecting well, a big effort safe, out of the yeah. pack as a whole and therefore they're not expecting a huge effort from Lane whether he gives it or not. But a fantastic front row. I expect Sivo to be better. Obviously, he's missing for a big part of the year. They keep him fit on that edge. I think he'll be back to being their top try scorer and you'll hear the Sivo chant around Parramatta Stadium when he yep. barges over the top of people to score tries. Um, Penasini, another one. Those, there's a lot of gun centers coming through, and I've got the wraps on, yeah, four or five of them that I've mentioned tonight. And Penasini's another one, probably close to one of the best defensive centers as a young kid coming through, up in the sort of mold of um, of Campbell Graham. Makes good, good decisions. ball in hand yeah, and give, very yeah. good defensive yeah. center as well. Um, Given the um, alternative, Offa Hickey Ogden, I think will improve as well. I think he'll probably be one of their leaders by the end of the season up there. He may even take Paulo's spot if Paulo's going to bludge and do what he does for half the season. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, when he's at his best, he's destructive and he's one of the best front rowers in the game. But I mentioned it for half the year last year. There's times where he just doesn't, he just goes missing. Like, he just doesn't, I don't know what it is. Just That's right, because you think have about it, he, um, crack. Like, the first, probably was, eight out of the first 10 games last year. Just, we, we, were real, we were real down on him last year, weren't we? Yeah. For the first half of the year, yeah, absolutely. But come origin time and then finals time, he was massive. Yeah. He was huge. So, <laughs> I really liked his media stuff the last couple of weeks. He's very, he's actually quite an impressive talker and and um, spoke really well. Question marks him. around Hodgson Cartwright, whether he gets that position or not. Rain probably doesn't fit into this team, to be honest. And another one, Hopgood, I don't know really where he fits. Probably deserves a starting spot, but it's a very strong forward pack. So, and who else? They sort of got Dory up the sleeve. Who's given Murchier? They're sort of blokes I've mentioned. The last couple of years have never really, yeah, never really kicked off, on. I think Murchie's probably been a little bit better than Dury over mm. the last twelve months, so that's why I had him in my starting side. But um, I think they maybe just go the safe option. I know he's injured, but the, the safe option would have been Nathan Brown plugging in for Madison to start with, and then I think Moses is under pressure. Obviously, comes back to the contract talks, all the rest of it. Um, Paulo, who I mentioned, first half of the last year wasn't. Wasn't setting the world on fire, so we'll see how he starts this year. And Hodgson, big question marks, obviously, two years out of the game. 
under pressure to maintain his form and and improve after his injury. But um, yeah, service out of dummy half and it's Moses Lane and Brown come back this year after career highs like you don't see many people have the best year of their life and then come back better the year no. after. Especially not this far into their career. Like someone who's like first, you know, like first year or two and they've had a breakout year, they can sort of improve on that. But Moses has been around forever. So is well, Brown, Sean Brown's, Lane. Brown's still good upside, you know, I think. Yeah, Brown's, Brown's, still Brown's upside. It, So does Sean Lane realistically. But I think, I think Moses is under a lot, we a lot of pressure in this team. Far from saw the the real top, um, whether he's smarter or whether it wasn't needed, but we didn't necessarily see the best of Gutho last year. No. So he might be, you know, uh, admittedly burned himself out a lot the years before. So maybe, but he he might be one that bounces back and <coughs> covers that in a way. I hope so. He just so. you know, he seems like a really good dude, and um, he's always in and around the play. He's you know he's a team man. Like you can tell that he puts. Everyone puts shit on him. Oh, he calls himself the king and this, and he's bigger than the team. He's definitely not. Like, yeah. he is the guy that's backing everyone up. Like, yeah, he has a spray every now and then, but that comes But because if, you're, if you're the bloke that's there, that if you're the bloke that's always the goes, last man fuck. in cover or whatever, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're entitled to I'm busting my ass. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Have a crack. I, yeah. I, th- I think on a the balance, they're lower. I, 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 th- I think they're your six, seven, eight spot, but. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not brave enough to quite pin him for the eight, but I also know Parramatta traditionally can go completely to shit and everything fall apart. And, and they're just Chaos in shoes. Yeah, it's just our Social fans. media gets set on fire. Well, what, because this has to be the last year of his contract because I haven't heard him re-signing for the past couple of years, but at, what is the limit here for Brad Arthur before they say we're not re-signing you for next year because... They, I think they extended. So they extended this year. I think it because it was originally. He just a, made like in twenty twenty one. He, he re signed. I know, but in twenty twenty one he re signed for for two years. But this year now, if there is a significant drop off or something, yeah. like how it's like Ricky Stewart, you've gotten them your team to a certain level for so long, and if not they actually miss the hit, eight, they'll not, sack him. Pa- pa- hit that upper oh, yeah, echelon. Yeah. And, pa- and, and feel like para fans. If they miss the eight, they'll sack him. Tell, yeah, they they. Fucking hate him for whatever. If reason. they go out work first week of the finals, they may even sack him. To be honest, they, yeah, there's just so much, so much. He's under pressure. I, I just feel like stuff when that's w- gone on previously. He, he seems like a nice enough guy, and he's obviously look. End of day, he coach. I made the case last year that he got this team over. Before yeah, absolutely. And I think that he will do the same again. They should have finished fifth or sixth, whereas probably where they're going to finish this year, and they get made the grand final. So. Yeah. I just think with teams, it's not always necessarily the coach's fault. It's just the lo- the amount of time they've been there. But if you're at a team for, for 10 years and you've not won a comp yet or are not consistently finishing as a top four team or something, it's w- what are you doing? Like, why aren't you making that step to, to at least try and shake things up? You might drop down a bit at first, but at least it's something different than running s- 7th to 10th a lot of years, which I know Parramatta in particular haven't done, but there have been so many years where they've just... There have been... Good patches, but really bad patches as well. And there does come a point where you sort of really want to to change things so that it, at least in the long term you can be a lot better consistently. I, I think we'll get a. I think they're a team. Obviously, we know we we tend to watch these Western Suburbs teams quite closely because from where from and we. I think we read Parramatta as well as anyone. 
Look, and as, we'll know look at where he took over. Look where he took over. Oh, they were spurned. They were like, fucked. Three years in a row, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. Like, he, he was there for the last year of it, but they had two spoons in a row before he took over. And then he took them from the spoon to 10th to 8th or 7th. and then There was the another spoon in there as well the, he took them to. Yeah. To, I'm just I'm just pointing it out to be fair, but and I know he's, they've made the finals a fair bit, but it's it's it, it seems with Brad Arthur, okay, he's been there for a long time now, one of the longest-serving coaches actively in the NRL at one team where it just doesn't seem to be coming together and hitting how that many upper coaches of, How many coaches have won the comp in the last five years? Two. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I know, but that's... A th- no, three. I know, but that's the thing. But uh, <laughs> if a coach has been at a team for 10 years or so, are you happy to give it another 10 years to see if perhaps one year they just happen to spike up and, but ter- and win yeah, a but comp? But in terms like, of business, you've got to say, if you're... Mate, if you made the grand final for me last year, you've got at least a year and a half before I yeah. even think about getting you, rid of it. Unless Dimitri, you win the wooden spoon the year Dimitri, after making the grand final. But it's final. like fucking uh, um, <coughs> Uncle Nick said that Robbo's got a job for life and wouldn't he, until he wants to move back to France and whatever. If you're successfully successful and you look at it from – it's the same as Demetrio and the Rabbitohs, but you look at it from a point of view, well – You'd much rather be them than the Dragons or the Tigers or the Titans. And you go, well, we're happy here. We're winning. Until something goes wrong, we just shore it all up and we keep going. So let's talk about the Dragons. Well, that's what, well, well, that's what I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm if Speaking make, of If, Param- if Parramatta make the top four again this year, then I think it's fine. I just think that this year there has to be now a limit and I don't even think it's like bottom four or something. But yeah, if Parramatta do so drop the out limit? the eight, I, well, yeah, I would say if eight. they drop out possibly... Possibly, and I think it was you who mentioned a first week of the yeah, finals exit. Depending yeah. on the circumstances, I think he. I think it's you just, just don't bizarre re-sign. to talk about. I think no other club would be talking about their coach being in trouble off the back of making a grand final. But it's it's happening because of what we know of Parramatta and how they can yeah, be. Yeah, I'm just saying. Let, yeah, it, it, again, if they have a year like 2022 and 2023, then he's fine. But. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying he has to win the grand final or he's sacked. I'm You're just saying there's time for a change. There is possibly time for a change if it. I don't like when teams stagnate. Change things up. You know what I mean? The They've tit- just signed Dylan Brown for 400 years, so the, the Titans yeah. have done it plenty of times. So why not everyone else and the Tigers? So and it's good. Heaps good. All right, we get to the Dragons. <laughs> uh, their bar, their draw. It looks Sound like, like this. A girl they, in a long-term relationship. They're going to start. Um, I'll take Brad Arthur at the Titans. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why I want to. He'd be a good him. fit at the Titans. Mm. He'd play his forwards properly. Titans start mm. the po- start, uh, Dragons start their season. Bring Jacob mm. Arthur with him. Yeah, more the merrier. The more the merrier. The bring, the merrier. Them <laughs> bring them all. Bring them all. Lovely. Dragons get to start the season on two points because they have the bye, <laughs> and then they play the Titans. Oh, there's four. Brisbane, Sharks, Dolphins, no, that, uh, Titans again, no. Raiders, six. Uh, Roosters round eight. It's quite a kind draw. And I'm sure everyone else is thinking the same thing. I don't think it gets a lot better, though. Dolphins, Bunnies, Raiders, Roosters, Sharks, Titans, Warriors, Tigers are who they play twice. Uh, Daniel Alvaro has gone to Toulouse. He did midway through last year. so The, the front row of the year last year, Ollie. 
I swear that was two. No, 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 no. <laughs> While he was at Parramatta, I, I tipped ago. him to have a breakout <laughs> season. He was a different player then than he is now. God damn it! And he was at a different. He was at he a different French. club then. He still got dropped after about seven weeks and didn't play again. George Burgess <laughs> retired. Uh, Pawasa Farmasuli, Jackson Forwards. Jack Gazowski's gone up to the Gold Coast uh, to the Cowboys. that one. Further up. McCulloch, Maguire, Sims, all gone. They've brought in Jacob Little, Nick Louie, Toso, Michael Molo, Burn Murdoch Masala, and Zane Musgrove. Uh, interesting strategy to go and just pick up Tiger scraps for the last two seasons. Michael so. Molo was already there, wasn't he? Just extended, obviously. Must have extended. Or upgraded. Was he a south? I think both the Molo brothers. He might have come in last. Well, I think I think if players make a mid-season move, they're counted as a new season for this year. So not a lot. Uh, Also off-field issues, so uh, we won't be seeing Talatia Moon. No, perhaps out of jail for fourteen years allegedly, but let alone in the team. Um, Fourteen years. Wow. Oh, that's that's right. Hit a bloke with a hammer. Yeah, he jumped on the roof. It just didn't go well. Um, Ben Hunt's re-signed on a hook clause. Hook's claws might be hooked soon. Six uh, weeks. I'll give them six we've weeks. We've got what yeah, others? Yeah. Haven't what other drum? There's I been know, a they bunch play of the drums twice. I give them ten weeks. We've got a. P- <laughs> no, you listen here, goddamn <laughs> you! Yeah, off me. All right. Um, what other dramas have there been at the preseason? There's a few other things that weren't going quite um, right. Um, Ramsey's out for the Ramsey's year with gone the illness. And best wishes to him. Mm, yeah, yeah that sounds terrible. Uh, obviously, if uh, he's out for twelve months, it mustn't be good. And apparently, it's uh, they. C- they might be compensation, but he can't get. Yeah, you know, they can't really unless he medically retires, which he doesn't want to. Oh, really? So they're gonna they'll, they'll apply. I'm sure, sure they'll, they'll, give, they'll be give able to give him something. Sure, something. The bloke's got uh, cancer so or whatever it is, or a long term injury where he can't play for twelve months. Surely there's some sort of compensation. So this is a team that started hot last year, and I think will be ready to go this year. But no, it same story. Small forward pack, not a mobile small forward pack, not particularly. Aggressive oh, outside backs, which I might even let Barney talk about. You're going to run through your 17 now? Yeah, I got Sloan at fullback. Um, didn't play him there all last year for whatever reason, which yeah. stunted his development. Mm-hmm. But um, you got um, Matt Feeguy will be playing on the wing, I would imagine, with Ravalawa on the other wing. Suli and Lomax in the centres, which is yeah, it's a pretty decent centre combination, but somewhat limited towards um, ball playing and brain explosions and all the rest of it that goes along with those two when you put them in a team together. Um, It looks like Sullivan's going to be playing six outside of Hunt, which is what I was calling for last year, to be honest. And it's probably not... Yeah, it has. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Laurie in the front row with Kerr, I would imagine, as the starting front rowers. Little as the hooker which is probably a bit of an issue when Little's your starting hooker. Um, Sewer and Bird, uh, that speaks for itself. There's nobody else in this team that's going to force their way into the back row. Jack DeBellin at 13. Moses Embai at 14, which has been a liability for every team he's played for for the last three and a half years. Um, Musgrove or Woods, take your pick at 15. Francis Milo at 16 and Ben murdoch Masilla at 17. Who was the other starting... I had uh, Laurie and Kerr. Yeah, Kerr. Kerr, of course. Okay. Um, so, um, it, when you've got Musgrove, Francis Milo, and Ben Murdoch Masilla as your reserve uh, forwards coming in off 
in your 17 and then there's nobody behind them apart from maybe Fui Miono to force their way into the team. There's big question marks about your forward rotation. Like I, I can't see this forward pack getting in front of just about anybody in the competition. I can see this forward pack getting dominated game after game. Ben Hunt coming off a career high. Like, he was fucking fantastic. The only reason that this team won a game last year was... Oh, sorry, there was three of them. It was Sewer, Bird, and Hunt. Yep. And when those three played well, they won. And that was, what, four or five games out of the entire year? Got to give, I think, mention to Blake Laurie as well. Worked his ass off. Yeah, 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 he does work his ass off. But at the end of the day, he's not winning your games. He's laying some sort of a platform and... He'll keep doing it. They've just re-signed him for another three or four years. And deservedly so. He'll keep I think he's been their best forward. Yeah. Uh, like con- consistently. <coughs> I, I'd I say think consistently. Bird was fantastic last year. Oh, I thought I Bird yeah. was really but, good. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. If they had a forward pack, you'd play Bird at six and, and actually have a bit of spark. But they're just... Yeah. You or 13. They, I don't... They, they, they I really I'd probably be paying got, Bird at 13 and I've Jack DeBellin at 12. Yeah, that's what I've done. Well, DeBellin played everywhere from... Prop to yeah. hooker to lock to wherever last year. And um, I think Bird would probably be a better option at 13 because mm-hmm. he is that hybrid 5'8", centre, yeah. bit of pace, bit of ball playing. He's like when... Can Ty- get and do the, the tough stuff in the middle if he has to do He's it. He's like but. when Tyrone Peachy played there, but actually good. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, like, what? Like realistically, what hopes do we have for this team? They're, Very little. Their pre-season's been a bit of a shambles. They've lost... Katie Ramsey was actually quite good at the back end of last year at times. He looked like he grew, grew into himself and offered something. Uh, Jaden Sullivan's got some spark, but... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if um, Matt Feeguy ends up at fullback and Max comes back on play both, yeah, to yeah. the wing because um, Hook's pretty much shown that he's got no confidence in Sloan and doesn't want him in his team. So I would not be surprised if one of the Fee guys ends up at fullback and the other one ends up on the wing. Um, I don't understand. Like, Sloan is a really good ball runner mm. and has a bit of ball playing in him as well. But I think he had one or two bad games before Hook just completely took him out of the side for a while, which I don't think was Most completely Most of the year, fair. to be uh, honest. At, at least Musgrove <laughs> and Murdoch Missler give him some size, which they haven't had. Uh, Musgrove had flashes of minutes that were okay last year. He's a try scorer. And, the worst and, part is well, they played, I think offers something. Masilla's been that bit of X injury factor, prone. But yeah. Because yeah, both of them played 15, 20 minutes. Like, yeah. F- and offered very little. Like, seriously, maybe one in four games they had yeah. a good game and the other three were average at best and now you get backing on them to be interchange front rowers. Yeah. <laughs> really. And, and, but in, in and this, then in this side, do you really either, want, that's the thing though, they're, they're probably the highest profile ones. The only and other in this side, do you, want a four, Woods. do you want a four prop rotation? With Woods? With Woods? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so, it's pretty dire. Look, Woods ben, was past it when he left, like the last year at the Sharks, he was past it and now he's gone on for two years Passed it again, and like, God bless yeah. him. I'm sure he'll end up. At pro- he'll probably end up coaching there. He'll probably end up coaching the West's SG he, Ball team. In he works five his years, ass like, off, like he does everything he possibly host. can, yeah. but it's not he's, first he's, grade standard, no. and it's just simple as that. They'd be better off getting um, young uh, Molo in there as well, and yep. probably pushing Woods out of the side. But 
I cannot see this team winning more than four or five games this year, and I'll be very, very surprised if they're not in the hunt for the wooden spoon in the last couple of games of the year. What about their centres? Oh, they're good. What can that's, we say? That's one of their big Yeah, but like we need to like, see something from Zach Lomax now, don't we? I, I don't... Be on flicking balls into touch. Make a mistake after mistake with ball in hand. Yeah, I agree, but I think in this side he... He is one of the the key players that you rely on because their centers, uh, and specifically yeah, their centers, absolutely. both centers are, are better than a lot of centers in the comp, but they just play in a, a very poor side where and Ravaloa. If you, yeah. but the problem is, like Hunt won them every game that they won last year. Ben Hunt won them every yeah. game. If that they, they escape the bottom four. This year will be down to Ben Hunt once again, just carrying. This Let's team. not beat around the bush. Ben that, Hunt cannot play to the same level he played. I, I'm saying if he can't, that's that's the only one of his legs will fall obviously. off and fly. And their the forward pack, it'll be like that kicker for, in the Simpsons, that kicker, yeah. that NFL kicker where he's yeah. foot and goes I didn't off. think yeah. their forward pack could be worse than what it was last no, year, but like, it is. I'm not bet- it How is. are they not going to finish last? They're just. How are they not going to finish last? There are a couple of teams quite worse. Well, not quite worse. I think I think worse. Warriors. I will mention them when we go to our ladder prediction. Okay, sorry, no spoilers. Anything else to add? We've like Sullivan's going to have to fucking play out of his skin yeah. to keep this team competitive, realistically, because if they don't have a foil, every team is just going to rush Ben Hunt to within an inch of his life, and yeah. good luck. Like when you've got two blokes inside and out just pressuring you every time you touch the ball, yeah. you might get away with a game or two here or there, but you're not like game after game after game. You were just going to get bashed. Like and you'll end up hurt, or you'll I'll end up so. just not wanting, not interested. Like yeah, and but and, and the coach is probably getting sacked six weeks in. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. And then the Hunt's first. hook claws kicks in, and he might start looking for what's around. I already and, mentioned Embi. Like if Embi is your utility player, then good luck to you. you chuck Woods and Musgrove in there. Like, <laughs> well, did, those I, blokes would be lucky to make the team. Any other team. Jacob Little probably doesn't make any other team yeah. as a starting hooker. All due respect to him. Yes. The other one, I'll say something positive. They're back five, uh, all capable of producing uh, a high work rate out of their own half. And some skill. Yeah, F- Fiene, and they've got um, some skill there. Both Fiennes, yeah. Suli, Lomax, Revelau work hard, can score tries if presented the opportunity. It, you know, would well, slot well, nicely. That, in a lot that's of the thing. Is but if, they, if they're getting good ball off of the back of a, a a good effort from their forwards in the first couple of plays of a set, then they can set the world alight. Unfortunately, I'd, I, I just, I'm just tipping they won't consistently get that. But look, they have no other options. If Sullivan or Hunt go down, that's it. It's Embi. Embi's playing either one, and then or, or, or Sloan. After Embi, there's fucking no one. Like nobody. Like, Ollie I understand will go surely, fucking play half back. Surely run. there's, like, surely that that. Corridor through the Shire and St George produces shark stolen wolf. Yeah, well, there's gonna be someone around. <laughs> About two or three years ago, I remember the dra- Illawarra was one of the biggest nurseries. Two, yeah. two or three years well, ago, anyway. how many good players came out of there? The drag, the dra- they only gave them the socks. They didn't well, want to play yeah, for the dragons because the, they yeah. stole the dra- everything. There were so many the players socks. two or three years ago. Like the dragons had one of the best crop of players who were on that periphery well, they, breaking and they just voted fir- to even drop that it was, like it was breaking into the first grade and yeah. nobody calls them the West Tigers they call them the Tigers no. they and don't call them the St. George Yellowwire Dragons no, they call George. them the St. George Dragons no, it's either St. George yeah. or the Dragons yeah. there's like literally they had such a good crop of players two or three years ago who were on the periphery of coming into first grade 
and they just pissed about 75% of them off and now the ones that the ones that are the what 25% that are still there have all probably I think requested their release due to reports uh, yeah. like cuz fucking <laughs> hook does not give like oh he's a fucking development coach developing what yeah he hasn't developed shit like women's the Isn't last that player that it, improved it seems to be a under common theme isn't this a common Nobody. theme with the the lower Penner coaches? fucked him off the lower because he didn't develop anyone. No. He goes f- to St George, hasn't developed anyone. Actually, gone out of his way to stunt the growth of young players coming through. <laughs> what the what, fuck? What have we said? What have I said repeatedly tonight about the coaches under fire? And, and the common theme to them all is they don't develop youngsters. <laughs> Penrith had the biggest nursery. Pe- so what went out of his way not to play the young kids. Yeah. Comes over here, fucking. Gus went, nah, fuck you. You're not doing the right thing by the club. Goes to St. George. Does the same thing. Doesn't play Sloan. Doesn't play Sullivan. The only one he played was Amone because he didn't have another 5'8". Yeah. And he was a bigger body, so he played him. And he actually went quite well. Yeah. But what happened to the rest of the kids? The Tigers allegedly have a good nursery. or go there next. (laughs) Well, that's what they brought Sheen's back. Sheen's a a development coach. They've realised they need someone who's going to develop. And now he's got, like... Have a look for that through that four pack. Most of them are thirty. Yeah, thirty plus. Yeah, agree. We went and bought all the old Broncos players and brought them in like from ten years ago. If Ben Hunt does, they're all twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. Hunt does an ACL what are you developing? in game one. They run last. They don't win a game. I'm developing the team that I developed ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm developing my development. And not only that, they've gone and picked up the scraps from the wooden spooners. They've picked up their hooker, <laughs> yeah. uh, two of their forwards, and it's like anyway. So you're gonna run. They're gonna last. They are gonna run last. I wouldn't be. I would be very surprised if they don't run last. Um, It'll be over the fee guys. Now. I think will have a good year. And um, Sewer and Bird. Other than that, I've got grave concerns about Hunt. I think he'll. I think he leaves. I think he'll just fucking pack up shop and yeah. Go go live at Redcliffe. No, after four or five weeks of just getting absolutely belted because there's no other points of attack. He's going to be, what the fuck? What? The irony of Ben Hunt this? is that, remember everyone laughed when they got a million bucks to go there? Yeah. Great part. He'd but walk he, into a million bucks anywhere. Well, two in the comp this year. Uh, to the Dragons. Penner, at least walk, 800. Yeah. To the 800 Dragons is a million anywhere. bucks. Like, yeah, to the Dragons. Of course he is. Easily. Brilliant. He's a million bucks to any team. It's the only reason he won, they won a game He got them to the top eight once. Yeah, five years ago, <laughs> but he did it. He got he got him to the top eight. That team, like he's one of the five best players in the game. Three teams to go. Is that what have I missed? Mm. Okay, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Bulldogs, oh, we'll Broncos. Out mm. of P. Let's uh, do that. Scotch. All right, approaching hour four. Woo-hoo-hoo. We're scotched up. We need that thing on the we need thing on the radio where it goes when the hour ticks. goes. Anyway, all right. Anywho. Let's talk about uh, ourselves. Um, the next team, which mm. is the Cowboys. I had brought up the Bulldogs because I can't spell. North Queensland Cowboys. Just talk amongst yourselves. For you a got second. a one to seventeen for us, Oliver. Do that. Away. I do have a one to seventeen for us. So I'm going to read it out right now. Drink water number one. Drink water no, is indeed. Scotch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> Drink scotch number one. That was hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> I scroll here to Can't the North Queensland Cowboys located in Townsville, Apparently. North Queensland, allegedly. The fullback, <laughs> Drinkwater, Scott Drinkwater, on the wing. We've got Felt and Tulagi, 
We got Holmes and Hiku in the centres, Dearden and Townsend the halves, Cotter and McLean the props, Robson at hooker, Luciano Leilua and Nanai as the second rowers, Jason Taumalolo at lock, Granville is the 14, Tamo, Hess and Lukey on the bench. And I do think for the Cowboys, there are going to be some disappointed young forwards that are missing out because they have a really good crop of young forwards that we've seen throughout 2022 who Granville, all really played yeah, well. Granville, who, Lukey. I got Granville, Tamo, Hess and Lukey. Tamo. There are going to be some I young, so. as I said, some young Fords who have played really well I'm throughout 2020, 2022, yep. who will miss out. Um, Leilu is not no, due to any fault of their own. He's under a stand down as well, isn't he? Is he? Who? Yeah, he did something. Illegal. Luciano. Belted. Yeah. Um, First I've heard about something. it. Can everyone just behave? Well, I've yeah. got Hampton as my 14. In front of I Granville. was thinking, I'd love to see just Hampton Just because he can there. play centers, Versatility. can play halves, yeah. can play, could probably play fullback I, at a pinch if you needed I, him I to. agree. I, so th- I think he's I just think got they a little w- bit more yeah. versatility I, than Granville. I think they will go Granville, though. I've got Lukey as my 15. I've got Hess as my 16. And I've got Griffin Neem yeah, as my I, 17. Yeah, I, I, I love Griffin, but I, I, I think the Cowboys will prefer... And the thing is, too, because it's a new signing, I think they might give Tamo the first crack. But yeah, they probably will. Griffin, I think Griffin Neem and Jermaine Tanoa Brown, to me, due to no fault of their own, will miss to out. To me, their game style suits Griffin Neem more than it does Tamo. Tamo's more of the big, bustling, slow play of the balls through the middle, whereas the Cowboys have built everything they did last year exactly like the Sharks on leg speed, leg drive. And speed through the middle of the rock. Yeah, but they're not going to fly a bloke up from Sydney. Yeah, fucking have they will. It's a former captain of the club and not blame. Yeah, fucking know. Why not? Um, Luciano's uh, for the fun stood of it. down under uh, alleged uh, he was arrested for domestic violence. Oh, so. there you go. Griffin Neem goes in the back row and... You shoot Lukey, Lukey or Hessian. Oh, sorry. Lukey goes in the back row and then Tamau comes into the 17. So it doesn't matter. You got Griffin Neem and Tamau in the back row. On the reserve bench. A lot of scotch in the scotch. Luciano has oh, been a bad boy. Mm, yeah. Won't good. dwell on that. So, anyway, we, we'll find out where we see him again. They kick off against the Raiders. Stupid people. They kick off at 5.30 against the Raiders. Then the Brisbane Broncos, Warriors, Titans, Dogs, Dolphins, Warriors, Knights. They could not have had not a cosier draw to start, start to the, the season. Uh, they play Broncos, Titans, Dolphins, Panthers, Eels, Sharks, Tigers, Warriors twice. Um, remember last year when everyone said, oh, what about Sharks? Had a soft, a soft draw. Well, that's a fucking soft draw. Oh, yeah, they're close. Raiders are only, the only team with this soft draw. Yeah. If you go through it and analyse it all. And we haven't given much credence to it, to be honest. But yeah, Well, again, Raiders we did it. I did a whole matrix draw. of it last yeah. year. And then it just all went to shit because, you know, some teams were actually good. <laughs> All right, so Desanashi's gone, Ben Condon's gone, Gilbert's gone, Lemuli's gone, Hammer's gone. Picked up Tom Chester, Tom Dust, Duffy, Jack Gazowski, Jordan Lip, Riley Price, Shibasaki, Gazowski, and uh, Jimmy Tawo. Here we are. Like just hmm. on on that Tamao thing that you said. Yes, I do honestly think that they flew him up there and they've done it because he was. Their captain, and he was their stalwart for a long time. And to be honest, it's to me, it's just a fucking like a job for the boys. Like, just come back, we'll give you some money, 
teach these young blokes how to train, how to be better than what they are, because yeah. there are better forwards in this team. Well, and he's not, and well, he's not looking to stay there because he's kept he's his house well, in Penrith, uh, and he. Um, I, well, his boys play juniors in the competition. He's gone up there to coach. He's well, gone up there to coach these young kids. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there's a whole heap of young kids in this. And they've probably picked him up for 150k. That need to give be you a taught how to yeah. train properly, how yeah. to be professionals, and Absolutely. all the rest of that kind of stuff. So that all being said, top four team Absolutely. for a long time, best defensive. What well, I'm saying last year, <sighs> a long time the best defensive Endless. team in the comp until that sort of fell apart a little bit at times. Where's it leaving this year? That is it. What you see is what you get, Barn. As I mentioned earlier, I think they have the very similar play style to the Sharks. It's all about leg speed, leg drive, uh, and up-tempo football. Getting in and behind the dummy half, getting in behind the ruck, forcing the defence to be on the back foot constantly. You get a team on the back foot in defence with Dean running at you, Townsend kicking you into corners, Drinkwater chiming in on the back line, Tamalolo running over the top of you, Lukey, Nanai... There's so many X-Factor points in this team. Like, <laughs> I was all set. Like, I'm a Shark supporter. I was all set. Fucking rev up the Sharks and say they're going to win the competition. The Cowboys are exactly the same. Almost exactly the same team as the Sharks. You're very much. Brilliant you're very defense. much. You're hoping for a Sharks-Cowboys final. Absolutely, now. I fucking am. <laughs> I think it will be a brilliant grand final. One of the best you've ever seen if these two get to the grand final. And I'm pretty sure that will be the way that it ends up at, at the end of this year. But right. they both play the same style of football, really fast attacking football coming at the line. And when you're coming at them, they're coming at you in defense, like leg speed, fitness. We're going to outlast you. We're going to we're going to do all those one percenters better than you. And But the Cowboys just have an X factor that most teams don't have. Drinkwater playing the ball out the back line. Lukey with the with the one like hitting the line and offloads. Nanai with footwork, speed, size, trampling over the top of people. Same as your Angus Crichtons, your Cameron Murray's. There's so many points of attack in this Cowboys team, and I can see them winning games by six or eight points when they've conceded thirty. Yeah, like somebody might score thirty points against them, and there's Still going to th- score 36, 38 and beat you. That's, um, well, that's my thing. Like, if you're going to find it, and because I'm contrarian. But they uh, are maybe, a very good defensive team as well. Well, because so. I'm contrarian, they, you have to find a little <coughs> bit of a peg. And yeah, Nanai, superstar attacking player, chinks defensively in the armor somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier. Players don't often ascend uh, and ascend again. Tom Dearden, second year. Yeah. Breakout or, or will I he find? I think so. No, I, I've Keeps got going. massive raps on Deed and I think he'll be close to the best half in the competition. Yeah. Strong body, good good defensive. Very good defensive and, player. And uh, running, good great running Good kicking game, yeah. can run over the top of you, but he's, he's a only 20, very... He's only fucking 21 yeah, or something. 20, 22, 23 yeah. at the most. Yeah. Came through the Brisbane system at 19, was going to be the next whatever, and Brisbane let him go because that's what Brisbane do these days yeah. for some yeah. reason. And then they so try to they haven't tried to get him they back. They try yet. to buy him back. They hate their own juniors, <laughs> so just let them all leave. Well, yeah, it's apparent from anyway. anyway. Like Nanai, like tell me Nanai's not one of the best back rowers in the competition. I don't want off to. what he did last year. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? He was, he was fucking fantastic. Ruben Cotter, I I do think he won't improve again this year, but I don't think he's gonna 
go that far backwards. No. Um, Hardest mate, working front rower in the game, just about. Yeah, McLean as well, another one that I have worries about. But if you look at the forward rotation that's coming off the bench, Griffin, Neem, Lukey, Hess, I don't think it's going to drop that far. You, know, like you see teams when the interchange comes in, their team just falls apart. Like yeah. Those three guys will sort of keep, like Hess is hit and miss. We saw him two years ago. He was, you know, <laughs> looks like fucking. He was, he what was is Gump's it? Looks favorite like player. Tarzan plays like Jane. Gump's favorite player. I know. Drinkwater was, wasn't he? For the last, nah, Hess, Hess last 12 months, he's been fucking fantastic. Yeah. Valentine Holmes is one of the best players in the competition. Like, we didn't, yeah, you've only just got to Val. Val's a. In the conversation, Kicks with goals best from everywhere. Game. One of the fastest blokes on the field. Explosive. Moves yeah. fucking like it, the way he moves and gets around people in, out out in the centres. There's nobody else that does it like that. Like, yeah, sensational, ridiculous, and yeah, the seems you're excited, Barney. I am. I think these guys. If the shark, I honestly think these guys will win the competition. I think they're going to finish minor premiers and they will, if they don't make the grand final, they'll miss out the week before. Like, to me, the Cowboys are, like, I know we potted them last year. We had them as fucking wooden spoons. I said they would struggle to win a game. said they were going to fucking struggle to win a game. And then all these young kids came through. Like, it just speaks to a coach. I was going like to say, so get back. Look how, at him. How good Todd Payton be? Look and, at him. And we let him go. The look Foxes what he did but to this team that everybody thought was going to fucking go close to running last. Turn him into the fittest team in the competition, one of the best defensive teams in the competition. And then just went, okay, when you've got the ball, just fucking do whatever comes to the is, top of your head and just. Is it? Like, and this is the thing. Everyone's like tears behind, which is a story of life. Everyone's tears behind the game. The clubs that went out and back Fitzgibbon and Peyton early, and then Peyton actually was quite exposed because he did a good job. He was, I think, yeah. he was unbeaten at the Warriors yeah. at the time. Um, they've now created what they've created, and now clubs are finally going, "Oh shit, let's give Webster a crack. Let's let's give Sorrell." That was a crack. the same with the Warriors. Like he but, had the he took the worst defensive team in the competition, yeah, and turned them into a team that you had to beat, like. <laughs> teams that just walk all over them. Um, yeah. And then yeah. you had to go out there and beat them. And if you didn't, they would beat you. Yeah. And it was the Warriors. Like, Warriors have never been that team. Yeah. I remember. Ever. In, in 20, <laughs> well, they, they wanted, and Warriors wanted to stay. And, yeah. and then he went and up he to probably, the Cowboys. If he'd known, and you know, obviously you're not going to know a global pandemic is going to come, like, but if he'd known they're going to train out of uh, that's Redcliffe, when he, they that, probably, he probably would have stayed with And Warriors, I knew but, Lukey because yeah. he played a couple of games the year before, but Nanai hadn't played. And no, no, it was better than Lukey. <laughs> and then they both come through at the same yeah. time. And then drink water, he turns drink water into a, some sort of fucking, to, you yeah. know, a bit time 5'8 to a superstar fullback that chimes in and adds another point of attack. It's, he's someone that is happy. Uh, he goes out of his way to look for different options to make sure that his team's better than everybody else, yeah. else's team. He makes him as fit as possible. The best like defensive positioning that he can put him in and then goes, okay, like our attack's good, but I'm going to add Townsend. I'm going to add Drinkwater. I'm going to get Val to not just run. I'm going to get Val to start chiming in and running like inside lines and then playing back out to the winger. Yeah. So that the winger scores a try. It's not Val scoring underneath the post. It's like, 
or getting tackled 10 metres out and then we've got to try and find another play, as soon as they start cutting back across, just throw it up and over and the winger will score in a corner. Like, mm. he's an innovator. He, he honestly is one of the well, coach most Dalian innovative coach of the year, deservedly so. coaches that had I've a, seen. Had a, had a good spray at them because uh, he can. <laughs> um, yeah. Ollie. Have say something. Follow that. Follow that. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> and, and, and just and just please let me explain myself because at first it's going to sound worse than it is, but I'm about to rain on party uh, Barney's parade a little bit because I do think the Cowboys will actually drop off a little. I'll, I'll have my own and little parade. I am. You, can you have your else. have your parade while I speak, but <laughs> there. I okay. am tipping. Not by much though, and let me speak. A drop out <laughs> of the top four just because. You have had so many players at the um, at the start of last year. We potted them, as you said. Mm. There have been so many players, and I'm not going to explain my analogy because if you want to see what I'm doing here, you can go to Footy and Froffies on YouTube to watch the clip. The Cowboys are a team that we um, most of their players, our expectations were here, and they rose up to here. I don't think everyone's going to remain here. I, I don't think a, a, anyone's really going to drop down here, but I feel like there will be some players that probably half the players who did play as well, and Barney did bring that up, who aren't going to play as good as they did in 2022. I'm not sure exactly who, but when you look at sides, a side who has a breakout season and surprises everyone, usually there's a couple each year, at least one of them drops back down a little bit now. I'm not saying drop out the top eight or anything. I don't think there are a chance of dropping out the top eight. As a matter of fact, it, when I say miss the top four, I'm saying possibly on points differential or by two points. I still think they're a premiership contender. I don't think any of that changes. All I'm really saying is maybe they lose one or two more games from last year. And I think they might come towards the start of the season a bit more, not exactly at the start where maybe they, they comes a point where they do need a bit of a wake up call where maybe they can't become a little too comfortable and I think Peyton's the right bloke to sort of kick him back into gear. But I, I'm not tipping top four right now. I'm saying I'll say I'll say fifth. I I do think they're that team that might drop down a little bit in the regular season. But I'm not cancelling out their premiership hopes at all. And I think you're completely justified, Barney, because I think, and I feel like we've gone a little bit different in terms of our prediction because the Sharks and the Cowboys are the two teams who really overperformed last year. And you can go one or two ways with them because ne neither team is probably going to be at the level they are at last season due to the surprise element of it. They're either going to surpass that or they're going to drop back down a bit. You've tipped the Cowboys to surpass that, which is completely understandable. I'm just tipping them to drop back down that the very like that little bit. They could still nearly be as good as last year, but I feel like they might just miss out on that top four. Isn't there more X factor here than at the Sharks though? We like uh, what you see is what you get the Sharks, which is fine. It's good, and it, it's not purely off X factor though. And I, and I, I, I am trust. I am trusting at least that the Sharks will at least replicate that defensive effort that they did throughout last season. The Cowboys had great defense as well, but I, I feel like that might be more beneficial to the Sharks there. And I, I just feel like. On paper, in certain areas, there are better players, but I, I just I understand where you're coming from because I feel like this is a, a, a it, this isn't something where I'm leaning too heavily one way, but I'm just sort of leaning to to the fact that uh, I've seen in the past there are teams who do 
dropped down once they've had that season. And it, it's just for me, there were so many players we weren't expecting anything from at the Cowboys. And we had, we we knew, thought we knew what we got with them. And it just absolutely spiked back up. Even a player like Peter Hiku, who didn't really get spoken hey, about. He had a, ago, one of his best seasons. Samalolo fucking shouldn't be playing first grade footy. Yeah, I did not say that. I said oh, he should have been moved to prop. Okay, should he moved well, to Newcastle? To no, play I said he should have been. <laughs> no, I'm. Yeah, I said he should have moved to prop. Which at the time, Unless, he, that's the way if, he was playing. But Nicora, they had the other players come in, those young players who played absolutely out of their skin. I just don't think every single one of them is all is going to play out Ollie, of it's their skin. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just explaining so, my yeah, point yeah, of view. Yeah, and yeah, I, I'm I saying, saying I think we I, I'm just saying I think we both even though we've got sort of different <laughs> opinions on where we think the Cowboys will go, I don't think either of them are completely out of the, the, the question and it's just a matter of seeing what side of the coin. You've got Nanai and Luki who both are ball-playing back rowers that can create opportunities. And then Tamalolo who can run over the top of people and also ball play. I actually think, so, uh, actually Luciano's a big out because he was yeah, a, the biggest body. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even know and a that ball he player. was but, well, like, neither but did big I. body ball player was... It was pretty good for them at the back end and, and having a full preseason. That there. is a big out, but, but we'll see but, what but happens. Would have actually been tremendous. We don't know where but it's going. Like if the Sharks, if Nakora developed a ball playing game plus an offloading game, and then you're going to play McGuinness at thirteen as a ball player, yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from, but I I can't see that happening with the Sharks. So it, 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 for I don't me, think it's all about ball playing. For, how do you unlock I defenses? I think you can just unless you've got really good run over the top of teams. If you can, and you've got that strength. Playing. Strength. The sharks. The sharks are a small pack. It's all leg speed and fitness, yeah. and, and the cowboys do exactly the same thing. But they've got the X factor in the big bodies that can reach over the top and offload. But that's and, where it's but ha- X factor was actually. What, what can come had his best season as Tigers well. in that that couple of years he was there. Last year was his best season, and that big body off the, I assume off the bench. Um, He'll throw himself at the line and just when it needs to, it just when it needs to happen, he'll get him re going again. Caught as a smaller prop. How many times have you seen Nanai like hit and spin and fall out of a tackle and score a try or lean or over jump. someone and pop a ball and the, the fucking center scores out? So, like, you didn't see Nakora doing that. You didn't see no. like Finnegan doing that or McGuinness. Nakora. You saw um, him getting their leg speed and getting in behind the line and forcing them to back like, defense the back pedal. The Cowboys are doing the same thing. Plus, they have that little bit of extra. Anyway, Nakora. <laughs> actually, Fenning's. I want to say disappointing, but he. We thought he was going to be. He, he came good at the back end of the year, style but... player, but he's he's a little bit more one dimensional. Than I agree with you, Barn. I agree with you in terms of that, Barn. And then um, you Griffin Tom Gilbert's a loss, but Griffin Neem, same same sort Absolutely. of thing. Uh, Robson at dummy half is. You've inspired me, and you've still got um. And there's, the they've got two points leave. of attack. Like Townsend has a good kicking game, but he also can play. Like he's a, also a very good ball player. Mm. He's a he plays the long ball. Dearden plays the short ball. Moylan just sort of runs around in circles and occasionally pops a ball that someone runs through a hole, yeah. and it all gets relied on Plus Nico. Deaton, and a, if you're in a if you're in a prelim final or a grand final. Deedon's going to be rushing line and chop you in half and put you in your ass, and Absolutely. Moylan's going to be there hoping his plasticine doesn't And fall he's still going to try legs. and kick a field goal, whereas Moylan's going to grab it and go, oh, no. where's someone else? Where's Nico? Fucking, you know, where's, where's Val? Val should be back there. Val will kick it from 30 Sounds out. like you're excited. 
Barney. Uh, no one's under pressure. I'm excited for the Sharks as well. Like I, I think yeah. it's going to be like I think this is going to be one of the closest competitions. I agree, and we'll get you from that. We've, we've 15, got to sign off like, at some point. So we'll get 14, to that. 14 to first. Uh, there's been days of test cricket that have gone as, shorter than this, but, but uh, the the I agree, and it's it's a salivating comp, and it, there's going to be like every game. But there's going to be three teams that you're not going to have to worry about, but the rest of them are all going to be can, every game's going to mean something, and yeah. everyone knows they can come and get Penrith now. So it's exciting to see. Anyway, where are we at? Uh, final word Donks. on final word on <laughs> the Cowboys. Barney's blowing his load, so he needs a smoke. Uh, I'm going to open a Coke and top up with some vodka. Ollie, any got to add on the Cowboys? I will say top eight definitely good chance of making the top four, but might just miss out. Still a premiership contender. I'm saying top. I'm saying run the Quinella with the. We'll get to that. Mm, I've never heard it. of that team. Barney's just, uh, Barney's just uh, got it, me a little excited. No, I'm saying they're running second behind the Roosters, the and I would be very surprised if they don't make the grand final. Penrith fourth, you're saying? Third. Mm, Sharks fourth. Interesting. I love it. It's exciting. Now Wait till the ladder predictions. Wait till the ladder. <laughs> a little bit. No of, more spoilers. What, no is more spoilers. This, I, what I love about this season, uh, and I hope that camera battery is going to last, I might need to grab a charger on that, is um, you can make so many cases that every team's going to improve by the Dragons, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and and Probably some teams are going to come back with it. Like mm. there's dead set, I think fourteen teams can make the eight. Can I get you excited about the Bulldogs? I think we can. Let's talk about yeah, them. Yeah, let's. They I, I, the I like the Bulldogs. <laughs> the Sea Eagles. They start we with spoke the... about the Sea Eagles, all right? Oh, <laughs> they, they, they start with the fucking. <laughs> it's just usually you make so many mistakes in reading these things out. We just, Do just I? we just assume that you. We just, no, we just no, assume we'll you away. made another one. Well, we've got the this. we got the Bulldogs up next, and I would read out their draw, but it's in front of this bloke. Yeah, someone else has done the work of getting the. The Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs will be taking on the Manly Ringer Sea. Eagles in round one, the team that they versed in round 25, 2022. So technically for these two teams, they will be playing back-to-back games against each other. Daggy, I'll let you take it away. (laughs) Try not to screw it up. Anything else? I I said take it away. Go. Jamie, Jamie, can we fact check that? (laughs) (laughs) Where's my vodka? It's in the fridge. should be great. Oh, it's in there. Why isn't it up top? He's doing a good job at reading out the Absolutely. block. No, anyway. It's, it's next to the scotch. Okay. They got the Storm That's second it. round. Tigers third round. Warriors, Cowboys, Bunnies, Eels, Sharks to start the uh, competition. A little bit tough. That's tricky. Look, shut up, Siri. <laughs> they, um, it is. Sorry, I shouldn't pop that back. Anyone else want to here? You've got Warriors twice. Canberra twice. Shut up, Siri. The Sharks, Knights, Seagulls. All right. Yeah, no, no, we don't need, we don't need the whole draw. It's okay. They no, play. Oh, you're twice. twice. Well done. Oh, stop, it, stop embarrassing yeah, I did him. This. Good job. He's humiliated now. <laughs> I did like six job, hours Barney. of notes. Of course I did this. Give us, give us your 17 then while you're doing that. And I'm going to see if I can. <laughs> so, uh, the, well, well, the mail is that Hayes Perham's going to yeah, start no, fullback. Is, I was just about to say, I was going to do an Train Oliver and say off. Avarillo should be playing fullback. I agree. Because that's where they had him all last year. But apparently the coaches come out and said Hayes Perham's going to be playing mm-hmm. fullback. So, if Hayes Perham's playing fullback, that means Josh Adokar and probably Braden Burns are playing on the wing. 
and that would leave Carrez and Avarillo in the centres. It would. would it? Unless you want to yeah. chuck or Alamonte. Alamonte or even um, the steroid muncher. He's, <laughs> he's, he's signed for 2024. <laughs> yeah, he's legend. not there. That wasn't a legend. He's, no, still, he's, banned. Banned. he's, he's <laughs> still banned. He's still banned. He's still banned. He's not a he's not a Bulldogs player yet. It's next year, buddy. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're too excited. Stop Burton being so excited. Burton and Flanagan in the halves. I've got um, Max King and Thompson in the front row. Buddy's, buddy's come up and about now. Look at him. <laughs> uh, I think you're both hit like you're, you're on the upper echelon now. Yeah. Reed like Mahoney it. at <laughs> hooker. Kick out. I've got um, Raymond Fatala Mariner in at 12 and Sutton in at 13. Mm. Bailey Biondo as the 14 and the utility player. Topine in at 15. Tavita Pangai Jr. in 16 and Davey in 17. I should have done this first, but Corey Allen's gone. Matt Dury's gone. Dufty, Hetherington, Jackson, retired. Uh, Marshall King, Naden, Shoup, Sia Mungafinai, Joe Stimson, Paul Vaughan, Brendan Wakeham have all left. They've picked up New Brown from the Tigers. Nice signing. Brandon Clark, Andrew Davey, Samuel Hughes, Kikau, Marnie, Olapau signed today from Brisbane, the gun up there that has vowed to never play for the Broncos. Franklin <laughs> Pele, Hayes Perham, Jacob Preston, Ryan Sutton from Canberra. If you uh, go back and do a bit of reading, yeah, probably, he's probably he, pretty correct. He um, never playing for the Broncos. There's issues at the fucking. He, well, he uh, alleged as well. He, him, and his manager, who I believe is Matt Adamson. Yep. made some allegations that apparently there were certain terms in his contract it's that the Broncos signed that they did not that they did not adhere mm. to apparently multiple yes. so um I hear hook Griffin's doing two jobs he's coaching the dragons he's recruitment <laughs> manager junior development at the Broncos so couple of notable from notable admissions for Martin and Brown Ockenbore, probably not notable yeah Chris Potato. <laughs> potato probably not Pele. So who was your bench going in? I had Topine, Tavita Pangai Jr., yeah. Davey, and Biondi Odo as the utility. Okay. The New, New Brown pushes at 17, I think, but I'm fine with that. That's fine. Uh, Biondi Odo can play six, seven centers. Yep. I don't think New yeah, yeah. Brown can do that. No, nah, hooker. He hooker. can play nine and six. He's more of a bench utility. He, he's he's probably a better player than Andrew Davey, actually. Well, I think Brown as well. He yeah, but if you once you've got one utility, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. playing a oh, second. Yeah. We, we, who cares? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> um, You're just jealous that he left the Tigers. <laughs> No, oh, oh, look at him. Uh, oh. He was right. going to win a McCall. So apparently... They kept, they kept Simpkins in there. Actually, that's a good point. Room. Well, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. well. The past is the past. You're done? We look to the future. <laughs> all right, so... You're done yet? So, you know... Right, where are we going? Well, first of all, can I just start by saying yes. these oh. fuck-knuckle um, Penrith fans... That are now uh, against, change the Bulldogs every, logo. Like fuck off. Canterbury have you seen how, have you seen how it's got a good ring to it. I ha, like it. Oh, have you seen? But have you seen how the salary cap competition works? This is what happened. The same thing happened it's, with the, the the sharks or the Penrith Tiger Sharks. Yeah, remember yeah, <laughs> Penrith. <Tiger. laughs> we bought three tigers. We bought three Panthers. It, it, it's technically, state, tiger technically the Tigers uh, bought more ti- uh, Tigers bought more Penrith players this year than it's, the Bulldogs. It's almost it's, as if Penrith have a really good junior great, development yeah. system and can't keep all the players or oh, something, and they have to go elsewhere. I don't yeah. know. Like so, 
But and they've all look, they've all come through. They've played together. They've connections. Ferraldo's there now. We didn't meant well. We're, I just did mention Ferraldo's a coach. <laughs> he's, <laughs> got, he's got raps. It's his first time in. Uh, can you see him being as successful as as Peyton? Is this is this the year for Canterbury? Or no, we, I think they missed. The, I uh, think they just missed. I agree. Not. I think just. just. I think there is again. There is. It is within the realm of possibility that they sneak in there as a a surprise team to make the eight. But currently, as well, I'm tipping them just to miss out. They're in that periphery, though. Big year for the props. They need two X Factor, X factor players. Luke Thompson, I think. A forward Luke Thompson's player. no good thing to start the season yeah. there because I think X they're factor. trying to get rid of him because he's on yeah. 900 or whatever he's on. Well, it's weird stupid. because when he – it depends. Um, if he plays as an out-and-out prop, he I don't think he's had a bad game. But when they start changing him around and You'll play stuff prop like now. that, yes. play prop he ha- yeah, I think he has to and that's his um, best. For Tyler Marin. Kiko, they've got – They've got – well, Luke Thompson should, at his best is an X Factor player, but – They've now Kickow and TPJ, who won a comp with Penrith uh, as a Spacro combination. Tyler Mariner, they've got Topine, they've got Davey, they've got Pele, they've got Waddell. They've got plenty of blokes that can fill them. X Factor, X Factor there. Uh, Burton's signed long term. Uh, Fox is red hot. Hasn't moved to fullback, so obviously that was never really happening. And could well captain the side because he's been great. Uh, Hayes Perham is an... Is somebody that going to get to that? Yeah. So, 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 where is yeah? Where's that? So, that what's the thinking there? Oh well, there's, he's got a lot more skill factor than Avarillo. Yeah. Like realistically, and Avarillo probably twelve months down the track, honestly, probably isn't in this team. Mm. Like we've we asked ourselves questions for the last year and a half. Where does he play? What is he? Where is he? How does yeah. he play? He's a backup. Six, he's a backup center, he's a backup fullback. Could you see him maybe and now they've got you know, Hayes Perham. Is it time to just embrace the 14? Like I was gonna, well, could he eventually? Is it not out of the side, just, but just in, stay that role. in the team? Yeah, I, they, well, could. he'd be he'd be in front of Bailey beyond the Yeah, yeah, realistically. So he would have that 14 position, yeah. But they've gone out of their way to make sure that, like, I thought Perham was an out and out winger, but if you do look at him, he's got. A hell of a lot of talent. He's got speed. He's got size, and could realistically be a very good fullback. So, mm. if that's where they're going to go, and you got Josh Adokar, you'd probably end up putting Burns on on the wing, or no, Alamotti on the wing, and then Burns and Kiraz in the centres. So, Avrilo now doesn't have a spot. He probably does go to Alam- fourteen, and then yeah. Alamotti's a centre. You'd think you can work with Karaz and Alamotti on an edge more than flipping it the other way. Anyway. Oh, we'll put Burns on the. Burn, yeah, yeah, Burns. yeah. Yeah, Burns, Burns and Josh Adokar. Decent defensive centre, the too, Braden, And then you've got Alamotti and Kiraz in the centres. Burton, Flanagan. Flanagan's a worry. Like, So this, yeah, this is the next thing. So. <laughs> There's two absolute clutch halfbacks under pressure here. At least one of them. We've already talked about the other one. Where, what does the future hold for Kyle Flanagan? He's got a very good kicking game. But he realistically is going to be the halfback for the team that is at best probably fifth from the bottom. Like the team that runs 12th or 11th every year. And that's... Is that what you're saying that these teams are? No, no. I think this team's going to finish slightly above it because... But if he was oh, to yeah. leave, the, if the he was to leave the Bulldogs, he's, he's going to the, up at one of those. He's probably going to the Dolphins. No, he's getting yeah. moved on next year. 
like they are they going out of their way to they're going to finish probably ninth or tenth this year, and not blame him. They will move him on say, and thanks, bring somebody yeah. in to play his position. Yep. The year after. Yep. Like he is not going to get a team in. Like maybe get a team into the top well, eight if there's particularly other shit given going they, on they around him. But somehow supposedly potentially have Mitch Moses up well, like, Look at him. He's he is what? He's probably the ninth or tenth best halfback. So he's probably going to lead a team to yeah. ninth or tenth in the competition. Ninth or tenth like, is high. A, a, a ha- like, half back. Not best. half but half that's back. At his yeah. best. There there aren't many these days. And then you have like, to put everybody else around yeah. him and all the rest of it. So um I can't he, imagine him being in long term plans. No. No no definitely Neither not. Is Luke he's like twelve months Two years at the absolute max. Yeah. I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets moved on before the end of the year. And they might even put Avarillo in there to play six and push fucking Burton to seven. But yeah. <laughs> mm, uh, who knows? Yeah. Might yeah. not be mm. the best choice, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. So Matt Burton, um, breakout year, had was it the uh, the lower ranked Nico Hines of last year, I guess. Oh, became his own star. Yeah. Had, had the had the combination with uh, Fox. He's uh, never really tremendous. controlled, but not a controlling half. A he's kicking, got. He's a kicking. So, so and actually, we, we had these moments throughout last year that um, yes, he's fast. Uh, could have stayed at Penrith and been the best centre in the game. Probably a brilliant thirteen. Probably a brilliant centre, but he's very, very one-dimensional. How many games last year where they'll get the last and go? I'm just going to kick it as high as I yeah. can. It'll come down somewhere, and it yeah, will. But imagine him behind. Um, oh, if you had yeah, Andrew Johns. No, 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 good, but, but even, like, fucking, like, look at the Jackson team. Jackson Hastings? Who do you think's going to run eighth or ninth this year? Look at him behind White and, and Fogarty at Canberra Raiders, playing 13. Well, I'll but, yeah, I'd play for six and then White at 13. No, no, yeah. but, but even, like, leaving them two there yeah, 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 yeah. and let, put him in at 13 and let him inject himself on either side of the field, yeah. run, I'll put him at center. pass when he wants, and then... When the when the kicking game gets under pressure, they give it back to this bloke who and kicks the fucking thing fifty meters in the yeah. air and it swings around in circles. Yeah, <laughs> but but what does yes like? I don't feel he's not controlling. He's a fantastic half. player. I don't yeah. feel like he. Well, he's not Brad Fittler. I don't feel like he is a. a, no, a he needs he's a match Andrew, winning five eight, but he he's not a Andrew great. Johns. Yeah, he's he needs not a, a great. He needs a Jerome Hughes. Jerome, Jerome Hughes would be his yeah. best fucking thing that he Fogarty. could ever have. He, Even Fogarty. Yeah. He needs one of the only six halfbacks that are alive and well, playing today to be in his side. He needs someone to put him in positions on the field where yeah. he can do his best work, which is either attack the line with support on the inside and outside or just put a so, fucking so do big people ass work, bomber. Do people but, work that out this year? or do uh, They won't get at him. They're very good at protecting him, aren't they? Yeah, they are going to we, especially him. Yeah. And this forward Kick pack. Albie. Let's yeah. talk about well. this forward pack. So, this forward pack. Uh, Max King, they should back and back yeah, him yeah, at absolutely. prop. They should. Uh, Fatal has come back off a long-term injury. Got the webs out last year. Full preseason. Fantastic. Sutton's a big kick out in. Sutton in. And you have TPJ coming off the bench and hopefully busting blokes. I know Gump potted him maybe towards the start of last year, but I feel like Corey Waddell's come quite good into Probably deserves a spot at least on the bench there for the Bulldogs. I think probably he had a really in front good, of Davey, a, yeah. a good back end to the season yeah. last year. Corey Waddell, yeah. Uh, so, but Sutton and Kikau, like they're both going to be. You're going to have you're going to have Kikau on his left side and Sutton on his inside. Like 
you're yeah. not going to run defence at him all night because you're going to have Kikau coming yeah, yeah, in yeah. and Sutton coming in from the other side. So he's not going to get wasted in defence. Yep. And then when you're running the ball, you can't team up on him because you've got something on his inside and kick out on his outside. He could just short ball, grubber, fucking like there's so many opportunities for him to play in a dinner suit. Yeah. Like if Burton plays this right, he could do the DCE and just play in a dinner suit for the entire fucking year and basically not get it. Yeah, but you need to have him taking line. You can't have two halves playing in dinner suit. No, no, of course. There will be times when he has to do that. But, Interesting. Yeah. Right, we've talked at length about Appy, about uh, the hooker changes this year. Mm. Reed Marnie, mm. what's he bring? Uh, he's not a horrible player, is he? He's, he's, he's right. quite good. Uh, possibly even an improvement on Marshall King, who was quite good. So, mm. What uh, was the dog's biggest problem last year? I, I don't think Jerry, I don't think Marshall King was one. No, of but them. they got no. run over through the middle. Oh, yeah, adding he's the best defensive hooker in the game. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'd, I'm happy saying that. And you're going to have Kikau, Sutton. Clean service, as we like to say. Davida Pengai Jr., Thompson, Topine in the middle of the field. Like, the, their middle defence will be fantastic, extremely better than what it was. They uh, can't, they, I can't see them getting <coughs> towed up at all. Max King, no, Max King was making 40 tackles every week. Yep. Plus 20 hit-ups, like. I think as well, talking about Burton, if he does happen to get into a rut or he's being targeted a bit, uh, Mahoney has the the ability to sort of maybe go out of take dummy half a bit, take Just like sit. take the ducks out of dummy half and maybe divert that attention more towards him and then play it out to Burton and yeah. give him some more open field. Yeah, Matty, I'm going to take two hits here. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking, I'll yeah. run, I'll get hit, I'll give it to okay, the prop, yeah. and then I'll go again. and then Or even just during a game early on in the game, okay, Bert, the defence is getting to Burton a bit early here or there, just a couple of ducks out of dummy half, and it just makes the defence guess the a little bit. Play the inside. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, I think really good job with the, Really good job as well with... Building a workhorse back five, Alamote, big body, uh, well, grow, still growing into his body, but a, a big body under 19 level, I suppose, which we've seen him. Um, but talented football, I've heard for, well, Gums told us for years that he's the next well, big thing. Karaz works his ass off, uh, and Fox, best winger in the game. He's got a bit of superstar about him, too, so, Kiraz. Yeah, and um, Fox is the best winger in the game. Hayes so, Perham. And Hayes Perham is, as you've spoke, the X factor. So there's a bit of work to be done that, that they've worked out through. Big year for Flanagan, big year for Luke Thompson, who probably needs a job. But I, I can't say him. I can't Thompson see him. Thompson for me is a worry. I can't see him. To be honest, I can't see him finish the season there. And Kyle Flanagan will know <laughs> sooner rather than later about Mitch Moses, I guess. I think I might know a club that could use Luke Thompson if he's playing well at There's prop. lots of clubs that could. Yeah, but I know one in particular. We're getting back to his... Who could also use Mitchell Moses and Ben Hunt and any good player. Yeah, Luke anyway. Thompson, Bailey Biondiodo is they're the two blokes under the most pressure in that team, I, I would imagine, because you've got blokes that are... Ready to take their Ready positions. to take their spots. Yeah, yeah. And, and more coming. Probably even Sutton. Like, and he was hit and miss at Canberra last year, and there's, you know, like, why wouldn't you put TPJ... Like, wouldn't Starting you put... Pavanga Jr. in the lock, or yep. you know? you'd play many in you play TPJ anywhere in that forward pack. Yeah, uh, big if Avrilo because you know Crichton's coming. You've got the big shadow of Crichton yeah, coming. Of course, yeah, of coming he doesn't even have back. a spot at the moment. So you have to prove yourself. You need a job somewhere. 
Dolphins are calling. <laughs> uh, final word. What are we saying? I'm saying just missing the eight, but there is a chance they could make it. And I wanted to do everything I could to put this team into eighth, and I'm still tossing it up, to be honest. But when you're playing Canberra, Cronulla, Parramatta, and the Rabbits twice, you're probably not winning most of those games. It's funny. The draw comes into play with those seven, eight, nines because you need a soft you need you'd love to play the Dragons twice and Warriors twice and you go, cool. There's there's eight points. That well, I'll put it straight out there. I've got the Raiders in eighth and the dogs in ninth, but I wouldn't be surprised if the dogs finished eighth and the Raiders finished ninth. Yeah, fair. I think I, I think the same. I think they're knocking a door. I think next year we'll see we'll see where it's going. They'll find a half. They'll sort out their forward rotation a bit better and it only takes two or three years if you've got a promising kid coming through. To sometimes it takes two or three games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Three months. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else. No, as I said, they'll just miss the eight, but could make it. Barney's uh, on the rant as we approach quarter past one in the morning, and there's nothing better than X Factor in rugby league at uh, Frothy's AM, and we're going to go. Oh, he's Check getting in all with smooth. the. <laughs> let's get to, uh, right, to love songs dedications. So uh, the love muscle they call me. That's it. Uh, the um, Broncos kick off play Penrith on the Friday night. Well, Cowboys, for Dragons, <laughs> yeah. Dolphins, Tigers, Raiders, Titans, Para is their first couple of months. They play all the. Um, they got the worst draw ever. They play all the. Brisbane te- uh, Queensland teams twice. Mm. Also the Eels, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Raiders, Storm twice. Mm. Lots of Saturdays of and Fridays and Thursdays in there as you tend to expect with them. Um, so. Friday 7.30 they, Suncorp. There it is. Logan Bayless, Jock Madden, Ethan Kwai Ward, Tyson Smoothie, Marty Tapau, fan of club there, and they welcome home uh, the prodigal son, <laughs> Reese Walsh. What are you laughing about? They've lost. Barney. They've lost Tyson Gamble, Zach Hoskins, Jermaine Asako, Ryan James, Reese Kennedy, Brenko Lee, Tamari Martin, David Mead, Tessie New, and Jake Turbin. Any final words on David Mead? <laughs> he seemed you know what? I I follow his his actual page that he's got and he he does his podcast and he puts out inspirational quotes every day and I don't always follow them, but you know what? When I'm feeling sad, I see I see him post something inspirational, and I go, "That that's nice." It war- it warms me up a little bit. So thanks, David. He, well, it's like following John Cena on Twitter, something. he's basically yeah, a desktop it, well, calendar. He, you know what? He's he's, you know what he's putting d- out positive vibes I'd to take society. Him over so I think Philip that's Sammy great. You don't bloody don't <laughs> bring that up at all. You get me swinging that's gone on to become a, a professional punter. He's nice. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, the one you used to like, Titans winger. He went on to be a punter. Yeah, he's a punter now, um, and I can't leave his name. Literally, he's he, he does well. But the only one I can think of from like ten years ago who hasn't played in the club for ages is Kevin Gordon. But no, 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 the other winger, Michael Gordon. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a winger. <laughs> at, he wasn't a winger at the Titans. I had to play him at fullback. Oh, a- um, Anthony, Anthony, 
Yeah, the, oh, the Don. The Don, of course. I love the Don. Yeah, the Don. Don. I, I, I still love his race. You were trying to make a statue of... He was the first statue that you wanted built. I still... What do you mean? The, he's the only no, statue I want built. No, no, you wanted, wanted, a, you wanted a Fogarty statue yeah. as well. And I'm not anymore. If you do enjoy your racing, <laughs> you can also check out progroupracing.com. Oh, watch out. You get Anthony Don and progroup racing, I'll come and watch the show live. You know, see when it's coming to show. I'm not friends with him. I just like him a lot. He'd, he'd never speak to him. You're the empire. You've got like the thirty thousand social media. No, no, that's geeks. That's the that's that's Olivet. That's the other guy. Hmm. Anyway, check out rugbyleaguemerch.com. Right. We haven't plugged them. Look at this stuff we're mm, wearing. Right. It's pretty cool. Look at that hats. The one more club. Uh, you'll know all about that. Footy and Frothy's shirt. You got hat. The hats are tremendous. The steins are great. That's a brand. Thanks to everyone that's bought some. Uh, Scotty and the crew. They do a great job. Uh, and all proceeds go directly to our pocket, which I'd like. So <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also men in league somewhere involved, but check them out. Buy some gear. It's good. That would have to be the worst plug <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Why? Four men in league. It's one o'clock in the morning and we've bro. been drinking for fucking five hours, bro. <laughs> anyway, have I, I've done the, the losses and gains, haven't I? I've done that. Done the draw. Um, give us your 17, but. Uh, Reese Walsh will play fullback, I would imagine. <laughs> Corey Oates and Cobbo will be on the wings. Farnworth and Staggs in the centres. Yep. Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds in the halves. Payne Haas, depending if he wants to be there or not. And Flegler in the front row. I think Moses should probably play hooker, but I wouldn't be surprised if Walters starts Moses. at hooker. Moses. Moses. Blake oh, Moser, they've got a, they've got a young, got a young him, hooker yeah, yeah. who's come no, through. No, it'll be one. It'll be one of the other. It'll be bags, Walters. But, um, They'll yeah. play Walters there, but young Moser has been playing representative footy since he's been in junior football, uh, and uh, is uh, there seems to be mail around it will happen. Massive. He's apparently massive rap on being one of the best young hookers coming through the NRL, but we'll play Walters there for now. Uh, <laughs> we've got Ricky and Capewell in the back row. Carrigan at 13. Uh, there's a bit of a question mark here whether you play Pakes or Madden at 14. Paliasia, TC Rabadi, and Marty Tapau in the 17. Uh, I, I I think they'll play Pakes, but I think they should play Jock because he had something. At uh, least. Well, I've got Pakes but as my hooker, to be honest. Well, I just think he's, be, well, he's, he's played a, a little it's bit a bit because they just... need a hooker there. But. Yeah. I, I agree is that uh, they probably will go with Walters. I don't necessarily Apparently think Apparently Blake Moser was like Walters. the under-19 Australian hooker yeah. and but all the rest of it. What they so. might do, it might be an Ezra Mam situation where that they give it a little bit to see how it goes because not too long ago I did see an interview with Pakes and sort of what Brisbane, at least from what I've seen them saying, and apparently it's between Walters, Pakes, and Kobe Heverington, which I think what lets Heverington down there is that he's versatile. So may, maybe a back it. Well, the, he, he can play hooker or back row. So I think he's if you, you're going to have him on he the bench coming runs on. runs over people. Wherever. So, yeah. Um, but, but that's what Br- Brisbane said originally. Um, if they do have um, wraps on this kid, then I think maybe more... In the season, they might give him a chance. Yeah. Put someone before well, him be six or eight and weeks see. Down the year. But yeah, apparently Blake Moser yeah. is an absolute gun hooker. So, see what happens. So, their preseasons have been all sorts of fun and games. Oh, they've had the Ola uh, Ola Pahu 
drama. They've had the uh, other drama with um, the podcast. And the podcast, Selwyn and Cobbo. Cobbo. They've had Payne Haas's mum, unfortunately, mm. be involved in an incident. They've had blokes wanting out, blokes wanting in. I would. I'm not sure I, there's I many think, of them that want in. I th- it, it's clearly a bar- like it's a basket case. <laughs> it's crazy. Poor old yeah. Ben Iken up there probably wishing he was still just in his cruisy role. Playing 360. I also <laughs> wish that. And so I think we most all. people. Sorry, we all do, but that's that. fine. Apparently, Brace growing a lot of people. We'll get to that later. They, or not later, we're going five hours away. We're going so here, did so. you say <laughs> what, growing on? Huh? Did you say Brace growing on a lot of people? Yeah, seems oh, yeah. like. A lot of people like Brace as host. He probably is. Right in, let us know. He's fine. He's, fine. Right. He's, he's in a family. Right in and let us know. I don't watch NRL 360 anymore, so I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I've got to plug Wanless on um, Instagram. Oh, hilarious. I do NRL watch 420 NRL 420. It's hilarious. It is outstanding. <laughs> Come in the show, Ricky. Outstanding, Randy. He's very good. All right. This, this shit bags team. So they were going to win a comp last year, according to some geek. They've still got the same team. Haven't lost a lot. They've got Carrigan from the start. Mm. This should all be good, shouldn't it? It's like the best thing that they've got, though. I think it. Parrigan, I Carrigan. think it. I think it will be, and I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this now. Carrigan and Reynolds. This all be happy days. Well, I, I do think so. And it's great. Well, I I think, because I feel like Barney. Barney's really got something to say, so I'll get my bit out first. But I am. I am tipping top eight for Brisbane because the talent that's there and how we we see how they can play and how they did for a large chunk of last year before it just seemed to all fall off a cliff. I think it is a top eight side, and I feel like this year. It, it's close to top eight or bust, especially for Kevin Walters, the way that they've built up and the way they should have at least made the eight last year when they were sitting in the top four with six rounds to go and then it just completely um, plummeted. Thanks, Brisbane, for making my Canberra tip wrong. I blame <laughs> that on the Broncos. But I feel like the, I, I just feel like this year it's got to be top eight. They have the talent for top eight. I, I, I can see a possibility where they miss out. But I... I I, I think they they should be making the eight with the talent that they have with sort of the teams around them. I think on paper at least, and the way that I saw them play at least for a large part of last year, they are better than Canberra. And I've, that if you're talking about them as the parameter for the the top eight, I feel like this year I'm not saying it will happen, but Brisbane should be a better team than Canberra. Yeah. If so I, just, just so did it, Barney. No, I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll give him the floor last because I'll go first. Because oh. I actually agree with you. Because I, as, as you know, I was bullish on last year. They played great footy at times. Uh, hopefully, Reynolds, the sticky tape around Reynolds' body holds up because without him, I think they're in a world of trouble. He's a year older, never good. Um, I felt, odd, yeah. I felt like well, I'm very old. <laughs> they, I felt like. They gassed out. I think they were the classic example, the, the A1 example of, hey, they had him up and going ready early because a bloke needed to justify his job and too gassed hard, out. Too hard, too early kind and, of and, situation. And gassed out. That being said, they were particularly bad for that last that last six or eight weeks. So I don't think – I don't – I don't think Reese Walsh is an upgrade from what they had there. I don't think he no. is from Tessie New – uh, who could nope. be anything, and maybe even from um, Azaka, yeah, Tamari, more than Azaka. 
Uh, but they've got Selwyn Cobbo, who could be a superstar, but obviously has issues. Actually, I actually think what he said they, the podcast is correct. Or not probably too far right. Off. Probably yeah. right. He's, Kevin Walters seems like a great bloke. bloke. He said Kevin Walters is a great bloke. Yeah. He seems like a great bloke. Three or four blokes have come out and said the exact yeah. same fucking well, thing. And, and said Adam Reynolds. Gamble, coach, Gamble did on a podcast yeah. as well, and that's and why they said, booted him. And um, and said so Adam Reynolds basically coaches him. Yeah. I um. Well, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it Gamble who said that Reynolds great, is the real coach? And it's like, fine to be Mal Meninga when you've got um, the Australian side. Michael, the bloke that's been there. Michael Hagen, but Hagen and, and the he's also got the Australian the side, side, so yeah. they can talented coach themselves. Outside backs like TC Rabadi, who's not happy there at the moment. Payne Haas, one of the best front rowers in the competition, that's not happy there at the moment. I know there's outside fucking parameters when you're talking about Haas. <laughs> like, there's how many, how many players in the last twelve months have had issues about being at the Brisbane Broncos? I, I, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just four, five, and six it, of it's them. It's not the old, and, and uh, I, I assume the older <laughs> blokes are no better than to say so in public. But uh, yeah, but, but, but does that make it any better that they're not saying it? Probably not. They're probably still thinking the same fucking thing. I can guarantee. Hey, no, but, hey. they, they asked. They asked um, fucking Corey Oates about it, and all he did was the PR thing about, "Oh, I'm not going to say anything." And like, if you actually went, "No, I'm backing my coach in here," you'd be going, "No, but he's great. He's brilliant. He does everything he can to bring the team." Well, Corey together. Oates is a, a bit different because he's just the, saved, just, saved just his to, career. Just to buddy so. quietly, and it, I'll let you get going. Yeah. To take us right back to two and a half hours ago, do you then forgive Seabold for what he tried up, like for trying up there? Because maybe, maybe you can't win at Brisbane. Maybe yeah, maybe, it's such, maybe the joints yeah. rooted. Maybe, maybe it's maybe no one can make it work unless Darren Lockyer and Gordon Tallis come and coach. Like maybe it just never works. They now they as I said they have the team, the talent to make it work now, which they probably didn't have two three years ago. Just on Selwyn Cobbo though. I will say this, all of this has happened in the off-season, right? He's not actually played bad as a result yet. So we can't, I guess no, we can't no. say it, it's going to impact and, him and either and way I just yet. I'm not but, treating and, it and, as and a playing will. On the, I'm, I'm playing taking, on the wing, I think. You've got to take him as fair. How did he go after Origin last year? I don't think he was horrible. I don't think he was dreadful. He wasn't as good. Uh, At the got, start of the year, there was a slow. He didn't I think play he's the last there was, he's, there was, What is he, 19? Was he gas though? Up like, I will, no, yeah, I will I agree know. because up until <laughs> up until like there's a lot of weird shit. Going I will on say up this: there, up, up until Origin, he was slowly he was sort of, of getting better every game, and he there. seemed like a better player every game after Origin. It just there wasn't a climb anymore, and maybe a bit back down. But I don't think he was dreadful or anything. Go and, back and to may, that, maybe go it back helped. to the podcast and have a look at the date that it, that was recorded. What? Date. It was when a week after Origin. It was a week after Origin. Oh, that podcast. I thought you were talking about our, our it's podcast. Also it know, is, it's also interesting how it's It was a week randomly, after Origin. That, that it's weird that, they, that, that, that randomly recorded. surfaced two weeks. Like, there's... Yeah. It's weird. There's so much bullshit going on up there, and it's not funny. <laughs> like... Even think but you go like even well Abbott Kelly thinks gone now, isn't he? But uh, yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, he's yeah. in training. Wait, I need to update my prediction yeah, for the top eight. Yeah, he's another buy of the year. Have you predicted? Wasn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was good for Brisbane yes, when he right. played. Unfortunately, he tried to punch on with Payne Haas, which he yeah. tried on his no, shoes. Apparently, yeah, he did. 
Yeah, but, but anyway, everything upsets it's, um, me in these days. Apparently, so we're we're all we're all prognate we're all prognosticating about things we don't actually know about and speculating that yeah this and I, and I sort of agree with it. it the joint's a bit fucked, uh, but but, um, no, but realistically, just, what 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 are they bringing to the table here, Bart? And you can't write them off. This no, is a good team. Absolutely not. They've got a very talented playlist. Like, all right, Barney, tell us why the Broncos are going to win the wooden spoon mm-hmm. this year. No, no, I don't have them winning the wooden spoon, and. I don't have them that far off the eight, to be honest. But team morale, uh, fitness at the back end of the year. Like, seriously, you do not drop away that badly at the back end of the year if your team's not fit. So what does he do this year? He ramps it up, makes them fit as anything. And, like, to your point earlier, so what does he do? Does he get them really ramped up at the start of the year and they fall away even worse at the back end of next still, year. He's probably or fighting for his job. He's probably yeah, not exactly. far off. Or yeah. does he taper him at the start of the year and go, oh, I'm happy to take four out of eight losses and then we'll ramp up from there and then make a premiership tilt? They ain't making no premiership tilt at the back end of this year, Brisbane. Is there a chance that the board of directors, at least at Brisbane, because of the culture and the history of the club and the success, blah, 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 that... If at this point now Brisbane misses the top eight, they move on. Yeah, hundred percent. Because um, like is top eight the because again I think he's off. I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone halfway through year. the year. I think he's off, he only signed a one year Penrith Cowboys. Cowboys and then a not a bad draw <laughs> after that. But they got a better than decent back five. Pretty like, good draw. You got Walsh, Oates, Farnworth, uh, Stags, career Cobo. Last like, year. Th- there's some good players in that back five. Herbie but apparently is now staying. He's he's a, yeah. He had a breakout year. It's now under pressure stags, so was going to be the world's best centre. Yeah. It's crazy how stags is. Apparently carried a separated shoulder or something like that for it, a lot yeah. of last year, um, which is nice to have an excuse, but he's <laughs> now got to step up and do it. And Cobo's going to – like this is now big second – you've got second year Cobo, second year Mam, third year Walsh off for shit second year. Uh, no hooker, and they've got a decent and forward a half, back, but their rotation and a half sucks back, a half back that's playing on two rubber bands and some plasticine. Palacio was meant to be the next big thing. Did fuck alls. TC now Rivardi, he's going to some club. Thing. I don't know. You got Marty Tapao that was absolutely lambasted from left, right, and centre coming from Manly. Now is going back. Like, it, does he start like in the seventeen for? The Broncos? In a way, that, that to me seems like a bit of a waste of a signing, to be honest, because there are other teams out there who probably could have used him in a more I think he starts because they don't... They probably does start because they don't generally like to start flagly, do they? they? They don't have a utility. There is not a utility no. in that team unless you Billy probably... Walters is... Pakes is probably the one. Well, and Billy Walters that means utility, that Walters has Walters to play playing. nine. Yeah. And then Pakes has to play... No, well, it's or, Jock Madden. Jock Madden's not a first grader. Anyway. He's better he's better than Corey Pake. <laughs> I I think we might see Jock pop up a couple times during the season like we saw him at the Tigers, but I, I don't He's better than Corey Pake. Outside top thirteen as a hooker, I like struggle to the think that there's much coming out of that top thirteen. Palacia is someone that I can see growing, but he's already signed to go elsewhere next year. So why, he's the next for feed no, can't Palacia. Palacia is going yeah. to the Dolphins, I'm pretty Ti- sure. No, it's uh, the Titans. Titans next Wasn't year. Wasn't he released? So no, nah. nah. twenty twenty four. Yeah, right. it's a year Who after. Who was released? Willison. I like, mean, their top yeah. players are going to be Cobo if he 
switched on. Reynolds will be the best player. I think so. Game week in, week out. Even if you do play play him in a bit of a dinner suit, as you said, with with the injuries and that, I think he's still. It's Flegler and Carly. Ezra Mam has to be Dylan Brown this year. Yeah, absolutely has to. Be. Otherwise, and he won't even go close. And Flegler and Currigan. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Flegler and Currigan will be their best players. Like, Mam will be good, but. He's not. He's not going to be Dylan Brown. Yeah, Carrigan's the Carrigan's the hope of the side. The best and lock in the game. Flagler is going to have to bash people yeah, and make it. sure that they get through the middle of the field. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Hass just packs up shop and doesn't play footy for the next twelve months. I wouldn't but, touch. I wouldn't. I mean, from a super coach point of view, I wouldn't be touching Hass with a ten foot pole because it is. He's, he's even and, got, and, and he wanted out last year, and yeah. mate, the bloke was getting booed at Suncorp. So how well he's even got issues I, with I Walters, so, the yeah. club, or just all personal issues, yeah. or, or all three of them. And yeah, that, what does that lead to? Um, Walsh was no big hit at the Warriors, and if you're going to be the well, best the player in any team, so he's the hope you should side. be they've the let, best team let player at the Warriors. Very capable fullbacks go in New and Martin. Um, it's Mari Martin, and I don't know if they're getting that out of Reese. I think Blake Moser will be their best player, and okay. he probably won't get a start until round six or seven, and he'll be close Touch, to the Carrie best hooker be in the comp. But yeah, but or Reynolds, chuck him in as there as well, and you know, Hetherington yeah. possibly, but he's still not going to start the the. He's probably not going to get a start in their seventeen until round four or five, so. Mm. I think I he, can see he Brisbane be getting absolutely pumped for four or five weeks, and then having to change up their whole lineup. And Ezra Man might get them a couple of games here and there, and I, I can see them struggling. Yeah, Barney, okay. your comments make me sad because last <laughs> year you were going on about Ezra Man even before he was in Brisbane's side, and now yeah, it seems I'm, your I'm love for, it gonna, seems your love for him is just. No, I'm saying he's going <laughs> to. He'll be the only reason they win. He's crying right now in Brisbane. <laughs> he's, he's sad. <laughs> you, said he, you said he wasn't as good at a running half as... He's a great running half. Dylan Brown. You said great he wasn't as good half. as Dylan Brown. Now he's sad. He's he's crying. No, he's not as good a ball player as Dylan Brown. His running game is fantastic. He's got some decent... But he can't not ball play height, like some Dylan good Brown. size on him. Like he's, right. Say yeah. something positive, bud. Carrigan's um, a superstar. They, they're going to build a nice platform. They won't finish in the bottom they four. They need better service. Yeah, we bottom four. I, I can see I can see him going on a streak. I can see injury or origin taking a toll and they'll finish ninth, I reckon. Probably a second. Ninth. I've got him top eight but could miss out. Well, I th- I was at all hopes in the world and now you've shattered me. <laughs> where where do Why I Why don't you list your faith in me, the reigning bowl predictions winner? I, well I will. I've got them third well, eight. So I, I do have but them in the bottom four. No, you don't, because of Bottom four is now 17. 17. So yeah. they're just we should, out of the We should rename the bowl prediction show at the end of the Jake Clifford. 17, 16, hour. 15. Oh, just out. You've made me sad. All right. That's it. Any final words? No. And, um, so, what we need to talk no. about now, given we're pushing five hours, uh, is. This sounds, our top, we're all well and truly intoxicated. This our top eight. I'm out of game. Coke. This sounds like a Jim Cornette podcast juice. at this point. A little bit of Dan Carlin thrown in, but that's fine. You should say Coca Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola, yeah, now we yeah, don't do the yeah, other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we look like we're not in a Newcastle cubicle here. Come on, men of class. Now, Where's Kurt, man, when you need him? We need to on tip Newcastle's a... Bench. So what I want to do is I tip... 
is let's start with the top eight. Barney, your top eight. Right. We start Do from we, the bottom should, should or the top? We, should we just run 17 to 1, just boom, because How we've spoken about all the same. too much for my brain. I haven't read it down. Well, let's just, no, we'll, we'll just, just can no, Barney and I read out no, our we'll 17 to 1? We'll just do the eight, eight together. What? Yeah. So who's finishing eighth, Adrian? Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Hang on, let me think. Are we all... I'm going to say I'm going to say the Tigers. Fuck you. That dreadful. Um, eighth, I've got the Eels. I'd write this down because I was going to tip. Or you changed it. I did. Yeah. All right. Seventh, I'll go first this time because he's not got anything. The Rabbitohs. Barney, seventh. Seventh, I have, hang on. I have Melbourne Storm running seventh. Ooh. Agree. All right. Sixth, I've got the Broncos. I have Parramatta running sixth. Okay. Parramatta. Fifth. No, Parramatta seventh. Who did I say for seventh? Storm. Storm. Yeah, Para sixth. Fifth, I've got the Cowboys. South. South Sydney. Fourth, I've got the Storm. Cronulla. On their spine. Storm. You just tipped the Storm seventh, by the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, Not Storm. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh, good year for the Storm. Sorry, Para Souths. Who's left? What am I going here? (laughs) Uh, 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 This is what happens when I don't do notes. Oh, this is the list here. Penrith. Penrith running. All right. Penrith fourth. Six. There you go. All right. Third. Six. No, I said Souths. <laughs> you, no, you said South six. You said para, s- you said south. Storm seventh, though. Tigers, and Storm, then you said para, Storm. South. Okay. Mm. Then Penrith. Okay. Last time you tipped Penrith fourth, I'm pretty sure they won the comp two years ago. But anyway. Um, fourth. Fancy uh, third. I've got the Sharks. What about fourth? I said Storm. Then you said Chuck. I've got Cowboys running third. Oh, no. I have the Panthers running third. Sharks. Second, I've got the Roosters. Cowboys. Cowboys. First, I've got the Panthers. Roosters. Roosters. Okay. Who have we got? Look, I'll, look I'll, at us with I'll, our big I'll, I'll take over from here, God damn it. Uh, who have you got as your premiers? Roosters. I've got Sharks. Cowboys. Dally M Medalist. Nico's going to be hard to beat in that shitbags team doing a good job again. But I'm going to say Latrell Mitchell because I said it last year and if I jump off, he'll make me look a fool. I'm also going to go off of what I said last year and Latrell Mitchell as well. Thomas did. Ooh, I like it. The Daggian medal. So who are we going to have as our player of the year? Daggio. I'm tipping, and I was going to go close to Yo, but Cam I'm going... Cam Murray second. I, I, There's a Quinella. I've gone, with Ke- I've gone with Cam Murray because we've been spruiking those two guys Cam so Murray. much. And so now we, we emphasise... No, you don't, because we, no, we no, emphasise the no, Fords so much no, and those are no, the two no, Fords no, I think no, we no. we give the most props I to. DC, I think so. Manly are going to be awful and I think DCE... Barney will give DCE he, three points get, every week. No, he's going to get ones and twos in a shitbag team. Okay, I've got Murray. You can go... Because, to be honest, you and Murray are your two boys, so... Didn't. That's... Okay, win both. Buy of the year. Happy. Oregon Kafusi. Ooh. Buy. Happy's in stiff competition now, I think he says. There's okay. a good chance the buy of the year, though, will be Brandon a Brandon Smith, actually. No, Brandon Smith. And he'll be an underrated <laughs> by the year because the Roosters will be hot anyway and no one will realise because they're all dumb shits. So and we'll realise that Brandon Smith is by the year. And some, it, some, idiot, some idiot will get but Hooker of the year. That's not him. 
Three buyers of the year, top three. Smith, Coruscant, Marnie. Yeah, Reed and Marnie. That, that's all we had. That's all you told me to... Wooden spoon. To, wooden spoon. Oh, well, that's right, because we didn't go through our 17. Dragons! Like I thought we would. Dragons. 17, I've got Warriors, because they suck so bad. Yeah, all the Warriors. Yeah. With Dragons, yeah, the Warriors. <laughs> Angus, you to finish on? Um, it's been a good show. It's been a long show. It was it's good five hours. We've just ticked over five hours on air. Whatever we've drunk in between, and we've had multiple breaks in between. If we had a lovely dinner. It was a very delicious dinner. Some pork right. belly. Ooh. I was hoping just to press that button right on five hours. But here, you are. if you made this far, we promise just you, press the button. There would not be another five-hour show this year. Stick around. Previews. Reviews I can't coming promise up. that. If it. <laughs> Neither can I. If you've listened to this show all the way through from the first second to the last second, may- maybe go for a walk. Or no, they probably won't be able to be walking at the time. Yeah, I was going to say, if you they haven't, get out from for here a to walk. Newcastle. There will but be a couple fun. of three hour shows, I can guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, that. yeah, 100% there will be, probably next week. <laughs> but um, Let me predict, it'll be his fault as well. But you know, if, if you're part, if you're on board, you know what you're in for. So thank you for listening. Uh, Rugby League! RugbyLeagueMerch.com. Check that about. out. I need to plug PCTC Tipping Comps. They'll be our tipping partner again this year. Uh, they do a fantastic job. There's free and paid comps. You can jump on them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, as Barney's missus tries to call me to assume to do a wellness check. Buy hats and shirts and, and stuff. Buy hats and shirts from uh, that. And I also needed to read out some of our predictions from social media. I'm offended right. she didn't ring me. <laughs> he's, he's alive. He's here. He's fine. Yeah, All alive. right. We better go. All right, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone who left the comments on Facebook. Uh, follow us across the board. Check out rugbyleaguemerch.com. Check out PCTC Tipping. And I will speak to everyone in addition with these two other dorks soon. Bye-bye.